Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Whiskey Throttle Show. Just want to give you a little bit of a disclaimer on this episode with chicken. This is not really kid material, so if you're listening with young ones, maybe best to uh, wait till a time when you're alone. It's uh, It's got some adult content. Jeff lived a pretty wild life, and uh, he goes all in telling about it. So just a heads up, there's some language and some content that might not be great for kids. All right, enjoy. Coming to you from the Troy Lee Design Saloon in Corona, California, it's the Whiskey Throttle Show, bringing you the legends and leaders of our sport with your host, David Pingree. This week's guest is brought to you by Yamaha, the leaders in the power sports industry, motocross bikes, street bikes, adventure bikes, generators, side-by-sides, quads, boats. Yamaha sets the standard. Yamaha revs your heart. Today's guest is presented by TheraBody, the world leader in human performance, wellness, and recovery. The pioneers of percussive therapy, TheraBody changed the game with the Theragun device. Their arsenal has grown to include recovery compression systems, power.electric muscle stimulators, adjustable vibrating foam rollers, and a complete line of organic wellness solutions with their TheraOne lineup. Whether you are a world-class athlete or you are just looking to improve your overall health, TheraBody has the tools to help. Today's show brought to you in part by Method Race Wheels, the strongest, lightest, fastest wheels in off-road. Method dominates the off-road market and they have the wheels for your truck, sprinter, SUV, Jeep, or van. SKDA Graphics. SKDA has turned the motorcycle graphic design world on its head by bringing a fast, fresh look into the sport. From outside-the-box designs to retro looks to a complete line of Whiskey Throttle show graphics, SKDA is operating on a completely different plane than the rest. With free global shipping on orders of over $100 and unrivaled customer service, right now is the time to freshen up the look of your ride. Troy Lee Designs. Built for the world's fastest racers, Troy Lee Designs blends elite-level protection with a history of industry-leading style and performance. From motocross gear to custom paint to bicycle protection, Troy Lee Designs is waiting for you on the next level. February 2022 from the Troy Lee Designs Saloon in Corona, California. Welcome to the Whiskey Throttle Show. I'm your host, David Pingree, and we've got a cool guest today. Jeff, the Chicken Matasevich is here. Two-time Supercross champ, Supercross winner in the big class. And Jap- Japanese champion. Three-time yeah. Japanese Don't, national champion. And he never even lived there. He flew back and forth. Yeah. Oh, we're going to get to that story. Yeah, and we've also got a co-host today that's, uh, you know, pretty special. Came out here from <laughs> special, Omaha, Nebraska. Special Ed. <laughs> Mr. Denny No, thank you for having us, me and my my, my homie Chad. You yeah. flew us out this weekend. It's been a been a long process, but we're here and, it, and we've survived. <laughs> There's nobody more difficult to get on the phone or or get a response back from than you. I'll text you, hey dude, what's up? It's and you'll be funny. like, hey Ping, what's happening? And then I'll like, text you again, and then I don't hear from you for six months. Yeah. Four months later, I was like, hey, what's going? on? <laughs> <laughs> I see. I have this text. I didn't see that. <laughs> So I don't Social know what happens in to, Omaha, yeah. but well, it is Omaha. It's kind of an armpit. Maybe sometimes. the reception it, is the reception spotty. Tell me that. <laughs> it's not like the texts don't come through. It's not like Temecula. Mm. You know, it's not. <laughs> I don't know if they've got five G yet. <laughs> oh well. Oh. Um, hey, we're gonna get started with the Method Race Wheels front end chatter. They bring you the lightest, strongest, fastest wheels in off road. So if you've got a truck, a van, a Sprinter, SUV, UTV, go check them out. Uh, MethodRaceWheels.com. Twenty percent off on a set of wheels using our code Whiskey Throttle. Um, 
So just a couple of questions. I think I've heard this story before, but tell me how you got the nickname Chicken. Um, <laughs> when I was little, like five, well, my brother had a chicken coop, I guess. Yeah. I don't even really remember, but chicken coop in the backyard. And the fences weren't up in the houses yet. It was a new development. And yeah. I went there in the backyard. I, got, I was like five. And I got into the chicken coop, and I was just chasing the chickens around, and they were hitting up fence and the bob wire fence that coop they were in or whatever and uh, they ended up dying so <laughs> he's I a chicken he's a I chicken killer i killed them all all just, of them you ran them only like five it was a little thing but uh just by chasing them around i was trying to catch them and uh so a guy across the street he was older like 22 23 him and his buddies were in the front yard drinking beer Watching me chase these chickens and kill them, you know. So, can you imagine like a little Matasovich running around, like to know him now and see him at that, I, to not know him at that age? I'm, I wish I, I'm happy to not know you at five. Yeah. So, uh, so they just started. So I, I chicken. Saw, so chicken man, I was a little chicken man in the neighborhood. Then uh, I started racing, and everybody had you know little nicknames back then. And so my dad's all, "Why don't you put chicken on the back there?" I'm like, "All right." <laughs> <laughs> But it, it, ended, Sounds good, it, it ended up, I think, working out in the long run because my last name's so long and yeah. hard to pronounce. And yeah. It, it's like, you know, there's a lot of letters in that fucking name, so, let's be honest. So as far as, you know, the racing part of it and chicken, it worked out well because. Well, it's know, a unique nickname. Yeah. Like, you know, it's, it, yeah, there's no chicken today. No. no. And there's no confusing uh-huh. this individual I don't think with they, anyone else. I don't think they would even accept that, right? It's yeah. got to be it's not even two, two letters. letters. I mean, we should say polo. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> polo. <laughs> so, oh, that's great. All right, so tell me how you two met. That's the other thing I wanted to uh, know before we move on. I'm going to tell this one. Yeah, I don't know. I had posted the other day, and... Uh, my I, my dad, I it was getting kind of like educated with talking to my dad before he came out and stuff. And him, my dad and mom, at least my dad, became friends with, with his dad and his stepmom, Dorothy. And so we would come out for Golden State and they'd say, hey, you know, you can crash here, you know. And I'll never forget the, like, we did not know each other at all. Like, okay. they became friends because, you know, they have a good, you know, strong drink and, and talk some shit and... <laughs> And I walk into his, <laughs> walk into the house in La Hopper Heights, and he looks at me with this disdain, like, "Who the fuck are you, and why are you in my house?" <laughs> and I'm like, "I'm Denny. Hi, I'm from Omaha." <laughs> I look at my dad like, "Who the fuck did you invite over here?" <laughs> and it was, uh, it was, it was an education, you know, a, just. A kid trying to race and do. Was that after ha- Florida though? I think after F- Florida is where, like, my I dad remember- said it the first time because I was Team Green at, at the time. And, I was Team Green though too. And I'd been out in the California, like I used to. We would stay. Bob Brown and Scott Brown had, had invited us out, that, so I used to, we used to stay at their house. And like, so I'm racing. I'm still in high school, but I'm you know racing Golden State. So I'm flying every day on Friday, banging out minis on Saturday, and then. Or no, the one type intermediate on Saturdays and the and the mini pro class or whatever the, it was called on Sundays, and I would fly him home on Monday, and so we had met at Ponk or something. My dad said that we, the first time I met your dad that he had pulled in the, like one of the parking areas somewhere, and your dad looked at him like you need to move. And my dad's like fuck you, <laughs> and 
you know, and that's how you, let's be honest, the first people you ever meet and become tight with are the people who tell you to fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I probably should have found. So how, you how, you guys are about 14, 15, 16? I was probably 16 at the time. 15, I think, six, did, yeah. 16, okay. 15. I right look now, at him, right. I think it, that he's uh, older, because look at him. But, like, I look at him as the big brother. Like, he's, I learned so much from him as just being an individual and a person. And we had, God, some of the craziest funny times. He was just fresh off the boat. Yeah. And then we, very, you know, very he, did, he did. He took me under his wing. And, you know, when I was riding Cowies, I'd come out and ride the test track. And, you know, even Thwarty and Dogger and stuff. I mean, that was such a, an educational year. Like, these are my, looking up to these guys and stuff. And like, and they were cool as fuck about it. Like, they. Yeah. They they I cared remember, for me like they like hey they took you in like yeah. do this like try that yeah I remember I think after a Florida uh, mini Olympic I think that's after that that's when you showed up at the house and I was like whoa what are they do, <laughs> what are they doing here my dad all oh, they're gonna stay here for dude he is, he is a character Mike I mean so <laughs> is is his dad like his just dad a, no his dad his dad's like fuck everyone <laughs> yeah he's like full beard you know i mean this is how i remember i haven't seen him in a long yeah. time and stuff and he looks same but straight you know he's the guy that walks up to you and shakes your fucking hand and you and at that moment you know you have respect with him like i i you know admire his father very much and and he has a as a young you know with a great dad that we all have great dads and, and you had to see that way he was so gruff and the fact he never he always wore shoulder pads because Jim told him, if you don't wear shoulder pads, I will murder you. You'll yeah, never well, race a bike. Was it, you know, oh, like yeah. you I wasn't even going to get on a bike without those. So. Yeah. And, 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 and to know him as we know him, his, like, respect for his father and, like, his fear. <laughs> fear. You're, yeah. you, you're afraid it pops, huh? <laughs> oh, yeah. He put it's it on crazy. you. Oh, like, yeah. he, he would literally murder a chicken, obviously. No. No. <laughs> but pops, pops. Like, when Pop walked in the room, I, yeah. I would see him just, like, yep. Yeah. That's yeah. good. And he's crazy. So, yeah. And now I, he remember, I remember him calling, I'm going to come burn your fucking house down. And you're like, oh. Like, <laughs> I don't even know. Like, like, there's so many stories. I don't even know how, how to even, where to start. Yeah. Like, I saw your brother this weekend. For, I haven't seen Jimmy for a long yeah. time, which is rad. And, and he obviously works for the veg, you know, the company Vegland to these days and stuff. <laughs> Let's just jump in the middle. <laughs> like, how about when we, uh, <laughs> He had his girlfriend he dated, and I would come out, right? Okay. You tell it. <laughs> what, what story? You would make out. You, <laughs> what story? You, you haven't even gotten him hooked on which story it is. After yeah, so I don't even know where like, you're going. Literally, I do not even know where to begin to ask you. Was that when we were like on our hands and knees in the front yard, rambling through to try to get steal the truck back? <laughs> no, the, um, he would like start a fight with her so they would break up because I'm coming out. <laughs> Ruby? We, this is Ruby? No, no. no. Oh, this is the other girlfriend. Um, yeah. Oh, way early. Okay. Early, you know, younger. That's when you got the house in Anaheim Hills. Yeah. The house of decadence. <laughs> <laughs> and he would always say, like, hey, when are you coming out? I'm like, I'm going to be out like this day. Right, well, you, he used to, Denny used to come live there for like, every winter, basically. Yeah. Like and so, weeks on end. And he's like, when are you coming out? I'm like, I'll be out around, around, okay, well, I need to get in a fight with, and break up, yeah, so. Yeah, need to break up. <laughs> and so, <laughs> and just that mentality, he's like, 
Okay. I'm gonna put that on my baby planner. <laughs> okay, start. so uh, you're coming out Friday. So Thursday, I, I got an yeah. idea for a fight. Yeah, and, uh, and, get and, that and when I would show up, she would look at me with this again, disdain, like, "Oh, it's not gonna go well." Yeah, uh, yeah, troubles arrived. <laughs> uh, well, we got there's a there's some time for some more stories down the road. I just wanted to hear how you guys met, so we'll get to the drama and the stories. Yeah, don't make it sound so bad. <laughs> no, it's good drama. Yeah, it was good, definitely. Hey, go check out whiskeythrottleshow.com if you have not. Uh, a lot of things on there. All of our archived shows, some cool old photos from the guests, which I need to get from you guys. Uh, we got new merch, flannels, hats, beanies, Motul wash buckets. I haven't been down here. This is badass. Yeah. What do you think of our, our set here, our little studio? It's, it's cool. I, mean, I knew you had, to, you know, it was something with Troy and stuff. And, like, I saw Troy the other night, and, like, I met Troy through Chicken, and Chicken always had the baddest fucking helmets. Obviously, they're yeah, sitting there. I got a couple here. And um, as a you know, a kid from Omaha, Nebraska, when you got a, you finally got a Troy lid, like you've like you've arrived. Yeah. And it was that he had that old uh, he had the airport hanger yeah. and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Then he used to have stickers. He used to make himself. Put, hey. And I'm like, come on, dude, I'm taking it to Troy's. Yeah, he did. Troy, I remember <laughs> walking in, and he's just like, "This is Troy. He's gonna pay you a helmet." I'm like. All fucking right. <laughs> <laughs> I just hey, I just pulled out the other day. Remember the old Troy Lee design sweatpants? Yeah, had the big logo yeah. down the uh, leg. Yeah. I have some. Pulled them out, dude. All the elastic. His all visor, the visor and... you would wear with like the little yeah. stretch headband and shit. Like he would have us do the stupidest things. Yeah. <laughs> he knows how to make it. He would just walk you cool. off a cliff and like you just put it on you. Yeah. <laughs> all right, let's get to our story. Our guest brought to you by Therabody. Uh, so whether you're looking for a power dot. Theragun or uh, any of those products, check them out. A lot of cool stuff over there. Uh, so you're you're like an Anaheim hit kid from day one, then, huh? Yeah, Anaheim Hills. Yeah, yep, yep. I grew up in in Northern California until. Oh, was, you did? Yeah. Okay. Up by Santa Cruz area, but um, I didn't know this. <laughs> he didn't even know this. Yeah, no. So I moved down with my parents were divorced. I moved down with my dad when I was probably like eleven. Okay. And then. Uh, oh wow! So you lived up there for a while. Yeah, and then so. We had a cabin up in Big Bear, and that's when I first got my first bike. No shit. There. Yeah. So I started riding when I was 12. So, wow, you started late. Yeah. What did you do prior to that? Did you play other sports? Did you surf or like? I played like one year football. Could you imagine playing football? Like, did, I really sucked at that. <laughs> Not yeah. like you could do it. I mean, it's like, <laughs> fuck this. It's just, I would, well, I just. I don't I'm going to punch Te- you in the face, team quarterback. Sport, <laughs> team sports don't seem like your job. No, that's yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, well put. Yeah, yeah. So um, I did that for a year, and then uh, once once I got the bike. Um, what was your first bike? An XR80. Was there an XR80? Would have been what year? Uh, 19, He's old, so it could have been like in the 40s. 80, uh, 80, 19, 80. That'd be 80, yeah. 1980. Okay. Because then I got an 81 YZ80. So the XR was more of a trail bike, huh? Right? Yeah. And well, you just, we were you up guys, in Big Bear, yeah. you know, just riding in the hills there. And, and then, Dad ride? He didn't race, though. Just rode? No, no. My dad? Yeah. He used to have a bike, yeah. Okay. But, uh, so. He would break it. <laughs> so, so uh, I remember my mom just towing him around the, the, uh, the neighborhood trying to bump start it. It was like a <laughs> BSA or something, and it was just go, but, uh. So uh, me and my brother started riding, and then. Uh, what was your first race? OCIR. You ever ride that place? No, it was no? shut down before I moved out yeah. here. I didn't get out here until 94. So okay. Kind of so, later. Um, 
so we went and raced, and then uh, my dad's all, you want to race again? I'm like, yeah. So started from there. Huh. Do you have one brother? Yeah. And that's one it. older brother, okay. yeah. And he, he rode with you guys, too, and raced? He, no? he rode and raced, yeah. But then he came to the point where he was in high school, and my dad was like, listen, you can't go out drinking every night, you know, on the weekend, and then go race the next day or whatever, you know. You got to pick what you want to do here. And so he's like, Denny's like, bullshit, yes, you can. <laughs> Obviously, uh, I learned differently. <laughs> so, yeah. so uh, He never raced arena cross. <laughs> he, he would, like, I remember my brother, because he'd be out on a Saturday night and then be getting home, wake me up, y'all, and then take me to the race Sunday. And then my parents would show up. You know? Okay. So uh, he was a big part of, of my racing, you know. Yeah, was he um, kind of worked as your mechanic then for a while at that no, point? No, no, nobody in my family has any mechanical skills at all. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, none. So uh, my dad, he cleans, always cleaned my helmet, and that was it. <laughs> he and did. Then, I remember I, that. He yeah, would. He would. He would clean yeah. my helmet. I mean, you know, his attention to detail. And, that and, was. Yeah. You know, my parents went to uh, every race, even even throughout my professional, you know, career. They were at every race. So. It's like I don't remember ever seeing your folks, and maybe you no. But like I might have seen him and just didn't know that was them. But yeah, no, they were there every, huh. every. But he wasn't, you know. I didn't. He didn't have get a, super involved though, right? Like no, he just, no, he yeah. didn't. And, and like after practice, if I was having a bad day, he'd be like, "Hey, uh, are you trying?" <laughs> and I'd be like, "Yeah." He's like, "Oh fuck, it's gonna be a long day." <laughs> <laughs> and that that was his involvement, you know. Yeah. I mean, he wasn't. He had no you know, advice. I didn't, just, oh, no, God, just, right. yeah. I'm going to go get some extra beers or, then to get or, to this one. Or he's like, you look really stiff. I'm like, and you don't look that good today. And I'm like, okay, yeah. He's like, I remember Tony Berluti. Yeah. My, I, uh, 90, he wrote Suzuki. 93, yeah. he was my mechanic. And uh, so he didn't know us, you know, the first race or whatever. My dad's all, okay, just go. Throw, do a cross up off every jump out there, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, all right, all right. He's like, no, I mean it. Just, just forget I, going fast. Just like have go, fun. Yeah, yeah. go, go do you. big cross ups. Okay, and then Tony going, hey, maybe that's not a good idea. Maybe you should. <laughs> Tony's very, you know, yeah. Maybe, maybe you should concentrate. You know, maybe maybe that's better. And I'm like, oh, but um, I'm it. I my dad wasn't one of those, you know. Uh, you gotta, you know, my dad was like, he okay, was always it, there, like you said, but I remember him, but he was behind the scenes. He was behind the scenes. Yeah, he wasn't, yeah. it's like, do your best. My dad was the job. same way. When when I so, got hired with Mitch, he's like, look, they know way more than I do. Don't ask yeah. me, you know, like, I'm just lucky I got you to hear. I'll be in the stands yeah. drinking beer. Like, yeah, yeah. Let me know if you need a ride home or something. Like, yeah, and, yeah. And that was, you know, so. obviously uh, complete opposite. You know, my dad was my mechanic my entire career. And the comfort level he would bring me to be at races, like I remember I went to Europe a few times to race, you know, off season, and he wouldn't be there, and I would be like, "Is my bike gonna break?" <laughs> you know, just that calm and you know that just that, yeah, it was a comfort level that yeah. I had because I knew he would like come in and he would look at me and go, "You know, we're gonna do a little clicks here on the suspension and stuff," and that we were talking about the other day, and I come in after practice like, "It looks better." Oh, it felt better. <laughs> well done. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so who were the guys when you started racing then? It would have been 81, 82? Uh, if you got 82, that. 81, 82. Yeah, who were like yeah. the burner mini kids at that yeah, time? Yeah, who was fast then? 
I was a beginner kid. I don't know. You don't remember who you like looked well, how up did to? You, or, like, I, see, that's the whole thing. When I never, did you start like realize that you wanted like, to do this for a living? Like, when did well, you decide that? Like before that, not a living, but just I, like you wanted to do better at it. When I was on my bicycle, like pretending I was racing motorcycles. Dude, that, that <laughs> dude, that that's so true. I did. Like, that's right. I mean, I would wear a, like a Nebraska corner skirt helmet with a <laughs> like with a the, the Jofa taped on the thing, you know. And I ride my bicycle around and shit, and like make berm drum my neighbor's yard and stuff. And I'm like, why can't I do that? They're like, get in my yard. <laughs> like, yeah, the passion of it, right? Yeah, I mean, I had the the passion for it way before I even got the motorcycle. Like, oh, so you were watching? Yeah, racing? My, like my neighbor, my neighbor rode and raced, and so I was. Like, that's what I want to do. That's what I want. But my mom was like, you ain't getting no motorcycle, you know. Yeah. Well, who she, did my, you put... my real mom only went to, I think, one race. Oh, really? She my hated it. She just, that. Mm. Who did like you it. have on your wall? Like, I mean, we all had. Nobody. Never, like, what, what, I, you opened what, that well, motorcross action. That was we, the magazine we, we, back we then. We just were talking to Donnie Hansen this weekend. And he was one I of, didn't know that, yeah. He was one of somebody that I looked up to. But, like, I never had heroes. I never had posters. You um, said Donnie was your first, I he, he was a riding coach. First one, yeah. Was that, that was before first Metal student. Attack videos, of course. That was before, you know, uh, my instructional. <laughs> yeah. You know. Once you started laying your <laughs> wisdom on got, folks. Once my this is how you do a start. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, Jerry, drop that rock. I'm going to go real fast. <laughs> I had you as a mechanic in the video. I did. Oh, my really? Yeah. You're yeah. in Metazatech. I, I made a guest yeah. appearance, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we, we went to Mammoth one year, right? Remember? We, well, we were like at home, I don't know, part, I mean, not partying, but hanging out. Hanging out. He, he had a broken wrist or something, yep. and uh, we were sort of bored, and we were like, well, hey, Mammoth is this weekend. Let's go. And You called Pete, and he's like, we got a place for you to stay. But yeah, but, you know, you got to have an entry and all that yeah. shit. And so I'm, I don't know, so... I got to promote a uh, number of the promoter or somebody, and it's some. I think I took Kurdowski's. Entry. I, yeah, I, I think I, Mike Kurdowski, I had to get his entry to go or something. Okay. So, anyway, but we went. We show up there, practice bike in the truck. Um, just one class? Or are you doing yeah, a Yeah, just, just one class. Oh, okay. And just the 250, and just the, the my bike is hammered. Team Green's there, so. I'm on I bought hey. like a bottle of 409 and like a towel. Like yeah. a, that was your I'm, toolkit. That was it. I got you, bro. <laughs> we're, we're, we're ready. We're ready for this race, you know. And uh, so I give the bike to Green. They're like, what? Yeah, I mean, it's thrashed. Uh, well, could you just put some tires on it, you know? <laughs> just put some tires you, on you it. Know you know what how Kawasaki's test track is. Like, it's gravel. Yeah. Like, it's nubbed. So, like, there's no knobs. So I get, you know, fresh tires, and Denny's wife sit down with his 409, <laughs> and, and we're racing. 19, yeah. Was that 90, 1990? Yeah, I raced there once yeah, in 89. I think it was nine. It was, I think it was probably after I got hurt when I broke my wrist in Oklahoma, I think. I was going to say, I, was, I watched that. I remember watching that Pro Race 90. Johnny O was there. No, uh, a different that race. Was a different okay. one, yeah, no, we. I remember we played I had a, sand volleyball. We rode mountain bikes and stuff. I'm like. Then we went racing, and you're and yeah. yeah. Then I'm like, well, just yeah. We we did Go a, team. a bikini. <laughs> we we did a bikini contest at a bar and got kicked out. Well, I'm like, we're the judges. How can you kick us out? And the guy that owned the bar, all you guys are out of here. I'm like, okay. <laughs> That's you know. Good like, luck determining who yeah. is better than bikini. Then yeah, but um. We were big fans but, of Hooters too. But I ended up winning. I won. And did you? Yeah, I won. In prior years, I'd been up on a 125 and a 250, 
with mechanic works bikes. Yeah. And the bikes never ran. Yeah, the altitude. I mean, I don't know. He took your so, practice bike and it worked good. Took huh? the practice bike and Denny <laughs> and, and won. <laughs> All right. So who, uh, when first. you were starting out, though, you didn't so have, didn't any, have, you didn't have mean, any people you looked up to. Who did no. you race against? Who were the other fast guys? Well, like amateur was like the first real guy I guess I raced against was Eddie Hicks. Oh, okay. And that was on the Golden State or something. On mini bikes? Uh, no. Oh, no, big. no, no. On mini bikes. I only raced mini bikes for like four months, five months. Oh, you just moved right I, up. I, I was no good on a mini bike. Were you too big? Were you kind of no, big? No, I just, it didn't work. But I could get on my brother's 125 and like go pretty good. Huh. But I couldn't touch yet. You couldn't so, touch the ground? You couldn't touch the ground, no. So um, I don't really remember much of Eddie being on, a, on 125. He's obviously he's like one of the biggest names of a mini rider. Yeah. Well, he, he jumped up and he didn't last long. And then I, I don't know what happened to him. Yeah, but if you're in California, like, like you have to have more names than Eddie Higgs. I mean, this is Southern California. I remember, so, like, did you race Golden State? Was when you Mouse were... McCoy racing then? I'm trying no, to think of who I, else is with Higgs I'm, or Kudrowski, Like, I mean, Kudrowski, Then, then came Kudrowski in the in the Golden State or whatever. Okay, I'm trying to think of other names. And that was it. Other than that, uh, no, there was. Really you need to elaborate. You need there to was give nobody us. else. I mean, Eddie nobody Hicks else. and then Kudrowski. Well, I rode by myself. <laughs> I would go to the Golden State, and I did. I was the only entry. Yeah, I won a lot. Um, <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't into names and all that shit. That that's when no, I we am, became yeah. friends. I mean, like, dude, you're such a bitch. Why do you got to go up and talk to everybody? We can? he would yell at me. He was like, "What the fuck?" And I and I would you know. I, I, and I would have to. I would like, oh, I'm going to be more like chicken. I'm just going to hate everyone. And yeah. and I would like go crash and practice. And I'm like, I can't do this. <laughs> Was that your thing? You kind of, you didn't want to be friends with all the people you were It's not, against? I just didn't really care. He hates yeah. everyone. Let's, have you not? I just, just, no, no, I, I didn't really care. Like, No, I didn't mean that, yeah. I, and he, he's just so, wants yeah. to be friends with yeah, everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. got, I don't know. He's got, okay. No, no, I, that's, that's, yeah. I was talking to Hill yesterday. We are you know, I, I'm a big fan. I've known Josh since he was like 10 when I was at Smith. And I was picking his brain about things. And he and I thought, you know, I feel like, you know, my the way I looked at the sport, I thought a lot of did people did. And he's like, no, I didn't, not at all. Like, I just came in and did what, oh, it's like it came so easy. I didn't know what it was, you know, it's like I didn't look at anyone else. Like, when he won that main event, you know, he was 17 or something. It was just, a, it was such a good, inter like, I learned a lot from like this conversation because I'm a huge fan of sports as we are, and to see someone else and listen and that someone else looks at it so differently mm. and found success differently, it's cool. And and obviously Chicken's always been Chicken. Is you know, looks at things differently. California kid, and I came in like as a huge fan, probably more a fanboy. And I, I admit it, like my probably I was probably jersey watching the entire time. Like oh my god, I'm behind, I'm behind Stanton to bail. Should I slam them or like? I don't. I don't want them to like be mad at me. You know. <laughs> you know. Or, or his, his mindset did, is he doesn't like, care. He doesn't yeah. even know who he raced with as yeah. a child. Like he has yeah. one name. <laughs> <laughs> he obviously doesn't even acknowledge anyone else, and that's the way he's just always found success. And, and yeah, that's crazy and, and good. I mean, we go to leave the leave the pits uh, after press day or whatever, and they'd be like, "Oh, I gotta talk to him. I gotta go talk to." Him. I wouldn't say it. I was just like, hey. I'd be like, come on, come on. on. And yeah, it's just everybody. Everybody. He's like, like, come God, on. we got to leave, dude. There's well, hookers. Wait, that, that, guy's, that guy that you're 
got your head up his ass he's trying to take your job next year dude yeah. so i don't know why you you know that's yeah I, I, that's like the damon you know, the bradshaw like the attitude you know and i've known damon again since he was a little kid and then all of a sudden he's like became pro and it was just like i want to kill and crush everyone that killer instinct is what motocross is about and Sometimes it just we reach it differently. It's it's interesting that that concept though, because like Damon was that way, right? He didn't. Hannah was but that way. He was way. not that way younger, but later, yeah, yeah. He wanted to hate everybody. So when you look at kids today, um, we'll just start off on this little oh, tangent. Don't even get me well, I mean, it's like they'll race each other pretty hard, but then when they're done, it's high fives and hugs, and everybody's a yeah. friend. Is that good or bad, or is that weird to you, Jeff? That's, that's, to me, to me, is weird. It's like, yeah, I mean. I, I had, you know, my friends uh, during racing were Knucklehead here and uh, Wardy. You know, I mean, my teammate. Yeah, so. Spencer. Uh, well, training. No, I'm saying other as far as riders. Oh, yeah. I, I didn't have any real relationships with other riders, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw the same group that out in California, you know, you, I mean. Rhino. You know, we go out, yeah, Rhino, Phil. Um, but you weren't scared to blow me off the track man. at any given time, which you did do that one time. We're going to talk about it. Oh, really? Oh, I yeah. Know. Oh, yeah. I, I in the LCQ for the last transfer I, I spot mean, in the To main. be honest, I, I really didn't like you, period, when I first met you because you were like, I'm all, who is this kid? Fucking thing. <laughs> like Mr. Perfect. Happy like, go lucky. Like, I'm Always so, got a smile on his face. So far up <laughs> Mitch's ass. Like, he, he, like, just like, come on, dude. And I didn't, I didn't know you, but I didn't like you. And um, I was definitely like uh, you're like the kid, the dude <clears throat> trying to be too perfect. Like, uh, not one of these people. Yeah. Like, you know, I just it's the same reason Deacon hated me, Metzger hated yeah. me. Like, uh, I, mean, I was, know. I was the clean cut. You yeah. definitely were shiny boy. Yeah. You definitely had to polish. Yeah. I mean, we've been friends, but, but yeah. that that was my that was just my that was my upbringing. I wasn't pretending. No, nothing, no, 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 that was no. just who I was. It's like he, the same thing you said about me with like with growing up. Like I'm an only child, so my friends meet a lot, and I love the sport. And I, I looked at it obviously differently than he did. Yeah. Like I won't like. I should have been probably could have been way faster, but I was having so much fun and so happy to see everybody. <laughs> you know, like like this is the greatest fucking experience. And they don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. I don't want to pass you because my hurt your feelings. Then, then no, then that's so funny. Then later I'm just like I'm gonna fucking kill you with my motorcycle. Like it's a it's a weapon at this point. Like but but yeah, I mean you know out at Ritchie Canyon, I mean we all see each other quite often. You know, out riding, yeah. practicing, and uh, you know I just see I see you guys and. and go moto with you guys but then never hang out with you guys yeah you know and i always just figured you were hanging out with like rock stars and down you were down in la doing well, drugs and like riding around in fancy cars some of that's true <laughs> no <laughs> 85 percent. i'd see you on the freeway doing 120 and a slant nose i'm like yeah I mean, yeah that no, sounds right. porsche like my yeah. my dad was like like we sh i should have probably found a different family to be friends with yeah <laughs> <laughs> like chicken yeah. is like fantastic but he might have been your demise as well like we just had so much crazy and plus, fun. plus when denny showed up and, and started hanging out with it he looked like he was literally like 10 so yeah anywhere we went like like people that I hung out with or girls or whatever they'd be like oh who's who's a cute little boy you know 
How so, much? What's the age difference between you two? Just a year or two, I'm right? I'm 51. You're 54, right? I'm 52. 50. See, it doesn't. It, I think he is like I. I, I hold him in a, an older big brother version of that. But, yeah. Well, he even he's not. Like, but he, yeah. he looked like he was 12, though. Really. Yeah, yeah. So you know, I, I was mean, Nebraska, Omaha, fucking you know Richie Cunningham shit, you know, and show up and all of a sudden I'm like, ooh. He had a full sleeve of tats probably when you met him already. No. No. He just look at him now. He's just like. No, we're just what? Fuck everyone. <laughs> I'm gonna go buy a portion. Uh, all right. Uh, so once you guys got hooked, though, like you guys were in, you were racing every week, and you loved it right away. Oh me, yeah, yeah. What I, do you I think today racing. about today? Not racing this like they did, like these, these camp kids and shit. Like we raced Dude, every I weekend, mean, literally. I mean, every yeah, weekend. We raced every weekend, and, and like my lifestyle back then when I raced was I trained, I rode, and I had fun. And the kids today, I mean, they're going to be burnt out. I mean, you cannot be that serious from well, we you know, rode 12, every day. 12 years old. We rode every I mean, yeah. day, raced I mean, every yeah. weekend, but it was, a, yeah. But it's not like they're training so much more, so much serious that... Yeah, it's so regimented these days. Like, how long, scripted, how right? long can you do yeah. that? How long can you do that? Not very long, you know. Yeah, you're gonna get burnt out. And, and a lot of. But there was the same way. I mean, back in our age, and you know, kids and the, the dads and the seriousness and the intensity. And yeah, the pressure but, of it. but but when the racing was done, I don't yeah. know about you guys, my local rec- scene, whether it was Montana or Arizona, all the dads like everybody went out to dinner. We all, you know, the dads were hammered, drunk, drinking beers. The kids were, you know, riding bicycles or goof. You know, we were all friends. Mopeds, everything. Yeah. 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 Like, like I heard stories, which we'll talk later with when Bud. I heard Eli like John would not let him out of the camper. <laughs> like Eli is like, you're here one for one reason. You do not talk to anyone. Mm-hmm. You know, the I can't imagine that intensity of. Uh, I I don't know. I mean, I know the Tomax, but I don't. I haven't seen that. Not a that. bad thing. I Not a bad seen, thing. I'm just saying. That. I haven't seen that side of them. Actually, I, I mean, I think they work really good together, Eli and his father. But but you, to have a dad that's, uh, you know, successful, and yeah. especially in the fitness world that he did, there has to be some type of, I know how my dad was, and <clears throat> to feel like and be what John has done in his career, then have a son and have a path for him, there had to be some, you know, rules and way he looked at things, I think, right? I mean, like you're I just a big Eli, like you're like a homer, dude. Yeah. Let's be honest. Yeah, I know you like can you, shit about that all the like time. Like you but. literally swing from his nuts. <laughs> you're an Eli fan? Oh, huge, no, dude. No, he I mean, posts things and stuff. <laughs> I went riding with Eli did. Like he acts like he's all cool and has no friends. <laughs> Eli homer. And not that I am. Like yeah. I gave Eli a lot of shit over the years, and I, but I respect him, what he does. But this guy's like roses and sunshine. Well, you know, I mean, I've never he, seen. Well, you've never seen you so positive. Like, he I'm, is the best. No, he's great. He's fantastic. Career is as long legendary. As he he's like all shows famer. up, you know. But I've never. It's so funny how you are so positive about. It. Well, because everybody gives him so much shit. Because, but once again, once again, I don't think Eli's there to be a social butterfly no. like you. You know, yeah, he's Eli, doing the Eli's work, there yeah. to he's show there up work. to, to like to, to race, you yeah, know? like Dylan, lay it down, and, and you just. But for you to for you to be such a happy homer with him, like it's a side of you I've never seen. Like again, we just we've literally laid out the groundwork. You know, one rider you grew up racing with. Yeah. And now all of a sudden, like you're like I I see your post like Eli's gonna win. Yeah. (laughs) Like where did this guy come from? (laughs) 
It's the only guy I know. Well, you you made a comment earlier before we started shooting that no no sports are fun anymore. Like everything's too serious. Everything is, yeah. And I I don't I guess I can't speak to other sports um, years ago, like when I when we were kids, but. Mm-hmm. I know now, like, it do, you're right, it doesn't matter if it's soccer, baseball, it doesn't yeah. matter. Your kid has to be in it and in a specialized club and going oh, yeah. five nights a week by yeah. the time they're six. Or yeah, you're, it's, it's too late. It's You've missed crazy. It. It's crazy. I mean, like we were talking, my kid played baseball a year or two, and, you know, you'd strike out, we'd clap, and go, yeah, good job, you know. And, and Here's your blue ribbon. And, and they, all we the didn't other, keep score. Yeah, all the other parents were, like, frowning at us, like, we're like, you know, Do you remember the story? It's supposed to be fun. Of the robo quarterback Todd Marinovich. Mm-hmm. I don't. Yeah. The, like he was born, and like the moment he was born, his father was he was going to be a quarterback. Okay. Like he would go to parties, and he couldn't like. It, my dad had brought it my attention, and he's a thirty for thirty for it. So if you're out there, watch it. It's, it's Todd Marinovich's his name. He my dad him. played football with his dad. The road. Oh yeah. And his dad like he would send him to like his friends' birthday parties, but he couldn't eat cake. Like he sent him this with a kid, special. He never had. Sugar candy, yeah, anything. Is that right? And so yeah. he was at USC, and then he's the wheels started coming off. You know, like you know, when you are so sheltered and don't know what's out there, you want to do that. I mean, Dogger tells that story. Like he yeah. did, kept him, kept him pretty reined in. <clears throat> and when the moments when he was could do his own shit, it's like he's a kid in a candy yeah, store. You kind of go nuts. Yeah. 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 And so this guy, I, this story is so crazy, and um, he did like the wheels came off USC and all this stuff, but. I still think that today, but these guys, like, they're so ingrained, right? Don't you think? Like, the Yeah, it's, it's too... Well, here's the thing that bums me out is, you know, you guys know as well as I do, the number, the percentage of these guys that will go on to make it, and whatever that means, it, make it, win yeah. races, have a ride. That, that's the thing is all it's these so amateur slim. kids... It's so slim. So you're going to burn through hear, all these years and just be miserable. Yeah. yeah. You're not going to even enjoy it. Like, yeah. they talk about enjoy the process. I hate that saying, but... You do need to enjoy it. You like, enjoy being a kid. You know? And, you know, you're getting to do what well, you love. Off, if you're fucking homeschooled, you know, right there, you're missing out on social everything. life. I yeah. mean, you know, you need to be, you know, and, and all these kids are homeschooled now. Yeah. I mean, no one goes to school no more. And that goes back, like, when and, I was at I Smith, think- the Alessis, like, the Alessi kids, I liked them, but they were so socially awkward. Like, they did not yeah. know how to talk to people. Yeah. They would come in the Smith truck and Doc Wobbs would have like an old Maxim from UK and they're like, ooh, boobies. I'm like, dude, you're like 16. Have you not seen boobies? I mean, like, it was. And, and There's I, not a lot of nice boobies up in the high <laughs> desert. Just <laughs> what it's yeah. like. And that's not bad, but I'm like, it is. You're totally correct. I think that they, they're not experiencing things and learning outside of just like waking up in the morning. Yeah, but then how, I mean, those kids aren't even going to make it, you know, that's, because there's such a small percentage. And. Every up and coming, oh, he's the next greatest thing. They, where'd they go? Where'd they go? Where'd they go? You what know? do you think of this generation? Like again, goes back to like these guys, these two guys. Like who's next? I was talking to Josh. Like who's next? I obviously Jet and Hunter. They're not American kids though. Like, I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I, I don't know who. Christian Craig, he's the next young. Uh, oh wait, yeah, wait, yeah. <laughs> three kids and thirty. Wait, he's, no, as, old no, nothing, he's yeah. as old as I am. Yeah, no, yeah. Uh, he's he is. He's God. He's ripping so f- good. I'm I just so want to see him on a good 450 ride because he's so good. Uh, we argue he, with one of my buddies, our friends. He's he's like check. He'll, Christian will never get a, a factory 450 ride. Mm, he'll he, he, he better. Yeah, he, uh, I think he, he likes he, to self destruct and hurt himself though. Well, when he fell down last night in the first turn, 
you're like, well, here we go. You know, yeah, how's he gonna? Here it comes again. Yeah. What's he gonna do? And he and he he bounced back. I guess you know. That was a different response from him than I think we've ever seen. So anyway, I think he's a little older and mature now. Well, you, you, you do it enough times, you, you, know, you put your hand over the fire, eventually you're going to stop putting your hand in the fire. Oh, and how long can you be in that class for? But it's you know, but well, to be... you can cheat the rules. The rules are so stupid. Are they going to change them again this year? Like, I'm sure. They change them every year. Uh, Col- I mean, Colt and Coop, uh, Justin Cooper are pointed out, I guess, even yeah. though they're not able to defend their title. And then what, Freezy uh, just goes it, back it, down in it? Well, you know, you, uh, that's like, remember Grant came over and rode 250 for, for you know, 250. Two strokes and then drop down to 125 with Mitch because Mitch would always kind of find his talent. I have no problem with it, but again, yeah, like when are you going to move up? Like I didn't want to stay at a 125. Yeah, I, I, I like hated it. Like I, when I won the two championships, it was like it wasn't even an accomplishment for me because it's not where I wanted to be. It's not you know I wanted yeah. to be. And nothing wrong with it. I mean, it's it, and the fact that the amount of money. I mean, the, I don't blame the riders. I blame the system, obviously. Well, but here's the thing, and, and you no know, one really talks about this. They bitch about the move up rules, and these guys are able to come back. But it's like, well, where do you want them to go? If they don't have a ride, then then they either are full privateer or they yeah. stay down. And, and Christian's probably making what half a million bucks this year. Oh yeah, for him. I mean, so yeah. like, what the hell would you do? Yeah, yeah, no, no, you no, can't right. blame him. Yeah, you no, can't blame him. And if you if you start just going, nope, you're out, you're out, move up, move up. And then, riders, then they just get into that 450 class. Yeah, there's there no should, ride there should for be them. Thirty and, factory, 40, 50 guys. You know, uh, you know they should be getting paid. There shouldn't be that drop off. But yeah, I mean, like the guys are racing. When we raced, people would quit racing Supercross at 26, 27 years old. They're yeah, still busting ass in the 30s yeah. now. You know, I mean, through training and scientific of all, they're not moving out. So yeah, you're right. There's not like Star's got 15 fucking amateur guys. Like, well, where are you going to put them? Yeah, you know, I mean. Yeah. They're not. The process isn't feed. Like they're not leaving and feeding up. Like they're just staying here. And now there's a wall here. Yeah. Yeah. We're in our day, it, they were going out. Or it's like twelve factor rides. You know. You know, and you left when you, you just got hurt and. But, but the 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 cycle was. Yeah. It, it was fish. It was it was it was a continuous cycle. And there's right now there's a there's literally yeah. a log jam, at the at the two fifty class. Yeah. 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 Like you said. But then then again, like we rode one twenty five and two fifties. You know, I rode to the Supercross, was riding out to 125 Outdoors, you know. I think, why can't you do both? You know, it's so weird that this, everything's so structured like that. Yeah. Well, and I think some of that was, I think 250 Supercross has become its own thing, and we should stop trying to make it this baby class where, you, you know, like, it is what it is. Yeah. Those guys are making good money. It's competitive racing. Screw it. Just, you know, damn the rules. Race what you want to race. Make more money in that 450 class. That's yeah. obviously the most prestigious class. Guys are going to move there's up if no they have an way, There's no reason that a 250 guy should be being paid more than a 450 guy, in my mind. But it's the same uh, thing. I hear you. You're not it's supposed it, to be, but, but once again. It I, is, mean. I mean, they get the exact same TV coverage. So as a sponsor, why, it's, why would you not pay them the same or more? You that's, know? A, that's a thing. Getting, a f- casual fan or even a fan. You're, like, you're, you're seeing the, him on the podium. He's you're winning not races, seeing yeah. Hart Ramped getting 14th. Yeah. And yeah. He's fighting for that 14th. That's hard. You know, that class is stacked it's right gnarly, now. Yeah. And it's been gnarly for yeah. a long time. It always has been gnarly. And, and um, yeah. I'm just glad to see everybody racing this year. Being yeah. healthy. Yeah. Right? Huh? Being healthy and stuff. Well, just, just oh. if, if you're racing for six, they're out there racing. You yeah. know, there's no riding. It, it's, yeah, there's no riding around. You know, oh, I'll just take six tonight, you know. Well, it's so like early. It's yeah, early. Give, give it a few more rounds. Yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> That's why I always love the opening round, right? Like, right? Yeah. We, at the opening round, 
and, and had Ricky had said the same thing. Everyone thinks they can win. By yeah. like yeah. round seven, you're like, I'm eighth. I'm going to get eighth. You know? I'll be lucky to get a podium this yeah. year. Yeah. I'm going to start. I could either start 15th and get an eighth or get a whole shot and get an eighth. I'm just going to start eighth. <laughs> All right. So going back to your younger days, when did you get some Team Green support? Pretty, pretty uh, early? No. Well, yeah, I guess quickly because I moved up so quickly. Yeah. I mean, I started when I was 12, and um, I was Team Green guy by the time 15. So, um, Who was that uh, Team Green? Who was your first guy? How, how did they find you? Uh, Jerry Campbell, which was ended up being my mechanic. Oh, okay. Um, he was a Team Green mechanic, and he told uh, Mark Johnson, head of Team Green back there, back in the day, and we were at a Golden State or something. Hey, watch this kid. He's really fast. I was intermediate. Okay. And, uh, Racing against Eddie Hicks and only Eddie Hicks. No, that, back then it was uh, Mike Krodowski at that one. And uh, so when the first turn fell, Mark Johnson looks at it, uh, Jerry and goes, ah, that kid's really fucking fast. Turns around walks away. I got up and I won. So then Jerry told Mark, hey, the kid that, you know, fell that you walked away from, he ended up winning. And I had a contract that day. Oh, is that right? Yep. Wasn't, uh, who was the, was it Jose, uh, who's the team green guy? Gonzalez. Gonzalez. Was he not there yet? No. Oh, okay. Uh-uh. He's a prick. So, uh, <laughs> oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you don't know like him? No. Um, who was building your bikes? DMC. You were a DMC, DMC guy, yeah. I was okay. DMC guy. I, I, thought, yeah. I thought that's what I remembered. Uh, yeah. The orange was, seats and all that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Which was the cool thing back then. And he was a cool motherfucker, you know? He was, yeah. Like, yeah. he was like a... He was... He was like it, like he was like difficult, uh, difficult with people because he was so. I think he's yeah. I mean, my dad explains him. I can't remember how. Um, like he didn't give a shit about the business side. Like he was no. such a technician of of what he wanted to do. And yeah, he yeah. pissed a lot of people off. Yeah, that's, he, like he would have been way bigger off. if he had been yeah. a better businessman. Like he's yeah. like people would like like some guy, rich guy from Texas, wanted him to build the kids his kids bikes and. And then we'd start telling Dave something. Dave's like, you know what? Go fuck yourself. Like, you know, yeah. like, I'm, I'm yeah, big. at the and end. And then 90s, and he gets typical. Like, it was he, just like, yeah. he, he couldn't, saw it he differently. Couldn't stray from his ideals. Saw it differently. His yeah. ideals, yeah. exactly. Yeah. At the end there, I was, you know, probably his, his number one writer or whatever, if you will. And we used to just, because I used to, my opinion was my opinion. And, and what I wanted was what I wanted. And I don't, you know, you can't tell me what I want, you know. And we would fight. I mean, we would. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. It'd be like, fuck you, fuck you, you know. But it worked in the end. And I mean, and we even, he'd set a bike up his way and I'd set it up my way. And we'd go do starts together. Mm. I mean. And he would ride it with you. Like, oh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah no. Yeah, we, yeah. We'd do starts together. Exactly, yeah, you know, 100%. I'm all, no, this way Like, I'm gonna, he, like yeah. I'll prove you wrong, Dave, would but, be uh, like, yeah. Yeah, he, he was very, very smart, smart guy. I well, think the fastest ever 125 I ever rode was 87, maybe, L.A. Coliseum bike. And he, Ultra cross or like super No, no, super cross. He, the, it didn't even sound like 125. It had a bark to it. Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, this thing. But he puttied up all the portholes and shit. And I remember after the race, they took apart, looked at the cylinder, and it was all like eight and up in there and like whoa a couple more laps probably wouldn't have made it you know oh wow but um well his shit when his uh shit. from 80 i just remember kind of like 85 six seven eight he was, if, he if was you didn't have dmc like, yeah, yeah you were an idiot like, like yeah. that yeah. was Eddie the bikes, stuff the 60 made for ezra and like it was hand crafted 
technology. Oh, Eddie Hicks is 80. It's Why is he 80 is here? It's yeah. here. And it yeah. is unreal. Like that one that yeah. Mouse had at Ponca that year, that Cowie. The Cowie. Oh. 105. Like it like had, again, like. Yeah. It was unfair. How, and the Mouse was fast already, but the, like that bike was crazy. Yeah, it, handmade swing arms. I mean, that guy yeah. was. His stuff yeah, that was bike. Incredible. That bike out there in the front yeah. Can you, yeah, it's, uh, it's crazy to think of that that like he was building a motorcycle basically yeah wild stuff um so what was kind of the first big amateur nationals you went and did then where you started winning golden states probably golden state yeah. golden state which was pretty big back in the day you huge know? you know yeah, so crazy. um i won that 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 year that i got sponsored by cali okay what so class intermediate i won the the intermediate like 125 men, 250 classes. You rode both classes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hmm. So, and then from there. Uh, did you ever do Loretta? You did Ponca, right? I Loretta's did Ponca, didn't... and I did Loretta one year. Okay. And Only one year? It. Yeah, I didn't like that. What year did you turn pro? I was 16. 86. 16, 86. Then. January 18th, 86, you raced Anaheim. Yeah, I won that, didn't I? No, you got 17. <laughs> oh, fuck. Did I not win that? Why did I not win? I was Eddie Hicks that. not there? Shit. <laughs> but we would race like Ultra Cross and all that. Like we just. We did Ultra If there was a race, we did it. Yeah. So in 86, you raced a handful of Supercrosses. I got 17th, like. my yeah. first race. Yeah, you went 17, 11, 10, 6 in Dallas. How did you ever get I a went ride? to Dallas? You should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> 17th. Let me see. You must have looked at the wrong person. No, no, no. That's is embarrassing. You, you, you really picked it up at 87. <laughs> really? <laughs> like things start getting really going there. So 87, Look, 88 was when, when well, I was. What's that say? One. Anaheim. One. Yeah, yeah. 87. Yeah, it's like Look 12 years later, dude. Oh. You're like 50 at the time. Yeah. 86 was your first year. You're getting your feet wet. When was your first 250 race or Supercross? I don't know. I got one Seattle, too. Up there. Well, you won a lot of races. You won well, two fucking one twenty five titles. Obviously, there's some wins So, 86, there. 86 was a bad year, I guess, huh? Well, no, 86, I won Anaheim. Well, no? you better call the results, no, uh, folks, and let them know. Yell at the vault. Is that it? Is it say 86? Uh, 87. 87, you won. 87, you won the opener. Oh, okay. I'm yep. a year off. All right. And how funny was it back then how, how different the tracks were from, like, you know, west to east? Like, Mickey Thompson tracks were way different than, you know, there was like four promoters. I just remember Savinsky's tracks being. John, well, yeah, he was different than the Mickey Thompson tracks yeah. that had yeah. water barriers around the thing well, and curbs. Well, I was even watching uh, 92 Vegas last night as kind of just prepping for this. And like, it, it brought me back to the tracks. They used to just be the whoops. There was a set of whoops at one track that went around. It was a like corner. watching a dural cross <laughs> almost. Like, they were totally uneven. Yeah. Like, there was times you guys weren't. You couldn't skim, and you no. couldn't really even jump. You were doubling through yeah. parts of it, and then you... There were curbs. Up. Shit was so much steeper, Yeah, and the speeds were so well, much Well, John Zabisky used to build just burly, burly, gnarly, just timing tracks where if you were a little short or a little long, your ankles were done. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You're going to be in cast for six months. And they didn't but, flow uh, at all. No. And uh, then, like you said, Mickey Thompson tracks were a lot more... They built truck Off traction. Off-road, yeah. 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 The jumps were like, it was like cool. ski yeah. jumps you hit it. and stuff. Either, it was either a ski jump or if you hit it backwards. Yeah, it was yeah. or yeah. backwards, yeah. yeah. But, uh, what, was, what brought you and Damon, like, what, obviously you, had, you guys had, like, you know, one of the greatest races and the greatest park jobs. 
Like, when did you and Damon be, like, when is your first moment of when you raced with I him? Think, I think the first time I really met you was in Florida at that mini Olympics. I had just, I was sitting in, uh, I was in high school, obviously, and got a note from my mom saying, you got to get on a 12 o'clock flight to Florida. And I was like, well, Florida, what do you mean? So I called her. She's like, yeah, Callie wants you to go to Florida for the mini Olympic race. Uh, this is as an amateur, like intermediate? Yeah, as an, yeah okay. intermediate, yeah. Okay. I, I'd never been to that race or anything. And uh, what happened was Yamaha brought Damon in for it. And it's mini, It's supposed to be an amateur race. And he I, was an amateur, though. No, we were... He was 16. Yeah, so was I, but we were out of that. It's like back we then... We were you, out of that level. You could ride yeah. super, we, like, we had, Supercross and Nationals. You could, like, you could ride them and, and you go to Loretta's and go bus the National and Supercross. Yeah, but we could, we, we yeah. were... They were Yamaha brought him in sure. as like cherry picking. He wasn't not really an amateur anymore. So Callie flew me out there for that race, and that started the whole... You guys whole smashed thing, in. You know, did you guys have run-ins there? It was like, um, it was like East so, Coast no. and West Coast rap. I don't rap. think so we did. Yeah. No. But um, it was just like, you know... Both, neither one of us should have been there. So, you know, then we were both there and that sort of media-wise started. Teed off the rivalry. Yeah. And Who won I, that weekend? Uh, yeah, like. I won one. He didn't do that very well, I don't think. But I didn't either. I think I won the motocross thing, but then we did like. Did you, was it, uh, was I, it, it was uh, hair scrambles. The first year I went, it was, it was, it was thing, flat yeah. track. Like it was an asphalt, flat track no, we race. Went, we, asphalt. Asphalt, flat track. We went in the woods and shit. I never did any hair type scrambles. of that riding. It was like know? when it was like the Olympics. It was four different events. And yeah, I just remember going in these woods and like, where do I go? <laughs> How do these people know where they're going? You know? And people would just burr by me and I'd be like, oh, okay, that way. Burr. Can like, you see chicken out and just lost? Totally. You know, I, 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 I've never <laughs> no, done I it. Well. No, no one really explained it to me or anything, you know? It was just the, like... The first year we, okay. I raced there, the, you, you had to run to your bike and start your bike. Yeah. Like the hair scramble. Yeah. 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 yeah, it was crazy. Like it was literally the Olympics, and now it's, you know, two different... See, but I think it'd be cool to go back to that now. I maybe guess maybe not. Just, just different events. Like make it... Make it a little <clears throat> like cross country like loop, flat track, like like literally asphalt flat track. Junior Jackson's dad had built him like. A, I don't know about asphalt. That's a little aggressive. Like that was, yeah. I remember I stood up like the like going to the turn, <laughs> and my dad, don't do that again. Did you put slicks <laughs> like, on? Like he was, he, he was embarrassed. Like did you just stand <laughs> up into a flat track corner, looking <laughs> in Burma or something? Yeah, oh, elbows up. I just didn't know what to do at the time. Like yeah, yeah, and I remember crashing, and. It just eating my pants off, like like my whole knee and like knee pad was just like it's asphalt, obviously. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, what are we doing here? Like, I've done, never done this. Yeah. That's funny. All right. So eighty six. I'm probably not going to get a real good answer out of you here, but like I was trying to think of what <laughs> you what you remembered from those. <laughs> not much, obviously. I thought if you I come won. in with less expectations, you'll peak. <laughs> I thought I won. <laughs> I, hate to, I really hate to bum if you out. If you start my... chicken at zero, uh, when he gets to ten, you're like, "Wow, that's pretty good." <laughs> okay, so your first year, it wasn't bad. I mean, it was. Well, he won two titles. Obviously, he was fast. Yeah, you obviously figured but out. But that first seventeenth, that's a little embarrassing. Yeah, I wonder what happened. But you didn't there. ride two fifty at all. Like, why did you not ride two fifty during these days? Because I was just barely running one twenty five. I mean, he starts riding eighty eight. He does some two fifty rounds. Oh yeah, eighty eight. You would dive in. You, we, I remember. We, yeah, that was kind of the thing you did. You like you did. Things. I did a but, couple. But of even so, eighty six, you just did Supercross, no nationals. No. Eighty seven, just Supercross. You didn't do any nationals again. No. 
I don't like outdoor stuff. <laughs> okay, so you want Anaheim, but then you have it's three. Really, it gets really hot outdoors. Yeah, you, you got to wake up so early. And <laughs> now listen, you're preaching to the choir. How am I going to get to practice? Jesus Christ! You had the craziest results this year. This is '87. Were you factory Cowie that year? Probably. Yeah, yeah. You won the yeah, opener. Right, I think right won away. the season over. Then yeah. you go 18, 17, 17, nine, twelve, one. Well, that's really wild. Wow. Like, uh, 18, <laughs> like, how did you even get a job that year? <laughs> His face is like, oh, wow. That's funny how. <laughs> Reality is a slap in the face. <laughs> that, 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 that does sound like that's, that's yeah. some weird results there, huh? Well, that's what I would say. I mean, you know. <laughs> you just bookended it with some dubs, but you're barely making mains the rest of these <laughs> I'm I'm an all or nothing type guy. <laughs> and that did. Exactly, I can I can say that for sure. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's like <laughs> so in '87, yeah, were you factory? You weren't factory. You'd have been going to the nationals. So you must have been support that year still. Well, Team Green goes kind of right. Like Team Green had well, like. Well, no. Oh, uh, we at the Cowie track. I mean, that's. I mean, obviously we were to get, <laughs> we were hanging out around then. Uh, yeah. But I mean, the fact you had an 18th and a 17th is. Let me see that. You should hang your head in shame. <laughs> I'm surprised. My you need some readers? My yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't see. Here, I'll, I'll hold it out here no. for you. <laughs> my phone's like hold this. Uh, <laughs> Could you blow this up on the big screen? It says I won 1-1. It's only funny because i got to do the same shit. No, I do too. I won 1-1 one, one, and then a 10th or something. Well, look at the year, though. You gotta, you're got you already going. Like you, were literally, you were literally all or nothing at that moment. 88, you, you were on fire. Oh, like, how do you win yeah. a race and then, go, then follow that up with three 17s? <laughs> I just wasn't in the mood that day. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Numbers don't lie. It's so funny. I, yeah, I look we, back we, at my results sometimes like, yeah. God, that's, I thought it was way faster. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 really rem did I remember being better. I really thought I was faster. Like that, really? Like, in my mind, those were all sevenths. They were uh -huh. clearly eighteenths. So, okay, so 87, you had to be just support still. A uh, support guy. And then 88, 89, you were factory. Yes. Right? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. That's, so yeah. you got some wins. I just I thought it was weird. You didn't do nationals, and, and you had this run in the middle where you were just struggling to break the top <laughs> 10. <laughs> I've never let you live this one down. Like, I'm literally going to text uh -huh. you these results. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Remember so. when you got his 18th chicken? <laughs> I'm not going to ask too many more questions about that season because apparently – uh, when was when did you like show up at this Cowie track with Wardy there and Dogger? That was '88 then. And and how did they influence you? Like how did that? Like did you look and go like, well, or I mean, you just like you were already just you, or did you learn I, from that? I knew I was riding with them in '87 a little bit, but then '88 was full on like we were teammates or whatever. Um, and even those guys, you weren't like, holy shit, that's Wardy and Dogger. You were just well, like, hey guys. Yeah, Wardy, I. Before they could not be more polar opposites, obviously. No, they're two totally opposites. And before I really knew Wardy, <clears throat> um, I just thought he was a little strange. Like, he, you know, would always have his little running shorts on, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and, like, we weren't going running, but why you got him on, you know? Yeah. And then. Uh, <clears throat> With his Troy Lee visor. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's in like shredded up jeans he, and docks. He was. He's, 18 hole docks. Wardy was ready to go at all times, you know. I was like, dude, you're not training. You take the shit off, you know. But And then Ronnie, when he did show up, you know, he was Ronnie. Yeah. Wide open. And, uh, but, and then, you know, 
on the track, totally two different op, you know, people. Ronnie, like, his, what, his, like, what did you learn his, from like that? Did you? I know his, his. I took a little bit of both their riding styles. Yeah. Wardy was more of a bulldog, and Ronnie's fluid. And when we're at the track testing, I would watch. I just wa I learned everything from watching. Just watching. Like, oh, I see how he did that. Okay, I go repeat that, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I, both of them taught me a lot, a lot. Wardy took me under his wing. They were kind, like they were like thoughtful of that. That's, that's how I felt, you know, the same thing. Like they like wanted you to learn, like, hey, try this out. Uh, yeah, so yeah, <clears throat> they, I mean, Wardy's especially. I mean, Ronnie. He just Ronnie. Ronnie's Ronnie, you know. Yeah, big, you, you know. Yeah. <laughs> How about the time so. that we, I remember, I think I was like, it had to be 87, I think, and I show up at the Cowie track that let me come out there and stuff, and <clears throat> the three of them are there, and we're just, you know, doing some shit, and Dogger shows up late, remember? He's and he, always and he couldn't find his boots, and so oh. Rick Ash, like one of the uh, suspension guy, what, like motor guy was Rick, anyways, yeah. Twitter's like, right. hey, go fucking buy, find Ronnie some boots. And Ryan's like, what, a like 13 boot or something? Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I'm watching all this, you know. This is weird. This is crazy. How do you not bring your boots, bro? <laughs> and so Rick comes back and is just like, man, I couldn't find any boots. And Ronnie's like, later. I'm out of here. <laughs> and <laughs> probably said it just like that. And Ash, and then Tur Turner, you know, hey, go over and piss in this cup, you know. <laughs> Fuck you, dude. I'll be back. Just find me. Like this is this is this how people act in Supercross, you know? And an hour later, he comes busting down the 15 in his truck and his boat in his back, waving at us. <laughs> no way. Uh, yeah, like that's a moment I remember ever as a skiing little brass kid. Like, wow, this isn't this is like I never saw this side of the sport. <laughs> <laughs> Things have taken an interesting turn. Yeah, yeah, this is this is crazy, but yeah, huh? Yeah, um, lots of that. All right, so going into 88, and they probably won the next race, not an 18th. Yeah, well, yeah. Look, you got some some couple of wins to negotiate your factory deal. Was it good money? Do you I remember back then, yeah, yeah, it was good. Okay, um, <clears throat> it was good. I mean, for then, yeah. What was your best year, financially? Had to be ninety, right? Yeah, maybe. Um, ninety, ninety one, ninety two. Was Japan good? Japan was good. Japan, I only had to race twelve races a year. That's getting, he flew back and forth, which is crazy. Yeah, I didn't know you didn't stay there. Well, I, we'll get that. Yeah. Don't skip ahead, Denny. I jump ahead. Okay. I get so excited. All so right, yeah, so that 88. Was, that was good money. Take me in to go into that 88 season, because you started <clears> off, you won the first three rounds, which, and then I, I don't remember I won, motocross being so mixed in. I thought it was just Gatorback. In March, yeah. But you had Hangtown, and then back to Supercross again, and then Lake Sugar Tree, then back to Supercross again, like it ran talk. So eighty-eight, I did both. I did Supercross and outdoor. It was about time you arrived. And you did some two fifty Supercross that year. You got eleventh at Daytona. Yeah, uh, Daytona. Eighth, eighth at Pontiac, an eighth and tenth, a fourth at Tampa in eighty-eight. I was on a two fifty. Yeah, that's legit. That is. What do you uh, What do you recall from that season? <clears throat> uh, once again, I was just obviously I was dominating <clears throat> the the one twenty-five Supercross class. I could win that pretty easy at that point, and they started letting me ride the 250 class a little bit in the supercrosses, and uh, I hated the outdoor. You I've just always, always hated I've, it. I've always hated it. Yeah, I just never. 
<clears throat> never excited me, you yeah. know. Yeah. Um, what was your first national? I don't know. What's no it show? Huh? According to, uh, it, none in 87, so it would have been 88. It would have been Gatorback. And you got a fifth. Well, you obviously did well. I was always like a top four <clears throat> guy, you know, outdoor. But you just hated it. I just didn't like yeah. it, yeah. They're gnarly, dude. What about jumping on that 250? I know that was a little more common back then. Uh, but to get a fourth, like, do you remember? What no, do you remember no, that, that was one? good. I almost got third. I just got so tired. And uh, <laughs> who passed you? Who, who was? I don't know. I was in third. I ran third. I think, or maybe even second, most of that race. Yeah. I think Tampa. I whole shot it even. Okay. I whole shot it, and I was up there. And I remember, like, I'm gonna finish on the podium, and I think that was like one of my first 250 races. I think. Well, maybe. you had done Daytona <clears throat> okay, I did, and I Pontiac. I don't even and, Pontiac and then Tampa. Okay, I don't even remember Daytona. Uh, remember Tampa? We we just stayed there like there all week and yeah, basically lived at the Hooters. <laughs> we trained real hard that week. <laughs> we had a, we had a room at the residence inn with the double rooms and yeah. stuff. And <laughs> big yeah, fans, we were big fans of Hooters. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We well we went from Gator back to Tampa. It was the reason we stayed. We stayed back all so week. So Denny's always mm-hmm. just stay back, and I'm like, okay, we'll stay back. We didn't ride that week. <laughs> No, you uh, supported the local waitresses. Well, there's a Hooters in the parking lot. Yeah, literally. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. How are you going to ride when they got, uh, you know, Hooters? Yeah. Okay, so, um, yeah, then you got a a fifth at East in Jersey in the 250 class. Like, you were proving right away you could ride That's where I told you the Jimmy Weinert story last night. New Jersey race. Oh, yeah, yeah. What was it? Tell me. Well. We were talking to Donnie Hansen last night, or two nights ago, at the race, and I was his first <clears> student, and I did a Jimmy Weiner class before Donnie, and uh, Weiner told my mom, buy him a tennis racket, because I suck so bad on a motorcycle. <laughs> Change sports. Is that right? Yeah. Change sports. It's basically. Could you manage the jam- jammer so, just like saying you suck? <laughs> so after the class was over, whatever, on the way home almost, so... What he's saying, you know, like about my, because you know, I think I was hauling ass, you know. He's fine. <laughs> you know. He said to get you a tennis I said, racket. Well, well, I don't know how this put this to you, but he said, told me to buy you a tennis racket. I'm like, what? Why would I play tennis? Tennis. How's that going like to help tennis. my riding? And, and he told my mom, I don't see the correlation. Well, no, no, Jimmy told my mom, not everybody's cut out to ride motorcycles. You know, try tennis. And. <laughs> So, <laughs> this is like four years later, you know. I'm in, you know, New Jersey Supercross, 250 class. You're damn near on the podium. Almost on the podium. And he, they're up in the press box, my parents. That's right, get this, bitch. And, and Jimmy and Roy Turner, my boss at the time or whatever. And Jimmy's all to my boss, Roy. He's like, who the hell is this kid, you know? And my mom looks over and goes, same motherfucker you told to buy a tennis racket. No way. Yeah. Yes. And uh, he's all, uh-huh. She's all, yeah. That's what you, advice you gave me after your, we did your class. That's what you told me to do. Go buy him a tennis racket. Now look at him, you know. And uh, so, yeah, that's it's a funny story. Yeah, that's, so, uh, I used to do, you know, Gary Bailey schools and stuff and get smacked with a stick if I didn't have Donnie, my finger in a clutch and stuff. I never got smacked with a stick. Don, you see Donnie? <laughs> Just buy so, a tennis racket. Yeah, that's funny. And how did you go to a Jimmy Weiner school, like a California kid? He's like, he know. came out here. Oh, really? Yeah. Where was it at? 
Indian Dunes. I did both of my Indian Dunes. Yeah, I came out lives. here as a as a, a Arizona kid and did a Russ Darnell motocross school. You know who that was? Uh, did he make Darnell? like the Suzuki book? Like there was like a Suzuki educational book back in the day. I think my dad had it now. I don't know. Now. He was a local pro. I was supposed to be a big deal. What did you learn? And now I'm like, holy shit! Did I learn bad information? How did who it work? This guy? <laughs> what did what did he teach you? What was she wearing? We ate buckwheat pancakes <laughs> in the morning. Cowie <laughs> <laughs> Cowie made me do a, a class. You know, when I was factory writer or whatever in like 1990, and I told Kelly, I'm, I'm not. In 90, they told you yeah. to take a class. I had no, I had to give one. Oh, for some it? promotion thing, I don't know. And I told him, I don't want. I'm not your guy for that. Don't <laughs> Can you send have, me there. That which will lead you know, to the question, like, how did the Mataz attack video come, so, come, yeah, come about? So I went out there and I had like 20 people, all ages, all I don't know what it was, and I'm like, fucking okay. You guys, I don't know what I'm doing here. <laughs> I don't even want to be here, but okay, so let's just do this. And, you know, so we go through it, do a turn. And I'd be like, anybody have any questions? No, 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 no. Okay, let's go. We'll move on to the jump. Well, at the end of the day, some dad comes over and goes, hey, my son didn't learn anything today. I'm like, what are you talking about? I mean, that's my fault. I mean, you know, what do you want me to do about that? And he's like, well... He had a bunch of questions, and I said, well, wait, I asked everybody if they had a question, he should have raised their hand. He, well, he, he was nervous and didn't want to raise his hand. I go, well, that's his fucking fault, then. I, don't come yell at me, you know? <clears throat> and so I never had to do another one of those. They're tough. They're tough. They're tough. <laughs> like, I was talking last you know, night about it. Like, it's a hard thing to, to explain do. it and put in the, in the words and explain to someone else how to do the stuff we've done and they do today. Like, Budman is like, crushes that. Like, I don't know. Like, you can see something and go... Put your like you know like rhino like you know get use your hips and stuff you know like I don't know how you translate that to the point of, like I I can't I can't do it either. Or, or I all these guys hiring ex writers to be there. How does a guy from 1980s who was fast exp relate to a guy riding a four? All it is, is is you hire a buddy you know because I'm yeah. I talked to a couple <clears throat> couple writers that have asked if I would be willing to work with them and. I tell them just do whatever you did to get here, okay? I mean, you know. Yeah, yeah but they're, they're, they're constantly gonna... learning and evolving, though. It's way different than we, when we race. It was just like just go do laps and we'll see you in an hour. Well, I think there's two very it's... different things, though. There's there's a trainer and then there's a riding coach, and those are two completely different things. And then some of these ex racers are trying to fit into one or the other or both. Uh, the riding thing again, like a guy from the '80s. Probably not going to help you. It's so different now. Starts yeah, like, but, they, but they're still doing it. It's it's crazy. I know. I, I can get. I can but, understand but like the say, mental aspect. Say of Johnny it, O. Yeah. The value he like, brings to anybody. Right. Was, this is the commitment level you need to have. The, this is what you need to do on the track. The attention in terms to detail. Of, yeah. Yeah. Hold you accountable. Just make sure you're doing the right work and race craft. That shit doesn't change. Yeah, but I was you know? teammates with that guy. With Johnny. Yeah. That Suzuki. At Cali. Oh yeah. Well, what did you take from him? He he did too much. Yeah, like I mean, he'd wear himself out. Huh? Like he'd show up. He'd go run ten miles the night before the race. It'd be like, really, dude? And you wonder why yeah. you got no energies, you know, on race day. So. I, I was talking to Burner. I hadn't seen him for a long time. I ran to him on Friday night, and the fact, you know, he's you know, with the Web deal and the big, you know, the story of Web leaving Alden and stuff. And I'm like. This could go really two ways. <laughs> You're gonna look really good, 
are you going to be really blamed? He's yeah. like, I know it. Like, I know what, when I stepped into this job, I, I knew that it would be looked at that way. Yeah. And I'm like, well, good luck. You know, it's cool that you, that you wanted to step into it. And he's like, you know, I think I know what I'm, I got it obviously, but the, the, the pressure of that, like they would blame burner before they'll blame coop, you know, almost. Yeah. 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 yeah, for sure. All right. So uh, after this, going into this 88 season, um, or 89 season, I guess. Was that what we're talking about? No, 88 season. You won yeah. 88 and 89. I won 88, right? you won 88 and 89. Yeah. How was that first championship for you? Was that season pretty easy? And it was short. It was, it was only easy. like five rounds. It yeah, like. it was. I won almost every one, didn't I? Yeah, you did. Just the last one, which I wanted to ask you about that, you did not so great. I separated a shoulder. Oh, is that what it was? I was going to say, maybe you were. Um, and that was so weird, uh, too, like the, the, the length, like you said. Oh, like, it was in Irving, and you got 14th yeah. at the last round. So that's why I was like, <clears throat> did you? Texas? Yeah. Dallas would have been the last Supercross. It was in East-West. Huh. Oh, I went down. I must have. Oh, I think Mike Craig, that's where Mike Craig took me out in the air. Ah. Uh, did you already have it wrapped up, or you had to get some points? I had to get some points, or maybe I had, No, I had to get some points. But, yeah, okay. that's where Craig took me out. Who would have got, got second that year? 88? I don't know. I'd have to go back and look. Well, I wasn't his friend, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah. He wasn't going through the pits talking to him. I don't know. But it was different then, you know, obviously, because, you know, there was only only so many, literally, like, 125-factor rides. There was maybe yeah, five of them or something, you no. know? Yeah. Cal, we had mean, one yeah. guy. There was pretty much, I mean, yeah, there was three guys that could win, should be able to win, you know? It wasn't stacked like it is today. Right. No. And, and there was a big gap. So that 125 title is you weren't even that impressed with it. I, it meant nothing to me. All it was was something in the way that I had to do to get to where I wanted to be, yeah. you know. And that was the 250 class. So even when I won it, I didn't feel like I accomplished. It, I really didn't feel like I accomplished anything. I felt like I did what I had to do yeah. to get to my destination where I wanted to be. That's cool. It seems like it almost kind of came easy to you. It came real easy. Quickly. I yeah. Mean, my it whole, did. My I whole remember, career. Your whole career, yeah. yeah. I mean, you didn't Very start riding until you are 12, and yeah. by, by and 17, you won your first title. Yeah. How old were you there? Uh, 16, 17, I won yeah. first. He did. He made it look rough, easy. So. And I remember, like, obviously, we're hanging out, and, like, like God. But like I said. Make it look so I easy. Mean, <laughs> you know? I could, you know, I had, especially when I got with Wardy and Lachine, <clears throat> because I was riding with them every day almost and i i did a lot of my learning by watching hmm. you know i just watched and, and when did you start working with spencer probably not 80 obviously you worked with jeff at the time and stuff yeah, yeah. 89 probably <clears throat> i is when i got my a trainer jeff spencer and uh which he did help um but but most of it was just by watching you know i could watch and and go do it yeah you know? And you were you and, the and kind that, of guy who just a, most of your training was on the bike. I, I don't. Yeah, yeah I remember yeah, yeah. you doing a ton of like. No, he did. Running, I mean, like you, he, he built a gym in the house in Anaheim. I Hills had a nice gym. Spencer came over like two or three nights, uh, days a week or something. Twice, twice a week. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And we'd run. We'd run. I I never bike bicycling was not my thing. Yeah. It's it takes too, a long time much to ride time, a bike. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I still have. I bought this bike back in the day. It was like I think it was like. 11 grand back in the day. All carbon fiber. All carbon fiber. Yeah. I still have it. It's, I rode it twice 
That's not. Uh, I still have I, it to I, this I, day. Road bike? Not, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I still have it because I thought I'll buy the coolest, you know, road bike there is. It'll make me want to go ride it. I rode it twice. And, and that was the same thing, you know, <laughs> at, at that time. And I think even today, like everybody, there was, like, when something became like you had to do it, like we're like, okay, well, let's just do it then. Like, let's buy it. Let's do it. Let's. And then everybody, then I was just like, oh, that was a fad. You yeah. Know? So, uh, so, all right. Probably made it, signed a good deal for 89, <laughs> or did you already have a two year deal? Do you remember? Two year deal. What was your first contract? Would they pay you? Um, 40 or something. Yeah. And then did you prefer the 250 riding it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just your style or whatever. I mean, I just, well, that's. It's just where you want to be. That's where the best of the best is. That's yeah. where I wanted to be, you know. Um, so. Did you like the factory bikes, the Cowie? Like, it was Cowie providing you good equipment at the time? The best they could. I mean, Roy Turner, uh, Dave Miller got pushed out. Um, back in '87, he had that. For, he had that one. That he, they ran. '87. He the ran their amateur, year. not amateur, but like 125 class with yeah, Boland and Bar and that stuff. For some reason, yeah, I got <clears throat> split up from Dave. And '87 um, was the last DMC bikes that I rode, and uh, my bikes were good, but not as good as a Honda. Hmm. You know, Honda's did you feel like you, when you lined up, like I'm, I'm riding less equipment? No, no. I just... It was close. It, it was close, yeah. yeah. At that time... And, and Roy Turner did a lot of the testing with me on the 125, which... Um, he And he worked his ass off on that bike and got it running pretty good. Yeah. I mean, it, it was a good running bike. So you pretty much killed that year. You won the first four rounds. Anaheim, Seattle, Seattle 2, San Diego. Yeah. Went to Miami in 89, rode the 250. <clears throat> Got twenty first, and that's where I separated my shoulder. First. That's the track was yeah. the jelly, the jelly track, the white, yeah. white sandy that was weirdness. The gnarliest ever track. Yeah, it you, was, you, we, you could stand on the tabletop finish line where it stand like crashing. It, it would like it was like a waterbed. Like you'd jump here, and the and the dirt would white yeah. wiggle. Yeah, yeah, it, that's it when was, the Damon crashed like four times and kicked all of us. Yeah. yeah, but that that was a gnarly. And track. RT led that for a while. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was yeah. out front of his and own Ty track. Davis, right? Was it leading no. the one twenty five? Nope. Uh, Wasn't uh, Ty? Who was it? I think it was. Nope. Maybe. I don't think so. <laughs> Ty, I don't think ever rode East. Uh, you were racing that, though. That was, I raced. I was there because Damon blew past me like three times. Yeah. And I think I got like a fourth or something. And the track was, but serious, like, I've, I've never, never, never ever anything like that Yeah, before, they brought yeah. in the weirdest dirt and it packed weird. Yeah, it was, it was like riding a wave. I yeah. don't remember the 250 class from that night, but that's, that, it's like a famous race of Bradshaw. He was yeah. just, it was, there was this on-off section that he was just like, would just do it every lap and make a, a ton of time. And then I'd pass him again, at least lay in there. And then he'd blow by, by me again. I think, um, but in Tisha, like I said, like there was the triples right out of the corner. And I remember, I think Ronnie crashed there or something like that. But it was just a, huh. it's one race that I think if you've ever seen it or have ever been it, you'll never forget it. Yeah. So then you came back to Houston was your next race. You got a third. You won Dallas. And that was, uh, oh, no, then Oklahoma City. Oh, yeah, I wanted to ask about Oklahoma City. Oklahoma, that's for Denny. No, it's 89, 89 or what? Yeah, 89. Yeah, that, Oklahoma not, City. I didn't kill myself to the next year. And then L.A. would have been the final round uh, that year. <clears throat> but you remember. got 17th at Oklahoma City. You remember I don't even remember it. Was this the year you died, or that was 90? 90. 90. No, that was yeah, 90. 90. I thought we only did Oklahoma one year. I, I don't remember 89 either. Uh, I don't. Yeah, I, it would surprise me, too, because I thought it was just the one year, but it, it was two seasons 90, there. 
I could um, easily say, and, and, and I will take anyone's challenge, is the gnarliest Supercross track that's ever been built in the world. Right. Like at Oklahoma City, it was, it 100, was good. 115 degrees. It's concrete. I think John at Savitsky had bust, built he it. He built that one. And yeah. the whoops were this, you know, just curbs and huge step ups. I remember. Like you're out fun. there, like just surviving it. It was crazy. <laughs> it was like excite bike. Yeah, that's kind of how his shit was. It, yeah, it was like a, an obstacle course. It wasn't a racetrack, but it made for some good it racing. Was, it was and it was long. It was like at least a minute ten maybe or so. It was that a long, long track. Long. Yeah, and I killed myself. <laughs> Base plant. So that year also, you you did well outdoors. You podiumed a handful of times. <clears throat> Red Bud got a second. I did always did okay. You won Steel City. You won the last I did? round. Yeah. You won Troy, I think, one year too, right? Troy, Troy. I would always win Troy yeah. because this is a big supercross jumpy. Track. Yeah, you did. Sure. You got tenth at eighty nine. You didn't do all that. Yet. And you're a good starter, and Troy was a good place to get a good start. And then, uh, like, there is a big supercross yeah. track. Yeah, I love that track. That's the only track that, like, I showed up, like, excited to be there. And, yeah. You know, and I won. It was one Clay. Steel City. You won Steel City, so that's a little really? jumpy too. Yeah. I don't remember that. I didn't. I don't remember Surprising. that Surprising. Yeah. Um, well done. That's way, that's, yeah. Yeah, Steel City, October 89. You won three outdoor type uh, races? Three? Three, is that what you just said, right? No, I don't know about three. Uh, it <laughs> looks Steel like City, just Troy. Don't, don't go that far. <laughs> well, I don't see a Troy yet. We'll get there. Yeah. I think you, I think you might have done well there in the 250 class. No, I won a 125 there, too. Dogger won, oh, Dogger won there on a 500 one year, and he come off the track, and this, the fan handed him a beer, and he just slammed it. <laughs> <laughs> of course he did. What else are you going to do? Uh, all right, so after that season, you win two Supercross titles back-to-back. Yeah. Did you have an auto renew with Cowie, or did you get to sign a new deal? I signed a new deal. So three in years, 90, 91, 92? I had a, I signed a two-year deal in '88, so it was up in. So I signed a new one in '90. Okay. A new one in '91. Uh, I think I only was doing year to year. Oh, okay. But you had to be freaking crushing it. You would have been like. Did he led the points like first what? seven eight rounds in '90? Remember, oh, like in I '90 was, in the two fifties, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. just all of a sudden yeah, you just found that, it. Yeah, that, that one. Um, me, that's when we went in the new series in '90 and. There was a bunch of us young, moving up guys out of the 125 class. Larry, Larry, Rockro, um, Kudrowski. Yeah, yeah. Was did Damon move up in '90? Damon, no, no, no. Damon was already moved. In '89, he, he, 89, he, was he young. Yeah, he did a couple in '89, like okay. more in '89, but uh. And he's leading the points and shit. Like we're, you know, we're obviously spending a lot so, of time together, working together, riding together. And I'm in the 125 class, and he's, you know, in the 250 class, and he's just, and we're like, is this happening? Are we that, both, that was are we the, both yeah, winning that the was championships? The, yeah. You know, we're going to have a hell of a party. Yeah. <laughs> that, that year you won, ended up winning the yeah. 125, yeah. yeah. So he ended up winning that year, the 125 class. Yeah. And I finished, ended up finishing third, I think. You were third overall in the championship. In the yeah. championship, yeah. yeah. You led until, I think, uh, I, I rewatched it not long ago, I think Foxborough. So. Fox, I don't I know what happened. Change or that something. was like a you really got like an bad. Eighth all of a sudden, yeah, and, really? and, and Bale all of a sudden was finding his footing yeah. and stuff. Yeah, I mean, after practice, my dad's like, "Oh, what's going on? Are you trying?" I'm like, "I'm fucking trying as hard as I can," and like everybody was just going by me. I'm just like, "I don't know what's going on." Like I just had a really bad. Did the day. weight of the cha- leading the championship like did that ever no, weigh on I you? Mean, like I, I really didn't like <clears throat> pressure and everything like. When I went to the race, everybody thought that, or assumed that, like, like I didn't care about anything, and I do. But you know, I, I was at the race to have fun, 
you know, I wanted to be fun. You know, if I was going to be there, you might as well have fun, you know? Yeah. And, uh, you know, being serious, you're going to be serious. To me, you do it during the week because being serious just on race day or whatever. And let's be honest, like, this is like the opportunity of a lifetime, like to what we're doing and what we did, you know? I mean, like, who, who would imagine that we would be able to travel the world riding a dirt yeah. bike and go to all these cities and. Yeah. And that's again, like you said, I think kids. I, mean, are, I look back now and I think maybe I should have been a little more serious. You know, I mean, for the position is and how lucky I was and and. Uh, that's something but, I've always stuck up for you because, like, again, people thought you didn't, you weren't making it, like you weren't training. So I'm like, dude, yeah. I, I watch him train. Like I, I literally sit there with a coffee and watch him. Like he's training. I see it. You know, like <laughs> that like looks that looks miserable. You know, like he's taking. <laughs> I don't know how you do it right now. Like he did, like you did. I and I, I, like I would tell, like the image was something that you know. Obviously, we had a really good time with it, but you were putting in the work. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And we would ride. We would ride. He. We would you, ride every, you weren't a very big. I would not train. Trainer. One year, but, you included me with Spencer, and you know we did a bunch of weights and stuff, and I showed up with a like a neck and shoulder. My dad was like, "Damn, kid," because I've always been a skinny kid. But then the follow through after, obviously, yeah. you know, it's easy to fall off that. But like you'd always put in the work, and we would literally just moto. We yeah, would we go would ride anywhere. Yeah, we would just ride off Anaheim Hills and just you know, you know, yeah. living out there. You would just carb tracks. And how about the track we would go to? It was off the 15 by the Quick Shop. You'd have to go by the Quick Shop behind it, and it was just sand, white sands. It was no, it's no, like just it, was not, it wasn't a track. track. It wasn't a track. It was like well, it's a track, but it wasn't like a facility. It was, it was just a pit, right? They had carved it out, guys. It was a gnarly. Like Rhino spent a lot of time out there as well. Oh, that that was. Or are you talking about Central? Central. Yep. Central's an Central. awful, awful, awful place. Awful place. <laughs> awful. That was one of the first times I came out to California, and, and he awful. takes me out there. I'm like, what the fuck? That is was Wardy and Rhino's. Regular go-to yeah, That's place. how Rhino, yeah. yeah. And even, like, I think I Dob trained, or Dobber trained there a bunch, and he wanted to do a deal, and it was that same year that was, like, very similar. But it was, it was no. horrible, horrible. Rocks and curbs. 115 degrees. Up and down these rocks. hills. I'm like, Just, what are we, why are we here? <laughs> this is Your terrible. tire would be destroyed. Destroyed. Yeah. Filtered, plugged. Yeah. yeah. It was. Um, RV used to moto out there, too. Uh, really? Yeah. It was, it was, it was round. It well, was Randy round Lawrence would take Oh, it yeah. Yeah. Me and, we, you had me and Wardy spent a lot of time You'd out there. You'd pull in next to a, uh, the quick shop and drive past it, and the sticks would, you know, I remember the branches would scrap into the truck <laughs> and stuff. Like, where the fuck are we going right here? <laughs> you going to murder me back here, dude? <laughs> and it had, like, you'd go up and down these hills. Yeah, it was gnarly. I remember crashing there and just laying there like, is this what I have to do to be successful? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I should just go hang drywall. Maybe I should just get a <laughs> tennis racket. <laughs> It was. It it carved. It it made champions. I mean, it did. Like some of the best guys in the world would ever race. Today's riders would not even go. No a chance. They'd just be like, Pfft. "That's that's a great example of why guys used to race a lot back then. Because if you wanted a good prep track, you had to go race. Yeah, local, whatever. <laughs> there's now, a good friend of mine. There's Chad. five five nights a week. The tracks are prepped. And he's perfect. an off road guy, and he I, calls them all prep track princesses. <laughs> you know, it's like, it, yeah. I mean, even testing. You know, I'm at the Cali track a lot. That thing was gnarly too, dude. Right? And, yeah. Yeah. And after every single time they test, there's a tractor out there reshaping yeah. it. And it's like, but back what? back then it wasn't though that way. I mean, back in my day when we tested there it, there was no there was no water. Maybe it got fixed up once a year. Yeah. No, once right. a year it got yeah. fixed. That's it. And it was and, it was hard as concrete. So you got like two days after they built a new track, two days a really good track, 
and then shit 362 yeah. <laughs> days of just shit, you know? I mean, you, you can obviously see off the 15, like, it is, it is the hottest, miserable spot in the world. And, like, let's just build a track there, I guess, you know? Yeah. Wardy's, like, family owned it, right? Still owns it, right? They still own it, yeah. yeah. All right, so that season, um, it started off uh, with a ninth. Well, no, third in Anaheim. You started off with a podium. Yeah, yeah, that, that year, 90, there was a bunch of young guys coming in. It was gnarly. Uh, Wardy, Johnson, there were the, the names of Supercross, you know, yeah. but they were getting older and they were on their way out. So in that year, the, you know, there was six, seven guys that could win. Um, remember good, there's good a video, if you watch Vegas that like you talk about the whoops and there's like 15 of them you know they're just you were leading the points I think by more of just you were there every I was consistent every round yeah I was a good starter I got good starts and and you know because there was like, like I only won one race yeah so I was there that night in Vegas yeah I was a, I was riding amateur day the next day on a mini bike that was a. Oh, but I remember a, being that was a gnarly watching. track. That, yeah. that thing was yeah, dry concrete. Dry, yeah. I remember doing press day on Friday, and it's 115 degrees, and you, if you had black boots, your boots like melting to the, like and shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So what well, were you thinking? I mean, you you get a podium, <clears throat> first try. First try, that's good. Yeah. You're pretty stoked. I mean, led led the race for most of that race. I led me me and Damon had a really good battle, and then. Uh, Is that where he launched his bike at you? Yeah. Right. The that whoops. was a qualifier. That was a heat race when he did heat race or something, yeah. Like, he, yeah, we were going through his whoops, the tabletop whoops. Yeah, yeah. And he just, and, and that's another I don't thing even that, remember that started one. our little rivalry. Oh, you do, yeah, right no. It, yeah. I remember the one in, I thought it was Vegas where there's an inside and outside. That was and he, like 92. No, okay. that, no. Yeah. I thought it was 90 when you were leading the points, so that was no, a big part no, of it. No, or the, he was leading the points or something, right? 92, but, he was leading. And then when he decided just to whisk he, it over the berm. Yeah, he threw away the title right there. Yeah. Doing that. yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Well, yeah, he had a. A points lead and yep, you know that he, was in the main event when he did that. When yeah, went over the two lanes, and, yeah, two lanes inside yeah. lane, outside lane. So yeah. if he would have just raced me and and let me, he would have been the champion that year. Yeah, because he lost a lot of points that night. Yeah, don't. No, no, it's funny you don't remember that. I don't remember one. the Anaheim when one. He, when I have to go look it, it like up. it literally hits him in the head. Like did James you like, crash? No, no, I stayed on. But he goes, I had tire marks going down my helmet. <laughs> I mean, he just launched it at me. Really? Yeah. Did you guys have words after that? No, he, he was like, I'm going down, so I'll just take him down, too, and, like, launch the bike at me. You've seen the Bursey one, right? Oh, yeah. The Bursey ones. That's was that 90 or 91? Probably 91. Like, you could hit his, hear his head in that but wall I, from, like, I don't, I think that one was not intentional. I think he just got screwed. Oh, no, 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 no. He let go that, of that one. Like, he was falling off the back of the bike. He's like, <clears throat> yeah. Let's just, yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to send it. And that was a cement wall, concrete wall. Oh, yeah. Lucky you guys weren't hurt bad. It was, it was crazy. Like, Dude, burr, 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 burr. That was the most scared I've ever been crashing because being in Europe, you don't want to get hurt in Europe. Yeah. You, know? you never know what kind of doctors you're going to get. And uh, I was pissing blood. So, Oh, it, so you did get pretty jacked up. Oh, I was jacked up, yeah. I mean, that was a concrete wall. It was a gnarly impact, yeah. It was, so, oh, wow. <clears throat> so what were just internal bleeding? Internal bleeding and stuff, wow. yeah. But I knew I was fine. He still pisses blood. It's not that yeah. big deal. Just once a month. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, yeah, so I was scared because I'm like, fuck, are they going to have to do surgery here? You know, I'm pissing blood. And did you get knocked I, out? Did you have words with him after that? No. I was knocked out. Like, I didn't even see him after that. Oh. So, um. Uh, How pissed were you when you saw the footage? 
Like you probably didn't know idea. Well, yeah, I mean, the I, I knew pretty much what happened when, you know. You saw a white bike yeah, torpedo you? Yeah, a white bike went by itself, not him not on it, you know. Uh, it was a launch, yeah. That's a, that's but, uh, a, like a Hall of Fame crash that, there. That was, yeah. That, this, yeah, cement wall. It was not a soft landing. So so did you guys have more run-ins in 90? We, we had run-ins. There was one every, in, maybe it was Vegas where he slid into the, you kind of slid a little. That was his fault. You. Yeah. Because well, I slid. I just yeah. lost traction. And, I mean, ESPN, I don't know where the video is, but they did like a, like a, a, boxing, a boxing round one, round two, round Oh, three. yeah. Image, like, yeah, yeah. In the whole series of it, of just one year. And uh, I don't know where that video is because it's a good video, but it shows all of our run-ins. And there was a lot of them. It's funny. So a lot of them. <laughs> Obviously, I was around during all that, and so <clears throat> I'm up in Laguna, Laguna Seca when you're doing, like, I was doing agent stuff or whatever. Oh, yeah. And I run into Chicken and Damon, and the three of us go out. Yeah. And that was before social media. Like, I would have, like, you cannot believe who I'm hanging out with, right? Like, they're actually being nice to each other. Yeah. <laughs> they could break out anytime. We, go, we, oh. we talked a little bit that yeah. night. Yeah. yeah. Was that really the first time you guys had talked? Ever talked, yeah. Oh, was that I, right? It, yeah. yeah. It's like, it was, I was, hey. it was like, this is. I know that history here. This is kind of weird. Yeah, that, that's uh, the the little the little midget guy, the ball guy. On a Bud Man? No, <laughs> no, the actor actor guy. What was that little ball guy? He was there that night. Danny oh, uh, DeVito? No, no, no. Oh, train uh, the, uh, the uh, from uh, Vern Troyer. That guy. Yeah, Vern Troyer was there, right? Mini me. Mini me, mini me. I almost killed that dude. He had. <laughs> I walked. In, I, I walked one. out of the bar, the bar we were at, and he was sitting on a little scooter. And I'm like, "Hey, mini me!" Like, because I saw him, and I'm like, "Hey." And he went into convulsions. He's like, go, 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 go. And I was like, "Whoa, whoa!" Like the guy was, like, gug, 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 gug. and I was like, "What the fuck's wrong?" And then he finally called. He's like, "You scared me." I'm all, "Dude, I thought I killed you, dude." What the <laughs> fuck? He's like, no, you just can't sneak up on me like that. I'm like, oh, okay, dude, I just wanted to say hi. I'm like, fuck, I just Dang, killed Mini-Me. you almost <laughs> killed him. Killed Mini-Me, yeah. yeah well. All right, so that win that year, uh, take what us win? through that. Vegas, your only 250 Supercross win. Oh, yeah. Um, you didn't have to wait till the lights went on either. Yeah. What do you remember from that night? Anything? Um, Just... It was just a, like a, I mean, I was a good starter, got the whole shot or whatever, second place, got in the lead, and just rode around. And Did you throw the bike on the ground and fist pump yeah. the crowd or anything afterwards? Yeah. Um, like, did that mean that much to you at the time? Is what my, at that my, time, yeah, that win meant a lot because we were halfway through the season or whatever. I was leading the points, hadn't won a race. Everybody's going, yeah, you know, you're leading, but you haven't won a race, whatever. So, yeah, and, you know, it was the first. My first and only ended up being my only win in the uh, 250 Supercross. So, um, yeah, that, that meant a lot. That one. So where where did the championship slip out of your hands? That was Foxborough. Okay, because after Vegas, you were second in Pasadena. I almost won that one. Me awarded battle at the Pasadena one. Pontiac uh, was a fifth and an eighth. Not amazing, not, but not too good. bad. Pontiac never was good for me. That race. It was ruts. It was soft. Always ruddy. Double double header. Yeah. Weird track. So the last one was in L.A., right? 
Last well, where's Fo- yeah, Foxborough, I remember, right? You yeah. got a ninth there. Ninth. Wow, that, was, that did me in right there. Yeah, second at Tampa. That was still good. Fourth at Charlotte. Like, did you feel it, like, slipping at that point? Like, did you, like, fuck, man, I just I mean, it, blew the it points was, lead. It wasn't really I, until Foxborough. I, I wasn't really I'm just riding. feeling like it. Yeah, it was. Well, I was we talked about I it. was maintaining the, the, the lead or whatever I had. I had a little cushion there until Foxborough that ninth. Well, then you Killed got a tenth it. at San Jose too. What happened there? I don't remember. Uh, that was tenth. the track. Oh, that Dubak. You know what? Is that your Dubak one? Yeah. Yeah. Those whoops. It was like you a, crashed. I actually that remember that. That, Cooper. Was 90, that was ninety-one. Oh, that was ninety-one. Cooper. When yeah. Guy dove in that left. Yeah, I led yeah. the whole freaking well, not the whole thing, but up until the last lap. Yeah, that would Cooper, have been ninety-one because yeah. I was riding two fifty that year. Mm. That, and that was a, I shouldn't shouldn't have done that move on Cooper. What do you do? Yeah, they took you both down. Was that 91 again, right? Yeah. That was 91. Well, that was a little premature, but it was the last lap, and and I should have waited till the next turn, but. You went for it. Yeah. All right, so uh, then you went back to the 125 for outdoors. Did you you like the 125 better in motocross? No. Oh, no. I hated it. What do you mean I went back? You did 125 MX in 90. Yeah, yeah. I did the 125 outdoor, 250 indoor. Yeah, I hate it. I didn't like the 125. Hated it. Didn't they still have 500 that year? Yeah. Why didn't you ride that? Because you did the 250 500. Oh, that was combo. I got you. Did so, you ever race 500? I don't think you did, right? No, I did. USGP? I didn't think I did. You did the USGP one year, right? Oh, I did that at, uh, two years. Glen Helen, right? Two, two years. Hollister okay. or Glen Helen? Glen Helen. Yeah. That was probably the best race I ever rode, though. 92 USGP. USGP? Yeah. What, did you, what place did you get? Second. No shit. Yeah, I remember you were moving. But I was on the gas. How'd you like yellow, riding that Yellow number plates, number yeah, 94. Yeah, 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 think, yeah, right? yeah. yeah, yeah. Good. Oh, I've yeah. seen that picture, yeah. Yeah, and the badass fox gear, yeah. like the purple. and mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Yeah. How'd you like riding that 500? Was it, like, how did you prepare for that, obviously? It wasn't something you would race previously. No, no. I just <clears throat> rode it, showed up and rode it. I mean, I went practicing one thing. I remember the first time I rode a 500, I went down to Cali. They gave me, you know, a works... 500 dad. But were they racing 500 nationals at the time? Or, or is, I wasn't. The, the first the first GP I did on a 500, first time I ever raced one. I think 92 or 93 90, was the last season they did 500. Because they were still 90. racing, you know, in Europe they were still had a 500 class when it was not here. Like they had ended it. When Thoreau rode that 500 at, at what Spain, I think it was, for the nations and stuff, it was an old bike that Cowie just had. Like, yeah. 93, I, I want to say, was the last year they did that. This was like 90, I think, yep. was the first time I, I raced a 500. And I went down to Cali because I was riding a 125 outdoor. Mm-hmm. And then uh, went down to Cali, picked up a 500. And they were like, hey, be careful. I'm like, fucking pro, dude. I mean, <laughs> race with Eddie Hicks. You know, it's got a, two wheels. It's a motorcycle. It's they're gnarly, know? though, right? I mean, yeah. So I went out to Ritchie Canyon. Okay. No. And carved a little track out, and like on the second lap was just some of rolling whoops and just burr. And I don't know what the hell, but I ended up on the ground, the motorcycle laying on top of me, like, and I don't even know what went wrong. Dirt sky, dirt sky. It was just real quick, you know, and violent. And yeah. I was just like, fuck. So I push this thing off, and I get up. I'm like, what the fuck happened? Like, you know, and uh, they're 
it's a lot of motorcycles. I remember my yeah, dad no. when he rode a 500. At the, he said that's the that's the bike they would you would you would crash on, and it would then the bike would get up and make sure that it let you know who's boss. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah, they they throw you down hard, and uh, so they're a lot of fun to ride until they're not until it spits you off. Yeah, yeah. yeah so uh, it's yeah. I remember Fro jumping on that thing, and then he's just like, Poof. I was when we went to Paris one day when he was he had to ride a couple of times before he went to he left for the nations, and I rode his 250. And I'm like, well, how was that? He's like, whew, that's a lot of bike. And it, it obviously yeah. had like an outdated frame at the time and chassis. Yeah. He's like, that has so at much Carlsbad, balls. going up the hill at Carlsbad oh, on a 500, you just get up to where you hit the wall and bounce off. And Are you old enough to be, if you, Carlsbad? I raised Carlsbad, Did, yeah. Yeah, you had to. Yeah. Those donations, like you watch the old GPs and it was on, you know, Wild World of Sports. I watched one the other day, the one that Marty Motes had won. And you're just like, man, that just looks so gnarly and miserable. And I, remember riding there obviously golden states and stuff and it was again well on the 500 just bouncing off that wall halfway up the hill on a 500 and then bombing down it coming no, down just, the downhill no would be just so my whole body would just collapse like just you hit it so hard and so fast like it'll just collapse and just bounce off that thing and just the like, speed Whoa. and the torque of going up that thing had to be pretty gnarly. i think it, it's, and it's obviously they never prepped it <laughs> no, those bumps been there yeah. like yeah. i saw marty moats crash I'm like i know that exact <laughs> hole you know 20 years later yeah yeah that place was a trip where we go from I greasy slimy and it. then there was like a maybe a 30 40 minute window where the dirt was bitching it would always it be muddy was, at the I, bottom of the second like not the freeway but you go up and come back down the little yeah. chicane that always would be full of water you'd there. be good there in a golden state or something and that's not really a track. Like I rode many. It was well. I grew up on hard packed, slippery tracks. You know, in Nebraska, they were clay. And so when we went out there, it was like I, I feel comfortable on this, even though obviously we don't have a freeway like mountains I, like that. I but hated that track. We were talking about the other, last night that when Fro, it, like Fro, was leading one of the races, and when he kicked sideways and, and punted in the, the overpass, the bridge there. Yeah. Yeah. And he, I'm, he, I'm like, it's like it, it, it's just Carl's bad. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Um, so how was the 500? You, ever you, you like racing? I, I did race it. I uh, my first, so then the 91 would be the first year I raced the 500 and I broke my femur at Millville. Oh, shit. Oh, I forgot that. Yeah, you were doing this five, 500. Yeah. yeah, so um, I, I think you were on the 500 when that happened, just got swapping. It just going through that sand section and I went to wheelie tap and it just went sideways mm. and. They throw you down hard. So, yeah, so, just yeah, so much power and like he's like, it, it would just get away. Yeah, like yeah. how am I bringing it back? It's like I think today with so many people getting hurt on the four fifties and everything, so much more power and it, it, they just throw you down harder. You know? Yeah, they do throw you down hard. They there, there's more energy when that thing decides yeah. to wiggle. Yeah, it's that. Yeah, exactly. It when it goes, it's like oh fuck. I don't think I'm bringing this one back. <laughs> so you had a good, in 90, you had a good summer, too, on that 125. Third at Southwick, second at Troy. Um, what was your favorite outdoor track? Troy. Troy. Yeah. What was your second favorite outdoor track? Did you one. like Southwick? Or? I hated Southwick. hated them all. You were top five, like, pretty much every weekend, though. You, you had a solid yeah, I was top five. He yeah. was really fast despite himself, let's be honest. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. Was your fitness good? I mean, like, it at a national? It could have been better. Yeah. I mean, definitely, and at Supercross, you know. I mean. I think in 91, they had a, uh, Coors had a special, most qualifying, win, qualifying wins uh -huh. in the Supercross. If the mains were 10, you know, 10 laps. You're champion. I was champion, you know. <laughs> um, 20 lap mains. Lap 15 through 20, 
we're tough. <laughs> we were talking the other night, like we, like we watched it on TV now, and all of a sudden you realize you've been watching it, and you look at the clock, and it's like there's still 12 minutes left. Yeah. <laughs> Those poor bastards. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just, 20 minutes is an eternity. For, it's gnarly. It, it really is. It's, I agree. Yeah. I mean, it's like uh, you. It's Back then, like last night, which were, or Saturday night's race, which lap times were 47 seconds. And they were, you know, back in our day, that would have been like a 14-minute main, you know. Now yeah. they're just like, oh, my God, i got to come back again. 30 laps around. And I love the longer tracks. The longer tracks, you had to make less laps. Like, yeah. The more times you had to circulate around, you're like, how long have I been out here? Yeah. 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 And the track has worked more and more. Yeah. Okay, so after 90... You had to be hot commodity at this point. I mean, you, you yeah. won a race. You led the series. Yeah, 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 yeah. Third overall. I was always up there. And so 90 yeah. was uh, Stan? Who won in 90? Stan, I think. Yeah. When did you go to Suzuki? Suzuki. 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 When did you go to Suzuki? When did you ride to Suzuki? <laughs> 93. I have to, like, skank there for a minute. <laughs> 93. Uh, you're jumping Suzuki. ahead to Suzuki. We'll get there. Um, hey, easy now. So was there? What were the lows of of ninety before we move on? Uh, obviously losing the championship. I mean that wasn't. Too I was cool. I was very disappointed. I wasn't too cool. We were. Yeah. Did you feel like shit? Well, that was... he won. See, we had this all planned out. I mean, and, and we were having a lot of fun, too. You know, <laughs> we're, but we, we rode. But we rode in ninety. Um, Is that when we went on the cruise? Oh, Dorothy fuck. Book that don't cruise. say that. Let's not even talk about that. <laughs> no, we got to talk about the no, cruise. Don't. I don't even know what you're talking no. about. No. Yeah. Um, so. When was the year that you're, you missed Mark I, and Brian have, and, and, the video, and, the, and the videotape? I was 91. I was say, because 90, I think I still lived at my parents. So 91. Yeah, was, when, you, when was the Anaheim Hills house? 91, I think. Ooh, that's when things went really crazy. Oh, that's when things... It got extra sideways. Yeah, Yeah, that's like, oh, my God, now we we have a a house of decadence. (laughs) Okay, so hold on. Before we move to 91, you and Larry Ward had some issues, too. Oh, that's right. Seattle, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, Was it 90? 90. He won. He ended up winning. And you guys just were kind of blocking each other. It wasn't... I don't think it was super dirty. No. But you did punch him in the helmet. That was another That was another race. That was another another one? one. Yeah. I was in 93. I was on Suzuki then. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, that that was just that was good racing, but nothing dirty. You, you guys know, would like dirty. stop, and yeah, kind of hold each other, yeah, yeah. Up, but it wasn't hits or no, anything. No, it yeah. was slow moving, and no one's really trying to take anyone out. It was yeah. just blocking. Yeah, you know. So were you guys cool after that? You didn't have any. Yeah, it was no big deal. Yeah. yeah. Okay, but you had you guys had several run-ins too, or was it just that just, and the other one? Yeah, the other one because it was at Kingdom <clears throat> as well. Right? No, no, the other one was in. It was both Kingdom. Both, I think. No. When you punched him in the helmet, I thought it was Seattle as well. I thought no, it was no, Seattle. It was Indianapolis or something. Okay. We were not punching him. And what happened? I, I, can't, I can't remember what happened in the race. I don't know. I, it was I a was heat in, race. It I was think. a heat race. I was in like third or second. Uh-huh. And I came, the, the track went like right by each other, like up and down. And he fell off. I didn't know he fell off. And so he fell off and just crashed. And the bike came across the track, hit me, and took me out right before the finish line. Oh. I, I thought he was on the motorcycle when he did it. You know, I didn't know he'd crash and just, it was an accident. You know? Okay. So. Um, That's funny. I don't remember that setup. So we got up and I guess he came over to the bike or whatever. He, we got up and went over the finish line and then I punched him. Yeah. You I, guys had rolled over the finish line and yeah. you rode by him and just took a swing at so him. So then I, was I like, just oh, shit. hit him and then I sort of like checked back in and I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm in front of everybody like. 
you know, that was, that's not going to be good. Because <laughs> AMA used to find the shit out of me. I mean. Yeah. They, what, what, what you were, were they on come? their radar after yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. Like, well, you and Damon I, both, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Uh, what would they come say to you? Like, it would be Roy Jansen, right? Uh, yeah, Roy Jansen. Which, which he was only, nothing against Roy. Roy's, Roy's a good cool, guy. yeah. You know, I mean. But every race I got fined. Every fucking race. Really? Like, what would they know? say? Um, Roy would come in and be like, oh, Jeff, I got to do it again, you know. <laughs> I hate to do it. I know it makes for good racing. Spectators like it, but we got to keep things under control, you know. And I'd be and like, what are the fines? Like, how big? Fifteen dollars. Three, five grand. Really? That yeah. was more than. The, that so was way more than like the purse was. <laughs> yeah, but Cowie paid it all. Oh. I never had to pay it, oh. so I really didn't care. And, You're like uh, right on, Roy. Fine away. <laughs> yeah. I, well, this I thought cut. <laughs> I thought I was paying it, so then I would, I would talk to my mom. And she's like, no, we're not paying it, you know. Cowie is. I'm like, cool. Hey, okay, cool. You know, so, um, That's... I just told Roy, I go, I don't, you know, hate you for it. You do your job, do your job. But I'm going to race like I've been racing. And if you feel you got to find me, find me. I don't give a shit, you know. <laughs> what do you think from what you saw, like, at A1 with all the, you know, body slamming? And I mean, I think it's all good. I, I didn't see anything wrong with it. Yeah. I mean, that's the way I mean, you it heard was. Ricky talk about it. Like, Ricky was like, that's like he, was was gonna, he, he wanted to scorn them all. Like, it was like, ugh, you don't need to ride that way and stuff. It's dirty riding. Like, I come mean, on, man. Look, there's dirty, there's dirty riding and, and there's ra aggressive racing. And, you know, there was nothing dirty about it. There's nothing wrong with contact. I mean, and, and fighting for, you know, your position, you know. And, did you, did you, was there some, did you have like I, I these moments on a bike? Like, yeah, I, I had plenty, you yeah. know, like, I mean, just like anybody. Sure. And I don't think, as I long just, as it is, there, you know, to me, the difference is the angle that you make contact. If it's like T-Bone. Like the one with Muskin at New Jersey when he dove in with Eli. Yeah, I, but even then he. That was like a good one. I mean, I, 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 I mean, I'm, 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 I'm a fan of Eli, you know, and. We know. <laughs> he, we know. Eli, Eli <laughs> fucked up. That was. He yeah, left the line. He fucked up. you know. That's the thing about Marvin. He did the same thing with Malcolm at A1 is he just jumps into the line and puts his bike in the way. Yeah. And he puts it on you to either yep. hit him and we're both going down or, or stop. Check up. Yeah, yeah. Like the Barsha one. It I, worked I with call, Eli, I, the I one call, you're talking about, yeah. and it didn't work with well, Malcolm. He, yeah. yeah, he I mean he like drilled Eli, but Eli it was last late, last lap. No, he lap. didn't. He he just parked it in the rut and Eli had to come oh, to a yeah. stop. Dude, that it's the last it. lap. It's yeah, I mean it's come on. It's like the swoop inside. Yeah, I love I the, the Barsha swoop and scoop that he does. You know, just comes in and just lifts you up like he knows exactly what he's how to do it. And I and how well, I'm gonna say it scared it and like Eli. I remember like races like I'm not gonna get in that situation. Coop knows like just don't fuck with him. I'll take yeah. a third this round. You know. Yeah, well, I like seeing that shit. I think the fans uh, do too. I, I don't know. That's so, always the same thing. I'm like, dude, just you know, stop being a little. You know, don't call it dirty it's just racing it's just, uh, but if you look back at the 90s those early 90 days and i i, I realize we're all old so we are looking at get off know, my a lot of nostalgia. yeah <laughs> but look at the you know the guys you had the Larocco's, the kadrowski's bradshaw's you you were scrappers all of you you'd yeah. punch each other for a win look at our today's group like i just don't know that you have that it's just different right like it's a different, like, well, I think a lot of even the fans, like, it seems like, don't they seem like they... I mean, like I said, I think this year, it, a lot more aggressives coming back. I mean, in prior years there for a while, it was like, 
it seemed like the writers would hand the next guy the position, like here, oh here you you want it, here you go, you know, let me yeah. get out of your way, you know, and that was boring. And it's I mean, there's there's five seven guys that are legitimately three rounds in, still believe, yeah, you know, and that, and it sets a start across, obviously, so you got to make start. Well, the, most of the track was like what two corners with their one eighties. I thought the opening round was a good track for passing, but the last two have been. Yeah, it's been it, really doesn't, tough. it doesn't it, matter. I mean, if you're not up in the top four, your chances of winning are pretty slim because no one's coming to no the pack. One, no one's going that. Yeah, you know, like they showed it when they when they're just like eight, seven of them. You know, then you're just yeah. once you start fucking with each other, obviously, then you're losing track time. Yeah, it's it's cool. I, I, I I'm. Uh, you know, I'm a huge fan, so I'm having a good time watching it. Definitely, like, Saturday night's race was good. All right, listen, we're going to take a quick break. This is your TLD timeout. Stay tuned. We're going to be back to finish up our story here with Jeff Chicken Matasevich. Stay tuned. Cheers to 2022 and resolutions you can actually keep. How about having clean and shiny balls all year round? Our sponsors at Manscaped are here to save your balls this year and make the ball drop into 2022 the cleanest and sexiest ever. Set your first New Year's resolution with good intentions and join the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with our exclusive offer. Go to manscaped.com and use the code WHISKEYTHROTTLE for 20% off plus free shipping. It's the new year, new me with the global leaders in below-the-waist grooming. This year, take your package to the next level with their Performance Package 4.0 and brand-new Ultra Premium Body Wash. Inside the Performance Package 4.0, you'll find the Lawn Mower 4.0. This electric trimmer is designed to trim hair on loose skin. The advanced skin-safe technology reduces cuts and nicks on your delicate nuts. It also comes equipped with a 4000K LED spotlight that will shine a light to the promised land 2022 looks to be. A grooming routine isn't complete without applying Crop Preserver and Crop Reviver before showing off your 2022 self. These unique formulations take care of the smelliest parts of your body and are a big boost to your confidence into the new year. To complete the set, Manscaped threw in their Shed Travel Bag and Anti-Shafing Boxer Briefs as free gifts to keep all your goodies stored comfortably. And the new product that needs no introduction, the Ultra Premium Body Wash from Manscaped, solves all three for the perfect addition to your daily grooming routine, but in the shower. I shower every day, certainly hope you do too. This body wash smells great too. It's cologne infused with aloe vera and sea salt to keep your skin feeling clean, nice, and moisturized. So kick discomfort and poor hygiene to the curb this year and use the best tools for the job. Whether your resolution is to work out more or travel to new places, be sure to travel to manscaped.com for our exclusive offer of 20% off plus free shipping using the code WHISKEYTHROTTLE. Cheers to new balls in 2022. So, one more time, 20% off and free shipping with the code WHISKEYTHROTTLE at manscaped.com. This is an offer you don't want to miss. It's New Year, No Pubes in 2022 with Manscaped. There is a reason every AMA championship in the past decade was won on Dunlop tires. They are the best. Choose the best performing tire and a brand that has never wavered in their support of our sport. Choose Dunlop. Pro Circuit. Pro Circuit products are designed with one goal in mind, winning. Through passion and hard work, Pro Circuit has operated the most successful 250 team in the history of the sport. 
They use that same formula when developing exhaust, engine, and suspension parts for every brand. When only the highest level of performance is acceptable, trust Pro Circuit. Since 2009, Seat Concepts has been dedicated to making the best aftermarket seats. More comfort, more grip, more riding. For 10 years, we've continued to raise the bar. Innovation and American craftsmanship make Seat Concepts the world-leading manufacturer of power sports seats. Something from nothing, that's what Nihilo Concepts is about. It starts with a spark, an idea, a concept, which leads to a design and finishes with engineered excellence with the highest quality products created with durability in mind. All our products are made in the USA at our state-of-the-art facility in Stewart, Florida. Whether you are a weekend warrior, ride for fun, or at the highest level of competition, Nihilo Concepts offers innovative titanium, aluminum, and carbon fiber parts for your dirt bike. We offer a wide variety of products that you can customize to your liking. Browse our site for foot pegs, brake tips, engine components, specialty tools, frame grip tape, lever grips, carbon fiber components, motor stands, our secondary on-switch, plus much more. Head to NihiloConcepts.com and see for yourself why factory teams like Red Bull KTM, Rockstar Husqvarna, Troy Lee Designs Gas Gas, Orange Brigade, Club MX, KLM Gas Gas, and some of the fastest riders in the world choose Nihilo Concepts. Specialized Bicycles. Specialized leads the way in the world of bicycling. Whether it's cross-country racing, downhill, e-bikes, enduro, road, gravel, dual slalom, dirt jumping, or all mountain bikes that do it all, Specialized has the perfect ride for you. The brand is synonymous with engineering excellence and innovation that steers the industry. Visit your local Specialized dealer for a test ride and see just how good Specialized products are. OGO Power Sports. OGO has perfected the carrying case. Motocross gear bags, helmet bags, boot bags, hydration packs, backpacks, and travel bags, to name a few, have all been meticulously engineered to maximize space and surpass durability standards that would make NASA proud. Simply the best, OGO Power Sports. Connected. intercom on to be able to hear what they talk about and how fast they go, throttle control, braking, really cool. Extend your leg out, there you go. Good job, good throttle control, Lonnie. That's a great training tool. It was a lot of fun to be on the track with them. Hey, Lano. What? Can you pull off, pull off over here when you get to me and your brother. Okay. With a rich history in motocross, ProX has been dedicated to supplying quality components since 1975. Whether you're rebuilding an engine or just need a new chain, ProX Racing Parts aims to bridge the gap between OE quality and affordability. ProX has over 9,000 part numbers and over 60 different product types that are manufactured by highly reputable or even OEM suppliers and are offered at affordable prices to help keep riders on the bike instead of in the garage. Visit ProX.com to search parts for your bike or check them out at your favorite online or local dealer.
The guys are just breaking in their race bikes, which will leave on the semi this Saturday to go to the first Supercross for our coast in Orlando. Uh, so the guys are just be goofing off a little bit, do some cool photos, do some cool videos. When you go racing, you want to do well, but a big key is keeping the bikes on the track. That's why we chose to work with Motul. Expectations coming in as a rookie is just to try and get my feet wet and uh, honestly just send it, see where I end up and uh, do my best out there. But just ride aggressive and ride like myself in practice and I uh, should have a good time. Challenges of this sport, I believe, is just simply staying healthy. Uh, with how fast we're going um, and what we're doing, your margin for mistake is really, really small. Stay sick. If you have little rippers, then you have had to have seen Stay Sick Bikes by now. We have created bike and experiences that allow kids to develop sooner and empower them to find their own ride. From learning to ride to sharpening skills, the Stay Sick promise is accelerated growth. Whatever path your family chooses, it's going to be the ride of your life. Stay Sick Stability Cycles. You ever heard the phrase that the harder you work, the luckier you are? Well, at Luck Apparel, they believe in an acronym that kind of sums it up a little more simply than that, laboring under complete knowledge. So it isn't just some random chance that determines what your outcome or results are going to be. It's being educated and working your butt off to get it done. And I think that that goes hand in hand with the motocross industry. You don't get lucky into a win. You work your ass off and you make it happen. So check out Luck Apparel. They've got t-shirts, hats, sweatshirts, all kinds of cool stuff. And we're stoked to have them on board here at the Whiskey Throttle Show in 2022. If you're in the market for a toy hauler trailer, car trailer, cargo trailer, look no further than Custom Outfitters, one of our new partners for this year. Uh, these guys do an awesome job, even so far as to dial in the inside of Sprinter vans, which have become the new standard mode of transportation for moto. Uh, these guys can handle it all. Uh, they use ATC world-class trailers, uh, top shelf service, and performance in their products. Uh, Custom Outfitters out of South Dakota doing an awesome job. We're stoked to have these guys on board this year. So whether you're looking to just do some camping with the family, uh, looking for a trailer that can fit all your toys to go out to the desert or wherever, uh, look no further than Custom Outfitters. I'm on vacation every single day because I love my occupation. Hey, I'm on vacation. If you don't like your life, then you should go and change it. Welcome back, everybody. That was your Troy Lee Designs timeout. Uh, go over to TroyLeeDesigns.com. <laughs> the new SE5 helmet is out. I can't get this guy to be serious for a second. All new Troy Lee Designs gear. Check it out. You'll see the stuff that uh, Justin Barsha and Michael Moseman and the boys are wearing and racing and winning in. Uh, it's uh, available to you as well. What do you think about this form-fitting gear these kids are wearing today? It's, I don't like it. It's really tight. It's really tight. I'm okay with a little bit more form-fitting because we did wear some baggy setups in the day, but it's gotten ridiculous. Like, I remember the old it's Fox. It's too tight. It's too tight. Like, it's really tight. <laughs> like Richard Simmons tight. <laughs> it's like yeah. Jane Fonda tight. Yeah, I like, mean, it is spandex, basically. Yeah, I'm like, I don't think I that would not, I would not wear that well. Yeah, I, they were showing some... Uh, uh, yeah, I don't want to. Uh, anyway, yeah, I'm out. I don't like it. Yeah, I'm not into the tight pants guys are wearing. Just like 
Uh, or, well, you know, normal um, pan, yeah. yeah. Like Gilmore's one of my best friends, but he's like a little skinny jean, little bitch. <laughs> like, yeah. how do you wear that? Like, he pulled on his chick's jeans this mor- the other morning, and like, and they fit him. I'm like, well, <laughs> I, more power to you, brother. <laughs> no, I'm out. All right. So I want to hear some stories. You guys have got to have some good ones. <clears throat> it's funny that when uh, we, last time we, we did something together on this other thing, yeah. you had a lot of, you had more memories than I had sometimes. Like, you, we're actually paying attention sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> no, we, we, well, I mean, he lived with me for like six months out of the year. Yeah. So, for about three or four years. And uh, it was just. Did you guys ever get arrested? No. That was t- later in life. Okay. And I was nothing to do with that. <laughs> yeah, I had nothing to do with that. Okay. But my favorite well, story. Right, let's hear it. Is that same year. I had my wrist was broken or something. And I wasn't racing, and he had Mark and Brian interviewed in the morning. But That's uh, was it K Rock? Mark yep. and Brian with KLOC. Oh, KLOC. He decides he's going to go take the Porsche to you know get it cleaned up, and he comes home with two strippers basically that were washing their car. He's like, I'm going to bring him home. That didn't work well. And it was again goes back to the girlfriend he would break up with when I come in town. Which, which, which the girlfriend that lived, like, I lived on top of the hill. She lived on the bottom of the hill. So, very close, close, very, close, getting, yeah. very close, you know. Yeah, he, yeah. He, She'd he, hear you revving the Porsche up, bringing these chicks home, and she knew. I, she just had built-in radar, like, like oh, Denny, okay, I better go up there. And but, so, no, so she, she actually came up in the morning because Anaheim press day or more, race day? Was it race day? I think. It was no, it was press day. It was you were supposed to be at this, you know, radio interview. Well, like, we missed that. So, so okay. <laughs> so I wasn't it, supposed to be there. I was just I was tagging along. And uh, so we were supposed to be there in the morning for press day. Okay. So the night before is when all this happened. I'm gonna get the pores cleaned up. I'll be back in a bit. And he pulls and then, in with like the penny up two strippers. Good looking strippers or how? What? Oh yeah. And then Ooh. and then Denny. Um, like, how do you remember this? Because <laughs> I got in trouble. No, I know that. I, we're gonna we're gonna allude to that. Because, yeah, Denny, all I remember is Denny's now wanting to videotape everything. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I was kind of. And I'm telling him, dude, dude, put the camera away, you know? Oh no, 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 no! Great. <laughs> so we go to. So in the morning. Oh, I'm, to, oh I'm you sleeping. just skipped the whole night. Hold I'm on. sleeping. Like, he, he, he definitely is like, he's, he's, so, there's like yeah, 24-hour missing thing here. Well, in the morning, we were up all night, you know, having fun. Okay. You, and also, you guys no, are partying. Just with the you got, girls. Girls. you got press day the next no, morning. No, we weren't pre- <laughs> partying. No, no. Oh, just, just hanging out okay, gotcha. we just, with girls. Netflix like, and just, chill. Just girls. Just yeah. hanging out with girls. Gotcha. And I'm in bed with one. And I'm in my room with the other one. And all I hear and is my girlfriend walks in the door and goes, Chicken, who are these whores? <laughs> my girlfriend wants to come up to the, comes up to the house to make sure I'm up for press day. Like she was being a good person. You know, she wants to make sure I'm on time. And finds me in bed with the girl. And finds him, I think, first. Then she, no, she, then she then she comes in and yells know. at me. Like she comes in and yells at me, like blames me, like for your for what happened. Well, it was your fault. Like, Denny, I <laughs> stopped doing this. And so, anyway, long story short. So, 
We go to we, press we, day. We go to press. Oh, we go to press day. And your and dad calls you. No, my brother calls me and goes, "Hey, dude, my wife, his wife, it's like, hey, you had a good time last night. Is over at, at my girlfriend's house with her mom and her cousin, like a whole group of girls, watching your guys' video from last <sighs> night." Oh no! I could hear Jim on his folks. He was, on, I remember on, the the way, days, on the way out, the, the, Nokia camera, phones. the camera was out, yeah, so she, she just it. grabbed the camera. The like, out. why is this out? <laughs> Grab that, take away. So they're at her house with her mom and everybody. And my brother's wife—they're all on the big screen watching the video. <laughs> did, did it get explicit in this video? I don't really remember much. Yeah, of it, but, it was I straight mean, up porn. I mean, yeah. you know, and. Yeah. It was the 90s. Like, I yeah. want to capture this. Look at this beta. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll never forget driving back from, from, and his dad calls him, and like I, you know, he's very dry. So, how was press day? It was good. You know, I think it went well, you know, stuff. What did you do last night? Nothing, just hung out. I saw the video. <laughs> At that moment, you're just like, oh, God, what happened? Why do we, do, why do we leave that out? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So um, that was that's a, so. And, and, and this girlfriend that. still hung around after that. Oh yeah, she, yeah. Huh. She many of those. She, yeah. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> it's funny. We're just like pausing. <laughs> so. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Many. Oh, so many I, of miss, I miss Mark and Brian too. You missed that. Oh, yeah. I missed, missed that, that one. one. Yeah. yeah. There was uh, uh, there was might have been some pineapple juice and rum at the time maybe. Pineapple juice? You just that was like when you drank at the time. I don't know what it was. <laughs> what about LA? You guys ever have any well, didn't you hang out with like uh maybe I'm mixing you up with Mickey, but didn't you have like some some rock and roll band? A couple people? of them, yeah. But we for in ninety three or whatever. When Saul Motley and sent like in Tampa yeah, but, or Florida no, or something. But we were like when we were going down to Hollywood for a while. Oh yeah. Was that Club Rubber days, or is this pre? No, no. Was Club, Club Rubber was like more like for throw and a time and yeah. stuff. And we were hanging out with like the nine two one zero cast, like all those okay people. I had that and agent. We had the same uh, manager agent, Cheryl, uh, Cheryl Lynch, who yeah. would like kind of, you know, she kind of was Miss Hollywood. Yeah. So she would work for Suzuki. She's buddy like uh, Joe on Suzuki, Colin Barrow, uh, Colin, Barrow. Colin Barrow, yeah, yeah. yeah. So she. Would set us up and do these things with us and like set us out like trying to like expose us in, in a more of a Hollywood venue and stuff. So we went like the MTV Awards and stuff. We went and hung out at clubs and we, Which is, we were down there she's like quite a bit. But anyway, I mean it was all the same people, but she was Ricky just, Rackman, he's a really cool guy. He's probably the coolest one. Uh we went to MTV but, Awards. But we, we went to MTV Awards and it's just cool stuff. When I were at the a club in uh, with Brian Austin Green was there. Got me so high, dude. I vomited oh my in the bushes. God, <laughs> got so fucking high. So like, we're in this club. I didn't know what Brian, we could do Brian's that to. Brian's like, hey, you want to go outside and smoke some weed with me? I'm like, yeah, sure. <laughs> now, I'm an amateur I'm, weed. I'm I don't sneaking, hate weed. I'm like sneaking out with Brian trying to avoid him, you know. And he's like, where are you going? <laughs> and I'm like, don't worry about it. I'll be back. He you was know? like, he's like a big brother. Like, I'm, I'll be back. You should not see this right and he, now. And he's like, no, 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 no. You got, where are you going? I want to go with you. I'm like, no, 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 no. And he, he comes. So I'd smoked weed before. I that never had smoked he weed. Probably ever, never had. Ever had. Okay. You know? And so, I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm like, the more the merrier. Let's just, let's get and So I'm like, and he's like, like watching, like, what are you doing? Like, you know, I'm like, oh, I sh you know, I'm corrupting this kid, you know? And uh, so we smoke. I 
had smoked weed before, but dude, this year was laced with PCP it or something. Okay. We're down in Hollywood. Stone, and I'm just stoned. I don't even know how I got home. It's like five in the morning and we're outside um, my kitchen window on the patio, like in our underwear. And it's like 40 degrees out, right? It was and we're, laying, we're laying in the pavement out there like we're dead. Uh, my roommate, my guy that, that lived with me, Chad, he worked construction. So he gets up in the morning and sees just like two pretty much naked bodies laying out in the backyard. And I don't remember like, this part. That's funny. You don't he, remember any of it? I don't remember. I remember all I remember uh, before we left the club. You guys drove home. She's, no, I did. Yeah, she's I holding home. me by my be- like my belt loops, and I'm throwing up in the bushes. And like it was like, no wonder she ever wanted to deal with this again. Who? Cheryl Lynch at the time. Cheryl oh. was like Cheryl was like holding me by my belt loops. I'm throwing up in the bushes. I don't and Brian, and Brian Austin Green's like, God, you guys are pussies. <laughs> <laughs> but so I just remember laying on the. The cement felt so good, like for some, and it's cold out, and it's like still dark in the morning, you know. And my roommate, like guy, like, are they dead? Like, so he comes out there and he's like, "Hey, what are you guys doing?" I'm, it just feels so good laying on the cement out here. <laughs> and he was like, "Oh fuck!" I'm like, I'm going to work, you know. So he left. The, yeah, we. I don't know. It was. To this Did you day, ever ask him about that? Uh uh-uh. uh. But uh, it was like laced or something. I don't remember Bad. that. Maybe that's how he got stoned. that. Uh, who's that chick he's with? Megan Fox? Maybe that's how he got her to marry him. Got her he really got her high. All, got yeah. her really high. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And now she, she suddenly woke up and said, with the machine gun Kelly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he ran. He had better weed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I remember being yeah. in Daytona one time because Cheryl had brought uh, one of the Baldwin brothers down there. Steven. Steven. Steven, he was always there. And yeah. I, and I, he's used to play with like Colin Barrel and stuff. And I remember gra- I like bought the bottle from the bottle chick who was walking around. And I'm just like running around, just pouring it down everybody's throat. And he's like, no, no, no. And I'm like grabbing my throat and start pouring it down his throat. And she's like, no, he's an alcoholic. Shit. <laughs> 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 yep. Drink up, pussy. <laughs> That's why. Like, it, it was just. He's back to day one. <laughs> yeah. All right. Sorry. <laughs> We'll see on, on, on intervention <laughs> <laughs> and riding the bull on some weird reality show or something. But yeah, there was this, you know. What about Daytona? Uh, like, I know you guys had some stories at like Mons Venus or somewhere down there. Well, not me. No, yeah, I, I'm a big stripper club fan. What about together, time. though? Like, where, where, what else? Europe, maybe? You guys do any Europe trips together? Japan? Well, with that, yeah. It all is pretty much Anaheim Hills. I mean, it was, what, how, it was so, it was just. Great, like I, he, like I was a, literally a dork in like high school. I felt like just like I was like not in my skin and stuff. And and then when if, if you race, all of a sudden you get this attention that you're not used to. And, and I, I can't name how many dorks have married you know monster girls. But it was like I I I learned how to be, just have fun and enjoy be, it and, embra- and embracing yourself. Being and stuff. in that position, you and having a lot fun. more opportunities. Yeah. Good and bad, if you yeah. will. And I yeah. love the fact that he wanted to just do things and enjoy things. It was like, man, this is rad. I like that's how we came so tight, getting out and just living and doing things differently. And I, it's not probably the best for your career, but <laughs> I mean, I love the sport so much, and I and I feel like. But I, like you said, we still rode. I mean, we're still serious as as part of. Yeah, of absolutely. That aspect, absolutely. You know, I mean, maybe not as serious as. 
Like, could you people, imagine growing up with having like the farm to go to, or like you know Alden Baker's camp and doing all that? I mean, the education of knowing how to do things correctly, like we didn't know. Like, wait, laugh with Budman. Like we'll talk about it here. We were just like, here's a contract, figure it out. Yeah, you know, and it's so calculated now, which I can understand and appreciate, but. Like what might have changed how you did things, and I appreciate the fact that guys did that on their own. But I didn't know what I was doing. I was like, "Fuck, man!" Well, well everything about right? it. I we've yeah. we've said this before. We're like, you get to the airport as a eighteen, nineteen year old kid. You really technically couldn't even rent a car. You had got the big map, and they're like, "All right, you're here. You got to get to here. You pencil it out, you know." And we now they just pl- plug it into the phone. It tells uh, them when to turn. Yeah, you know? yeah. And they probably have a team manager. I didn't know what anyway. you like. Probably eating well, you know, doing things like I didn't know what that what like how oh, to yeah. be edu- all i knew was like like you like that's how i always loved being around you because you just rode a bike and loved it and just like i would learn from that but it's sometimes i was talking to hilly last night and he's like man i just rode man like i was just it's so the, the talent is there yeah and it's gifted to you but you don't know what to do with it you know it's like giving three wishes like to, yeah. how, well, what do i ask for i think some people can't work hard and and achieve greatness yeah greatness and some people have it or natural you know well i we have this conversation all the time about nature versus nurture but i either whether no matter what side of that you believe i think that there's a balance of of fun and work that has gotten lost we've we've Mm -hmm. slipped over probably in the 90s it was maybe a little too much fun not enough work i would say yeah ricky came in now it's all work and no fun. Yeah. And I think there's, you know, like Pastrano, when he came on, he goes, the year, because everyone always gave me so much shit for doing the freestyle stuff and whatever. He goes, but I took two seasons and I buckled down and I all we did was work hard. Right. And um, he goes, it was the slowest I've ever been. So I, I didn't slow, enjoy yeah. riding. Yeah, yeah. Because I like was, you, there's a, yeah, exactly. Like you, like there's, there's a, t- a level what you needed, like I said, when he used to make fun of me, like you're just always talking to everybody. So I'm like, I'll stay focused. I'm not going to talk to anybody. Hey, everybody. And then I, the first round, I worked my dick off and I got hurt. I'm like, this is stupid, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so what's your we, any other stories with you two? I got to hear some more. The Anaheim House. Uh, it was uh, on the top. That was yeah. That that's still my favorite one. There's lots. There's a lot. Like, well, you know, Japan, obviously. <laughs> what about Japan? Any good stories over there? Me, no. Huh? <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. living over there. Like, how did you survive? And like, Well, we'll cover no, that. No, Let's no, get to I that just, one in our time. Okay, never mind. We went over to, well, Fukuoka. We'd go over there and race. And yeah. You obviously met Fukuoka. your, your, oh. your eight time. Yeah, my wife. wife. Oh, yeah. Is that how you met Ruby? In That's Japan, how we, yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Why? Yeah. What was she doing there? They, were, they brought over two American trophy, trophy girls, girls or something, yeah. and we hooked up with them, and we're on the flight back, and I was like, oh, yeah, I'm talking about it and stuff. And I well, she my, ended up living like 15 minutes from me, Ruby. Okay, so, in Anaheim. In Anaheim, yeah. She lived in Chino. And I'm like, yeah, you know, that's probably not the you know, yeah. great thing to, like, <laughs> move on from this. And I call him on Thanksgiving, and he's like, I'm like, what are you doing? Well, I just kicked Chad out, and I'm building cribs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, God, you went it there, was, didn't you? Yeah. Quick. Quick. People are just, you know. Quick. <laughs> I don't want to be. I when, mean, when it's, 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 the house. Your baby's the house, mama. I'm the not going to talk changed, shit about her. Yeah. The house changed. It did. Yeah. So she got pregnant right away? Is this what, is this what you're alluding no, to? No, she had kids. So. Oh, she, she had, had three kids. kids. Yeah. She had three kids. Little. Little. 
And so, you just you guys were full throttle moved in, like moved it in, go yeah. right in, boom. Why like this is a bad idea? Yeah. Then Danny showed up. And Danny's like, okay, I'm gonna leave now. Yeah. I'm gonna hang on with Frill. That's uh-huh. so we want Danny. Yeah. This doesn't seem as fun. <laughs> uh-uh. No. No. You have nothing to offer me now. You know. <laughs> You're with a chick. I hate it. I'm not going to deal with there's it. There's some little kids sleeping in my room, so I'm out of here. All right. That that relationship, what, you two are like, man, there's some passion there. Because I have a buddy who's a, a Riverside County Sheriff. And in my, when I, in my old house down in Temecula, the south end of town, he go, yeah, Matasevich, man. We're getting called over there all the time. Like yeah. for him and his it, wife it fighting. For, yeah. The man can destroy your house. When... <laughs> Getting fucked shit up. <laughs> when I retired, I mean, you know, I retired, so I was home every day. And it was like, what do you want to do today? I don't know. I don't know. You know, she didn't work, so we're just both in the house. Staring you know, at each other. You know, let's take the kids to Disneyland again for, you know. And you know that feeling. Like, I remember you and I speaking one time, and we are talking at Anaheim. You know, you're like, look at all these hangers on and stuff. When I'm done with the sport, I'm done. And then, like, two years later, you're, you know, doing what you do. <laughs> you can't escape it. Like, this sport is all-encompassing. Like, it is our life and stuff. But we all look at it differently. Like, we just talked about now. Like, he looked at it differently. He handled it differently. But I'll never forget you tell me that. Like, those ball hangers. We're not. I'm, I'm never. I'm not going to be around. When I'm done, I'm out of here. <laughs> I, another I really wanted to be. Yeah. And I just, I just can't. I, just, I mean. I love the sport It too is much. so rad, dude. I mean. I had so much fun this weekend. Like, I, thank you for having me out, you know, for San Diego and stuff. Seeing everybody and just, like, it's a, it's like seeing Rhino and we, I saw Hanny and I, Hilly and Budman and it's just, like, gnarly. Like, and I see you. It's funny. Like, I don't really hang out with him that much, like, with the racing stuff. And I ask him, like, why do you ride so much? Like, you, like, literally love riding. And he does. And so when things were going, when Anderson's bike was started smoking and stuff, and I, it was just, like, watching with other people that are, that are watching it like you're watching it, you know, like from a racer's perspective, it was really you know, like, she's like, oh, this is this, and that's what's going on. It was just crap, you know? Yeah. yeah. And I don't get how you don't ride. Like, I hate it. How do you not? It's yeah. disgusting. We, we were talking about this yeah, like, off camera. The guys who have the ability, how do you not, how do you just quit riding? I, I was talking, to, like, again, back to Josh Hill. I was, you know, he's found his niche now. You know, he, he left the sport. He's doing all these different things, but he likes riding a bike. Like, I didn't, I don't like riding a bike. Like, the Krusty videos, I didn't really jump that much if you really watched the videos. He, was, he, he cannot more, do a cross up or I, anything. Yeah, I, mean, I was more talking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Know, we, we'd take it out to Richie, and he'd be like, uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, well, first of all, looking at like the cliff jump or whatever, like, uh, I don't know. Yeah. And, Maybe if I just, so. I'll, I'll, I'll just like, do it. <laughs> you, know, she's, you, know, you know, Nebraska's flat. It know. is, yeah. It's, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, just riding a bike. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I again, we we did motos, and that's how we we trained. And so, but the riding aspect of it, dirt bikes are gnarly, dude. They'll hurt you. Yeah. And I figured, like, I feel like th- that we've gotten to our point that we've survived. Why risk it? <laughs> yeah. No, I mean that well, part. I just out, I but. get grumpy if I don't ride. I, I don't I know about do you. Too. It's like my therapy. <clears throat> it's like how I kind of vent. Blow off steam or whatever. I'll start getting in trouble. Those cops start showing up. <laughs> but you ride a lot too, because I do see it. No, that's why I ride. That's why I ride. That's why I ride. I tell them like you ride more than when you yeah. raced. Uh huh. But the cool thing is, if the track sucks, you're like, all right, I'm out. 
Or, oh, yeah. Or, yeah, you no. know what I mean? Like, it is if, totally like that. And that's another thing, too. There, you just, you're in control of I, I'm there for myself, nobody yeah, else. I have it. no tracks to ride in Omaha. There's no tracks in Nebraska. There's literally nothing. I got a 252 stroke and got into it for a couple of years. And all I do would just, my buddy Chad and I go to race, you know, race a local that Cody was putting on or something. There was no ride days, no practicing. Really? No, nothing during there's the week? No, there's like literally nowhere to practice yeah. a ride. I mean, it probably it's gotten more that, I, that I'm not really paying attention to these days, but... Yeah, I mean, there's, back in the day, Tuesday, Thursdays, you're going out to Ashland and, you know, busting motos and shit. With, now there's just nothing. All right, well, let's keep moving on here. We, we stalled out. Uh, 91. So you come off that 90 season, yeah. uh, and you say you just did a one-year deal. Yeah. Um, so then I signed a two-year deal. Oh, you did? That. Yeah, after that I did, yeah. So how was this season results-wise? Sucked, but. Not as good. Second at Houston, <clears throat> third at Anaheim. But, um, that, that I got hurt right before the beginning of 91. Oh, you did? Yeah, and we're t- during testing, I was four seconds faster than Wardy and whoever else was on the team. So I was like, Would I have been Johnny? On fire, yeah. Yeah. Or Omar. Johnny, I think. Yeah. I was like, I had, my off season trained really hard. I mean, I was, I really wanted to win that championship. And right before, uh, no, it was Wardy and Kurdowski on the team in 91, I think. God, and, uh, completely different personalities. Yeah, and I didn't like Kurdowski, so. Um, but anyways, so. What happened? What, what? I just <laughs> we were testing the Cowie track and, uh, and just went over the bars and the whoops and did shoulder damage or something. Like, tore, tore a muscle off my shoulder or something. Mm. So which put me, Anaheim was starting in. Was like, Orlando was the first one in January. Okay, Orlando was starting. And basically, I mean. That was a stacked I, field I in there too. Dude, not, I yeah, those ready. years were gnarly. Yeah, but I, but I almost you know almost uh, the season. I was like two weeks away when I got hurt. So uh-huh. I rode the first one, but I was still hurt. You know, yeah. way behind the eight ball, get going, and it changed your mentality. Like really like again, like you put in the work. It's so gnarly what Gino Swole's been through and, and Colt. And all of a sudden, round one is just like you come in hurt, or you know, like even the yeah, AC right now. Yeah, it's <clears throat> it I mean, it's it's hard because. And your results, you, you your results it. weren't bad. You're still second at, at the round two in Houston, third at Anaheim, third at San Diego. But you just had some eights, and there was a twentieth at Pontiac, Pontiac that hurt you. I went over the bar there. Yeah, that's when I was leading, and me and Jean Michel <laughs> were going at it. And I was leading <laughs> over the bars. Dude, I did. Yeah. I'll never forget. The, I was. I hit the a rutted jump at Pontiac, and all of a sudden the bike was gone. And you're just flying yeah. through the air, I'm like, God, this again. I should really rethink these things. That's, that's something that they uh, today's riders also won't experience. Is they prep the track so much better now, and they build them better. They didn't have the triple faces that were just, you know, pig dragging ruts. I don't think they have that a lot anymore. It's just the dirt's different, I guess, right? I mean, it's I don't know why Pontiac yeah, was so gnarly back in the day. So much more, even outdoor tracks. It's just shaped so much more better. Yeah. And, and just like it, it would like I remember like a triple back in the nineties. It was just a, it was like a blob of dirt. Like it wasn't even a landing. You know, we just yeah. like aired it out. You know. <laughs> um, all right, so bummer of a Supercross season because you didn't kind of no, start out the I way you wanted. Like fifth that year. Yeah, and it's like not that. bad. But you still had a bunch of podiums and not that good, though, but. And then outdoors, you did win Troy that year on the 250. Yep. 
And how'd you win that one? What'd you, what were your motto scores? You remember? Good. <clears throat> I don't know. Good. You won, obviously. I won. Yeah. <laughs> At the end of the day, I won. Good. <laughs> I crushed it. Um. All right. Well, so then that was the only outdoor race I won on. Yeah. No, you said two. You said I thought you named off. No, no. Oh, Troy. Troy does it. Yeah. What does that What does that mean to you? I like that place. <laughs> That's what that means. But I mean, as an outdoor, is it? Are you stoked you got that outdoor win? Well, thank God, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, I mean, because you hated it, you said obviously. I, outdoor, yeah. I just. Outdoors I never. I never slept like before night before race. I never slept. Oh really? I'd be up all night. Just nervous. Just nervous. Just and stuff. like yeah. as soon as I get in bed and. I, my mind would start going. Yeah. And I'd be up all night. And so outdoor, you know, you got to get up early. So I hadn't been to bed yet. And, you know, you're there's, looking, you're staring at the clock. And it's like six, I got to get up. There's nothing know. worse than is, is they, uh, lining up and going, this is going to be a really long day. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know, know so my thing was I couldn't eat. I'd, I'd have like a I nervous stomach. I couldn't yeah. eat breakfast. So oh, I go yeah. to the track with eat. no food. Yeah. Well, then after being up all night, you know, and then getting going and eating, then, then you eat and you're tired. And you're like, yeah, I want to. And it's just the whole. I don't know. I remember you and I sitting and and when you when uh, uh, Randy was your, yeah. and you and I were sitting kind of hanging out like it's gonna be a long day in it. <laughs> uh, you and I had some. Like, uh, it gets really hot here. <laughs> <laughs> Supercross, I always went. After practice and went back to bed. So oh, that, how do guys do that? Like, that makes no sense so to So I'd me. go sleep for two hours and then yeah. wake up and be like, all right, let's go. You I know? understand naps at this age now, but then I just, yeah, I couldn't have done that. Like, re, you have to re-energize your mind and everything, right? Yeah, but if you hadn't slept uh, the whole night yeah, before. Yeah, I was tired. <laughs> yeah, let's call it anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so that season's decent. What about 92? And again, like I think this is 90, 91, 92 might have been the three coolest seasons because once Jeremy came in, it got pretty boring for a while to yeah. watch anyway. But these three years, man, it was like there was a lot of fast. Some guys. of the best races yeah. ever. Yeah, I agree. Like, what is the one race that stands out in your mind? Like you, it was that much fun. The competition. Don't but, say Vegas. No, no, I won't. I won't. I will say Atlanta though. Atlanta '92. '90, I think. Was that one where like it was just Atlanta? Yeah, Atlanta every year for whatever reason created good racing. Created, Atlanta had the best racing. That ever. red clay. I mean, <clears throat> but the, the the crazy one where everybody yeah, was, there was like ten liters. Yeah, that was forty one. I had won 41. that year, and I remember going up and sitting in the stands, and just like watching, going, "Holy cow!" Like that stupid chicane. It was like by the start yeah. where where Brad got punted <laughs> off. It was nuts. Yeah. Yeah, and and then the but Cowie guys for, took me to strip club. Were you were you leading for a minute? <laughs> I don't think I was ever leading. Oh, okay. But, I but was, you were in the mix. I was right yeah. there. But you would go into a turn in second and come out in seventh. Like, yeah. and, and then and nobody was breaking away. You know, for whatever reason, whoever led was just like holding up the whole pack. Yeah. And then, like I said, then you'd be in seventh, and you two turns later you'd be in second again. You'd be like, oh wait, I got a chance of winning this already. You know. Like and, you uh, never would have thought Wardy would have won that thing. And Wardy came out of nowhere. Oh, yeah, yeah, he did. Last, like, two laps, he just went. Like, up, every, up. like every time someone would lead, they would grenade then. Like, yeah. yeah. That was, but it was fun because there was so much passing going on. Yeah. Just back and forth everywhere. Just, yeah. It was fun. That was an awesome, uh, awesome race. 90, 1990 uh, 
Atlanta if you're yeah. if you want to see yeah. maybe one of the it, best races. It's on YouTube, yeah. yeah. You would like That's be blown away. Race. There's yeah. what eight different leaders I think through. It, it was. There's it was another good. race. I I can't remember if you're in this mix, but it was Tampa in '92. I guess I could look at your results and see where Tampa. you were. Here. You were 13th, so maybe you weren't up in this mix. There was like <laughs> five or six guys at the maybe front. Maybe I was. And Bale was sitting on them until oh, two I laps to go, one. and then he just went. Is that the one that had like the sand? Like they tripled, and there was like the sand like um, section. And Cooper led, I think, for a little bit of it. With the Motor Extreme stuff, I watched these, a lot of these older races and stuff, and I think, like, you would never thought Bale would have won that one. Like, he came out of nowhere. He just sat back there. Yeah. And then with, we got the two-lap board, and he just flipped a switch hey, and Bale, was, was Bale was fast. He was fast. He taught me and a he, lot as well, he yeah. didn't want to get in the mix. Like, you go in and, and slam him, and he'd, like, just straighten up and get out of the way because he didn't want it. And he wouldn't come back and slam you back. He's just like he would just pass you. I don't want to play that, but I'll sneak by y'all, sneaky. That, that was that one, and, I think. Yeah. And then he would do shit. You were just like, what <clears throat> did yeah. he do? How did he just do that? Yeah. His he was the original wheel tap. You know, the whoops like front rear, front rear, front rear, and it was he did it so easy because it wasn't like high speed like it is today. You don't enter. A, you, we didn't use enter whoops like fourth gear, but he could just go pop, 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 pop. Yeah, across the whoops. Yeah. yeah, he he was by far the best in whoops and. and Turning on the inside. Yeah, he would turn like he was turn. on Velcro. It was the like, weirdest thing. Yeah. Yeah, that race, like, literally, yeah, two laps ago, like, went from six to first. Like, how do you just uncork that? <laughs> so what do you remember from that 500 GP at Glen Helen that year? You were second, you said? Yeah, oh, yeah, I got second there. Yeah. Um, we did three motos, and... Was that a three-moto GP? Yeah. Or the national, they did three I motos. I was tired. It's a lot of racing. And Glen <laughs> Helen, too. I hate yeah. that place. And, uh, yeah, but, uh, that, that was, there's, a, there's, there's something there. Yeah. There was, yeah. He's not. That was the story. <laughs> yeah. There's something there. Well, there's something there. But, um, what year was that? 92. Tell us. I was just, uh, you're Jeff. You're okay, man. No, I was just, let's I mean, open up. Feel comfortable. <laughs> no, it's just, uh, I, I think the best I ever wrote. Let it out, man. I ever wrote. Yeah. Ever. We'll leave it that. Ever period. Ever period. That race. Yeah. I don't like it at all. There's yeah. more to this. There's story. more. To I don't like it at all. I know. When he goes, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then he smiles. Who's listening? <laughs> yeah, no, that that was just. It was a good race, and and, and I never really been on race to 500. That was the first time I really raced, or second time I raced to 500 before. Yeah. So, uh, you didn't have a lot of expectation, and you went out and killed well, it? I did, but who won? The French guy. Belden. Yeah. Oh. But uh, I got bad starts all three times, and he like would whole shot, and I could never catch him. But uh, who was the guy that okay. you would race? Do you, do you think about race? Did you race with who you just knew when you lined up was going to kick your ass? Or was there ever? Do you ever feel that way when you ever lined up? Did no. you, or do you just like, always like, felt I, like I can't beat this guy? Yeah. No. Never. Never. Uh. Uh-uh. No. You were always pretty confident that you could. Who was the was there anybody that you never did I, beat? I I I didn't stress you wanted on to. like I said I didn't stress on. Yeah, that's, on. that's a different mentality. How did you do that? I mean, well, I didn't stress on it. I mean, it's like he was telling me the exact same thing yesterday. I was picking his brain. I don't know. It's just, and I we the different mentality is crazy. Yeah. I mean, I I knew that. Like, if I was gonna get around Damon, we were gonna you know smash crash into each other. And all I'd have to do to Damon is just fuck with him a little bit, and he'd self-destruct, you know. Hmm. I mean, most of the time that we got together, 
he went down because of his own stupid part, you know? Yeah. It was I mean, like listening to that, like one of the, the gypsy one with uh, Ricky and, and Chad were talking about Stewart. Like, man, if he would do things that we did not want to do. But sometimes we just sit back and wait till he exploded, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, um, but other than that, it was just. Just him and Eddie Hicks. I, I, yeah, yeah. Me and Eddie just Hicks. the two of them out there. <laughs> and I don't even know where Eddie Hicks went. All right. So this year, uh, you did get a national win. Some podiums at Supercross, you know, some good rides, what maybe some this? not so good. 92. Oh, 92 is when I, yeah, but here's where I hated the bike. All 92 hated the bike. Well, what changed? Frame change and stuff or what? Just know the engine. Oh. I just hated the engine. I, we go testing and me, Wardy, and Kurdowski, and I hated the power band on it. Um, did the three of you like things differently? So no, they, no, no, no. Did this, they make one I, bike? All three of us, after testing, all three of us would agree that, you know, we need to change the engine, not happy with it. Um, we would have a meeting the night before the race to go over everything. And I'd bring up, hey, we don't, you know, we don't like the engine. We need it. Wardy and Kurdowski would be like, oh, it's okay. I mean, oh. Were you using, were you guys had the same setup then at that point? I'm like, were they well, three different motorcycles? All of our bikes were the same. Oh. Like the Mitch mentality, I guess. Always. Huh. All, you know, and I'm like, well, I'm not Wardy. So when you guys were talking together, you would agree you didn't they, like they it. They all agree. Yeah. Now then, we're supposed to go into this meeting and all three together, and then all of a sudden I'd be by myself. Yeah. And they'd be like, well, it's the best we got. You know, it's okay, I guess. You know, I'd be like, well, wait, we just talk, you know. What so, was it you didn't like about it? It was slow. <laughs> it was fucking slow. It had no bottom end. I wanted a bike with more bottom end, and I was fighting with Turner, um, like I said, he did my 125, and, you know. I and you're the only guy in the 125, then. So they built yeah, one bike so, for you. Yeah, so, but, but he, I wasn't button heads with him, you know. To me, it's his job to do what I want, Yeah. you know. And in the 250s, he'd be like, well, uh, I took a bike to Glamis. I went, Glam- I was jumping 100 feet down a sand dune. On your bike? Yeah. <laughs> it and, worked for me. And great, you know, and, oh, you don't need no more, you don't need bottom. It'll make you tired, you know. Not, uh, give me what I want, you yeah, know. Yeah. What would you do when you tested? Like, what were you testing? Like, what? Well, you had to give your feedback, obviously. I, I'd tell him, I want more of this, more of this. No, no, no. Lap times, lap times. Smoother, you want it smoother. Dude, first of all, we don't race on shit like we're testing on, you know. Yeah. We have traction, you know. And the bike needs to change. And uh, so my attitude towards the whole thing changed quite a bit. Mm. I got more of a, a fuck you, I don't care attitude because Cowie wasn't, you know, fixing the bike. So I finally had enough. Went down to Cowie, got uh, two cylinders, two heads, and uh, took him to Steve Weidler. Oh, yeah. and Weidler Dynamics. Weidler Dynamics. And he ported, you know, cylinders forever and gave him the two and said, do what you think and then extreme something else on the other one, you know. And uh, got it. We went and rode it, and I loved it. It was fast. It was the power that I wanted. 
um, we went to. But uh, they wouldn't let you use it or something. No, no, yeah. We went to Red Bud and Mike LaRocco's house. Is that, he lived at Red Bud. Yeah, Red that's Bud, Michigan, right? yeah. So we went to uh, LaRocco's house and did some testing. And all three of us, me, Mike, both Mikes, um, and I don't know if Wardy was still on the team or not. But I, w- I, I did the first. I went out and I was four seconds a lap faster with the new cylinder. So um, The I one that Widler had done. Yeah. So my mechanic calls Turner. Turner's back in California and goes, yeah, we just got done. He's four seconds a lap faster. Turner's like, there's no fucking way. You know, put it on Mike's bike. So both mics do it. We're all four seconds a lap faster. Okay. So now the race, the weekend, the race, I got the cylinder on my bike. I did it or whatever, you know. And Turner shows up and says, take it off. No way. And I'm all, huh? No, 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 fuck you. I went by myself, got that, you know, cylinder done. And Turner's all, well, it's not fair. The other two mics don't have it. I'm like, well, fuck the other two mics. I went and did it. I'm not taking it off. He's like, yeah, you are or you're not racing today. And right there is pretty much ended our relationship, you know. I had to take it off. And Wow. So then we got, you know, we went, they went back to the shop, whatever. They copied the cylinder. We all had the same cylinder now. We're all running my cylinder or whatever. Everybody's results went way up, yeah. you know. Um, we, we had a couple super no crosses. No love for that They just copy a cylinder. Right? You know, there was just a couple super crosses left. Um, I think I almost won San Jose or I got second at San Jose or something. You got 18th. <laughs> okay, another one. Then. Another one. <laughs> Clearly you're mistaken. <laughs> okay, then. So, I, I trust someone, you're right. But no, I'm no, just... no. Someone on the team got someone on the team. Well, Anyways, the, we all started doing way, way yeah, better. Yeah, everybody was more comfortable. I mean, with, with that new cylinder. And Third, uh, third at Troy. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Anyway. That was... But anyways, so um, that's crazy, that's, man. That, why, yeah. why would they? Like uh, you, the, the three of you run the exact same bike. That's crazy. Like, obviously, everybody's tech. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, that's a Mitch thing. I think Mitch has been that kind of way. Like, just I'm building the bike. Figure it out. But, but even, yeah, but no, because if, if you wanted something, maybe early days. And Mitch I don't know. I'm like just that. like what I, I remember. Just stories. Is that yeah. true he's, or not? No, he's definitely changed to where. Well, Dan, though. They'll, I mean, Dan. Like when you and Swap were no. riding those things, and Bashan and. A little bit. Like it, he would have like in '95, he had Rhino do all the testing, and so the bike was built around Rhino, and you had to hold it wide, wide open yeah. and just <laughs> hammer the clutch. And Pashon and I both complained, like we can't ride this. Same thing. I need more mm-hmm. bottom. I want to be able to roll it on a little bit out of a turn or something. And it wasn't until High Point we actually um, he brought a different cylinder and would fix that. So I mean, that's pretty deep into the season. Yeah. Yeah, that's my knowledge from Mitch is he'll do whatever the rider wants. Oh, now? Yeah, yeah. I for just sure. Differently. I, no, that's for was, sure. No. Yeah. Well, that's like when, when, you know, but when we we're at Suzuki, our test track was in Atlanta and it was sand. <laughs> like, yeah. this means this is nothing. Like, how do we, yeah. why are we here? This at is elevation. The, this is <laughs> the stupidest fucking place on planet Earth and you're testing Supercross right now. And they would just, and then you like, they would give you a pipe and go, okay, we'll see you. End of the year. Good luck. <laughs> just, the 125 program, their bike, the 125 was a killer bike. The, the 250, yeah, not so much. 
So speaking of Suzuki, the very next year, you went over to I Suzuki. Went up, yeah. So so how did that? How did that? My you relationship were done after that. My relationship with Cali after that whole cylinder deal it was, I was not going to be there. Yeah. I, I knew I was done with Cali. I mean, um, did you start talking around? No. Huh. I was. I was going to be just done. Was I was quit. I was just going to quit. Yeah. So, what year was that? Ninety-two. Ninety-two. So. Who was at Suzuki at that time? Like, who did you talk to? And was that Heben? I no, Tosh. Oh uh, yeah. I oh. went down to Suzuki like a month before Anaheim. Oh, was that late? I, yeah, I was done. Like, and Suzuki had their team. Every, I mean, everybody's filled up. I was done, done. And uh, I called up my dad, and I'm like, you know, I don't think I'm gonna. I'm not done yet. And my dad's like, a little late to make that decision. You know, I told you, you know. Think about all this, you know, three months ago, four months ago. I'm like, yeah, but I don't think, I'm, you know, I'm going to drive down to Suzuki and see what they say, you know. So why, I, why Suzuki? What was the good, I'm trying to think of 92. Because was it was Honda, close. Was the Honda? <laughs> it literally was. It was, like, yeah, it was, it was right, right down, down the street. street. Yeah, right yeah. down the road, yeah. So, I mean. And, and it was over there in Brea. I knew a little, some of the people because Danny rode for him. So, you know, I knew some of the people and, and at the race or whatever, but, um. So I just walked into Suzuki, and I'm like, I know, Tosh, is Tosh here? You know, I like to see Tosh. And uh, walked into his office, and he was all confused. What are you doing here, you know? You guys got any, you know, who was on the, Who me? was on the team at that time, that year? Like, who were your Fucking teammates? Everybody. Well, that was, like, 90 was everybody. I think they kind of, like, like, weeded down a little bit. I don't know. Was Larry on the team? Ward? Cooper was still there. Larry Ward was no, it was Brian, mm. it was Schwank, and Cooper. Cooper, probably. And, so the, I and Cooper, probably, yeah. Yeah. And Larry Ward, maybe? I don't know. Probably, maybe. So anyway, there, what, there did, a lot. what did Toast so say? I was like, they were like, oh, really? You serious? I'm like, yeah. I said, but, so I sort of explained to them what happened in Cali. I said, here's what happened. You know, I, if you guys have a, you know, can do it, I'll do it. But you can't tell me, you know, what I can or can't run, you know. And they were like, oh, no, 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 no. And so, uh, but they didn't tell me that their involvement would be like none. Zero. <laughs> you Minimal. Know? Yeah. I mean, one thing at Cali we did, we tested twice a week. We tested a lot, you know. And... So Suzuki, I signed with Suzuki, and um, yeah. So they're like, like right there on the spot. They're like, oh, let's make a phone call. They called Japan, and then they came back in the room and they said, okay, like I, it was that quick. Wow. And so then I, I called my dad on the way home. I'm like, hey, uh, I'm gonna go race again. He's like, what? I go, yeah, I just signed a contract. <laughs> There's no way though that Suzuki was as good as the Cowie. Not even close. Yeah. And, and, and like I said, what they didn't tell me was what you get is what you get. There, yeah. there is no testing related. So who Suzuki. was doing your bike? Tony. Oh. And I literally, you know, got the bike, Tony, and two cylinders. And Good luck. That was, that was it for the year. That was your testing and everything. And I was like, whoa, wait, wait, wait. So once again, I went back to Weidler, and Weidler ended up. Uh, okay. Who was doing suspension? 
Shoah. Shoah, okay. yeah. Yeah. But even then. There was the, one guy that was terrible. So yeah, bad. It, it was. The bike was not good at all. Really? It was not good. It was funny, like, it's that the, the, the 125 could be so good and a 250 could be so bad, you know? Yeah. And so in the beginning, I'm like, yeah. So I go back to Suzuki. I'm like, okay, we need to change this, 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 this. And they're just like, uh, looking at me like, mm, <laughs> you know. Maybe you didn't understand your contract. Yeah. I wasn't expecting to see you until September. Funny so. Weidler story. I used his ID to get in a strip club in 90. When we went to the, <laughs> he's like, here, you, you like, okay, like, he's a buy, dentist. He's I a dentist. Pull now. This off. <laughs> he's a dentist yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I see him around. He does a lot of industries. Teeth. Well, didn't know. he change with that, uh, the intake that he had or something that he made? Huh? I don't know about that. I thought he made something that kind of everybody started using. We said he's a dentist. I know he's a dentist, but he, <laughs> he would make something no, on a bike. Dentist, Denny. Dentist. dentist. Yeah. I oh. don't know. I, I know he was, uh, yeah, his the dude was sharp, pretty sharp. Yeah. He is sharp, but like he yeah, could yeah, build no, a motor no, no. back in the yeah, day. Yeah, he's a very smart guy, yeah. What was the other business that uh, wasn't just Widler Dynamics? Wasn't there another one? I remember Widler Dynamics. It was just always that. Okay. So anyway, your 93 results, lots of top 10s. That's about the highs, yeah. No podium, but... You know, how, long, how many years did you have at Suzuki? One, just one, just, just the one. one. All right, so that you struggle through that year a little bit. Bike's terrible. Then, what about the next year? Then privateer Yamaha. That was this helmet right here. Yeah, the that NCY. Was the wing. Yeah. yeah, it was NCY, wasn't it? NCY, yeah. Yeah. So how did it, that come about? Which, once again, I was going to be done. <laughs> like I was pretty much over it, and uh, I don't know why, huh? You'd already moved in, Ruby. It's, it's, it's crazy to that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's crazy that you went from like just being a guy who could win, leading the championship to yeah, I'm over it. I'm quitting in like in a season. You know. Because to me, I mean, if it was, wasn't fun, yeah. You know, I will. Yeah. I was. Oh yeah. It's I not fun to not fun. do good. Yeah. I want to have fun. You know, and it became a job, a nightmare. Mm. You know, and, and there's nothing for an athlete. It, it, when it's not a, and when it's a job, I mean, to it's me, so funny it's that just, like I don't know, like the fact that I don't ride anymore, but I was a fanboy and still love it, gnarly. And the fact that you just were over it, and yet you're still doing it. It's like over the racing part. Yeah, I mean the motorcycle sure. part's still in. Yeah, yeah, you know, the, but, the but, riding aspect. But that the going the to the thrill. races, going to the races is I'm over it. But so anyway, so. Some I don't know. Somehow hooked up. I was gonna be done he, with was it. Was Heben your uh... Heben? Heben's the one. I think Goat Brecker actually said no. You can't quit. And he contacted North County Yamaha or something and, and set the deal up. Sort of. Okay. I'm pretty sure it was Goat. And uh, you were an extreme, right? Yeah. So then I needed uh, a mechanic, and that's when Heben came in and. Uh, what he even did to that bike, you know, was we had factory help and stuff, some factory parts, but but for most part, he even made that bike what it was. You and know, it was good, and it was good, and I and I did good, yeah, yeah, you know, and um, and it was that it was fun for me again, and and since I didn't have anybody telling me, I was saying like you're on your do, own, like that was your team. Yeah, yeah, I was on my own. Then you know, it became. 
like it was important your deal. for, for yeah. me to do good. I wanted to do good. I cared about doing good. You know, I cared about my results. What you was know? your best result that year then? I don't he know. Had, Probably had, weren't that good, but no, I had, had fourth. You had a bunch of fourths actually. Uh, I mean, for what I was on and my re- results were good for yeah. what I was on. I mean, you I were was, battling was, with the factory guys. I was a privateer yeah. guy, you yeah. know? Yep. Why did you ever wear Tahichi gear? Because they paid me a shit, <laughs> shitload of money. I liked that gear. No, Tahichi? nothing wrong no, no, with no. it. Like, it was just came out of nowhere when all of a sudden you went from Fox. They, they like, you were like a label life. for Fox. Yeah. But they just paid me a Was it a Japanese company, yeah? Yeah. Like. And then they just, poof, disappeared. I remember the leather jackets. Well, I didn't made. even get paid all my oh, contract. I wanted one of those so bad. Oh, I have a couple of them. They're sick. All hand cut. They're yeah. all badass, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. What? Yeah. if you wear one of those around now, you look like a real asshole. But I still like, wear You like the guy with the eight ball on the back. <laughs> I, I, st- I still wear mine. Just, just left out of a salt and pepper concert. <laughs> hey, we're heading to Kid and Play. Uh, he's. Uh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Flat tops for everybody. Yeah, like hey, that, you remember when they we had? We were a slave to yeah, fucking, we were a slave to fashion. I remember you remember, that. Like, you remember they had retro at retro night at Anaheim one. Did you bust I'll it out? Fuck yeah, bring that jacket out now. Perfect. But uh, those were yeah. Everybody wanted one of those. Do you jackets. still have a pair of Doc Martens in your closet? No, they're back uh, in, dude. Yeah, my, my son kids wears got a pair on. My son wears one, <laughs> and I sent him the picture of you, me, and Rhino, like Washington D.C. The Poulter. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I used uh-huh. to wear those things. And so the other day, he's leaving work, I guess, and his his boots got stuck in, like, the brake pedal or something. He crashed into this old lady in the parking lot. And I'll never forget, um, in, in Morgantown, West Virginia, I pull in the rental car. I'm, like, going up around. It's at the Holiday Inn. There's a cop shop here. And so for some reason, you're walking out of this, like, strip mall area. And you dove on the hood of my car. <laughs> and I hit the brakes, like, Urgh! and the cops heard it. And they pull up. I'm like, what are you doing, boy? I'm like, uh, you know, I just... These boots seemed a little heavy. It's like, maybe you weren't sitting wearing boots with those goddamn shorts. You wouldn't have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> I just like, told Riley this term, like, father like son. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> you guys were big social distortion fans. I remember yeah. I had never even heard of the band or seen that logo until you used to run it on your helmet. helmet and, yeah. I was and, friends with that. And you guys have the matching player. tattoos? No. No. Oh, no, 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 no. That was just Denny. We're not yeah, dating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we weren't that close. <laughs> Well, you and Budman have matching tattoos. We don't have you? pals. Oh like no, me we, we did. We did though. I could never have an earring. My dad. Oh no go. No 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 no. So I was in Miami one time at Miami Supercross, and I, I don't, we went maybe got our ears pierced or I did by myself or something. But I we got like, our nipples pierced. No no, that was a different story. <laughs> so I, I buy like this. I buy. I'm a. I'll buy. I bought like a half carat diamond. Earring, he you know? ripped it out of your head and smashed it. Yeah. yeah. No, he didn't. Yeah. I figured if I buy something expensive and nice, he won't be able to say he, shit. He'll look classy. You know? And so he gets to the race. First thing he does, he goes, you got your pair of I'm like, yeah. You know, like, hey, this is going pretty good so far, you know? He hasn't murdered me. And he's all, is that real? Yeah. You know, it's real, dad. You know, bling, bling guy, you know? <laughs> Let me see that. Okay, here you go. Reaches up in the toolbox, grabs a hammer, and just goes right on the tail bumper. Wham, wham. He's all, you wasted your fucking money. <laughs> I'm okay, Dad. Wow. Did the diamond break? Yeah. Shattered that was it. it. Yeah. That was it. It was draconian, let's be honest. I, I, <laughs> I didn't, no, it was real. I didn't say nothing. I'm just like, okay, Dad. I hear you. 
Message sent. Okay. Loud and clear. I'll throw some Neil again, Sporn goes, It hole. goes back to what I said earlier about you know, with Big so Jim. So then yeah. a couple of years later, uh, we're in Hollywood, and we go to get our nipples pierced for some reason. I don't know why. And so his dad's at my, my parents' house, and his dad tells, Hey, oh, so you hear what the dumb shits did today? You know. <laughs> Got their nipples pierced. Oh, man. <laughs> like, Don, why did you tell my parents? You know, it's unfair. I could hide it, you know? How did Dad react on that one? Well, he's all, lift up your shirt. I was just, I was scared. I, oh. <laughs> hey, can you imagine, ch- like, and, chicken scared? Like, like. Yeah, he just shook his head and went, that's ah, fucking great. And that was it. Uh, but, uh, yeah, he wasn't. But I was like 12 years too. old. 12 years old in Hawaii, and he's trying to let me get a tattoo. That's okay. I'm 12, you know. Just no earrings. Well, look, you're living under his house. So you're going to follow the damn rules. I even Jeff. I think we weren't I think I that. Even, no, I, don't think, I, think, I don't think you were at the time, honestly. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, but if you want to jump ahead, while right. you talk about tattoos, yeah. when you had your back done, mm-hmm. and then in Japan. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I heard about this. Well, let's let's talk about. I got a yeah, question about sure, the sure. Japan there. Um, hold on, real quick about social D. You said you knew the guitarist. Yeah, you still talk to that guy? He's dead. Dennis. So, so not Dennis, not much yeah. communication not there anymore. A lot. <laughs> Spiritually though, we're pretty tight. You know. Mm. <laughs> but um, the the singer Mike, I know a little bit. You know, but I don't talk to him. You know, but he became a liberal. Oh yeah. Um. He did some like and I'm not. Yeah, I'm never. Oh, I told you that story? No, what is this? I know what, what? Oh, no. I heard, I read about it when he oh. like jumped in the crowd. Oh, no, no. I, no, okay, no, no, I can tell you, I'll tell you a story later. Tell us more about that 500 GP. <laughs> <laughs> this is another story. There's uh, something there. We can't tell it There's something huh? there. No, there's something there, yeah. But, um, you want to tell it? Eh, eh, maybe not share. Okay. Let's just move along. Okay, move it along. So... Next year, 95, 96, because what year so, were you in, so in Japan? I left at 95. 95, 96, 97. I went to okay. Japan, 95, 6, 7. So at the end of 94, you're riding this Yamaha. Yeah. How did that deal come about? Because that ended up being a pretty sweet deal for you. Oh, the Cowie deal, yeah. yeah. Um, Cowie, and were you bummed to go back to Cowie? Were you like, no, 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 no. I was happy. I mean, everybody down at Kawasaki I'm cool with, even to this day. You know, I mean, it's a lot of the same people. Um just Turner. You like, I've heard stories. Like, who's Turner? Turner, I was. The, I was, the main guy down, like, like, like when I heard stories, like, when Chicken shows up, make sure he gets what he needs. No, I just, that's how my attitude is. Like, I'm still, no. But anyways, jumping ahead. But uh, <laughs> I, I was cool with everybody down at Cali. Okay. And, and that had been my family for, for most of my racing career, yeah. you know. Um, Turner, I was still fine with. I was just pissed because... You know, he wouldn't listen, and I didn't get my way, which I thought, why? like, I tell him, why are you guys paying me all this money if you're not going to give me what I want, you yeah. know? It don't make sense. But um, so Turner called me up and goes, hey, you know, Cowie wants uh, somebody to go over to Japan and do, and do the races there. It's 12 races a year. Was Ronnie already Ronnie's there? Ronnie's already there. Yeah, he's already winning, so and, they want to bring and you Cowie over. And Cowie had Eddie Warren over there. Sure. Yep. And then Suzuki brought... Tishner over there. Was Lewis there or that was after you? That was during me. 
Okay. So so then I went over. And Ronnie was winning at the time, right? Yeah, Ronnie yeah, yeah. was winning. So I went over uh, to race Tishner, basically. And uh, he was on Suzuki's? He's on Suzuki's. Yeah. So the, I was like the happiest ever in my racing career was Japan. Yeah? Yeah. Because they did whatever I wanted. And you had a works bike. Like, I, like The bikes were. Had to be gnarly. Three years ahead of the U.S. works bike. You know, best bike you ever had. Best bike. I mean, mm. unbelievable. After every race, they'd be like, "What do you need changed?" You know, blah blah blah. What you know? What do you want to try? What I'm do you all, need? I yeah. just won by thirty seconds. There's bikes good, you know, but um, but it was motocross. But you, but you were still it was liking motocross. it. And I actually, I loved racing. I was you know happy, happiest ever racing. It was a good deal. How are you racing, living here though, and over that? Because I, I would uh, just fly back. I mean, and forth, like testing dating. or whatever. I mean, testing. I'd go over the first year. I did it. I had to go over for a month before the first race and do testing. After that month, I told him I'll never stay here again this long. It's got to be gnarly. I mean, I remember racing over there. It's, I a, mean, it's a different planet. It's but, but so much different than here. The country itself is so Beautiful. enjoyable. Yeah. And, and the people and everything. I loved it. But um, I just can't come here for a month. So a week, I'll come and test for a week or whatever, you know. Um, it's like so an 18-hour flight, right, or something? It's gnarly? only 12 or something. But I flew first class every and then time. you could just sleep. So that whole bubble up above, I owned it, and and I got on a system. I had the same flight attendants, it seemed like every time. And so <coughs> I just ran my own show, you know. I mean, I'd get there, I'd set up everything. and mm. It just became like a process. Like, I'm just what I'm the doing. The traveling part was <clears throat> On the way home, the, the, yeah, trainer, your body time, the timing. The trainer guy would give me a, a sleeping pill, so I'd drink a beer and take that pill and Wake up at Wake home. up in Japan. No, wake up home. Oh, back. So, um, yeah. So, it was good. Mm. It Crazy was good. frequent flyer miles, too. And, yeah. You just upgraded <laughs> everywhere. And then, you know, I get to Cali in Japan. I've been there before to the factory, you know, with the U.S. Cali. And uh, Kawasaki, Japan's a mile, square, square mile. So, mile that way, mile that way, mile that way. And uh, so, I just break into the place, basically. And just go run, you know, jog and stuff, and have security trying to chase me down. It's like its own little city, you know. So they're like trying to find this white guy, you know. <laughs> and I'm just playing games with them, you know. And they finally caught me one time. They caught me, and <laughs> and I'm. They took me the, like the president of Kawasaki. I ended up his office, and he turned out to be really cool. And uh, you're just like I'm jogging, bro. Well, yeah, but there's security gates and everything to get in. It's all secured, and you know. How did you get in? I would just run through them. You run like, through like like not stop. Like the, they just see a white guy, and just hey 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 hey, and just keep going. And then these little cars just looking for me, trying to get. They'd see me, and I would jump in a bill, and they end up. In, they test jet in I end up in a room with a jet engine like like the Kawasaki heavy heavy industry. industry uh, yeah. yeah. So going like boom flames out and I'm just in this room like not <laughs> supposed to be there, you know? Like, oh this is cool, you know? And uh What about the tattoo then? So then and in the morning they they have this big square in the middle where they like all work out before they start work. Like gung ho almost. 
I don't know what oh, they call. Oh, you don't know that movie? I know. It's a, or uh, with the rent, with the Gung-ho, car one, right? uh, yeah. But, but they really have this like little jumping jack thing before they start work exercise. So if I was running, I would join them in their exercise, you know, because and they would just all be looking at, and you know, there's 500 of us doing jumping jacks or something, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it was good. Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. and Mr. Baseball with Tom Selleck. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. Very, they're very disciplined. Very. Yeah. The hardest working people. I mean, it's crazy how hard they work. So what was the tattoo deal? They didn't, so, so did then, they not so like then, them or they did like no, I can't remember the so story. So then I'm racing the first year, I think, and I and I wanted to get a tattoo. And it's like, so I asked my boss, Kono, hey, can I get a tattoo? Because in. Tattoos are bad in Japan. That's mafia. If you have oh. a tattoo, your mafia guy is bad. And he goes, oh, yeah, you should be okay. So he gets right. his back done. <laughs> no, no. So I just get, the, no, the first one was a dragon, oh. which is for whole, whole thing. Okay. And so I show up and he's like, whoa, very big tattoo. And I'm like, yeah, but I told you I was getting, he's like, well, you didn't tell me so big, you know. <laughs> And I go, was well, it going to be a problem? Maybe so now. I'm like. This is first year? Yeah, this first year. Now all of a sudden, I'm always like, I'm going to get fired now because of the tattoo? Maybe so. Well, dude, you told me to get it, you know? So nothing really happened about it. But. Did they tell you to wear it? Just keep a shirt on. Yeah. So, um. Was that like, I think, you took your shirt like on a podium or something? I took my shirt, well, I had it, I took my shirt off after the race, I took my shirt, and the whole crowd was like, oh, well, I was like, whoa, like. Oh, really? Yeah, you people like, okay, this is bad, but um, every time I got in trouble, I'd just be like, Takono, hey, is this bad? Am I going to get maybe fired? And he'd be like, no, I think you're okay, you know. That was like DeMuth and Arena Cross, he started getting tatted up. And got his neck done and stuff. And Yama told him, don't do your hands. The next week, he shows up and got both fucking hands done, dude. He's on the podium like this. <laughs> just holding him up. Like, just fuck you, Yamaha. You're, you're, yeah, it was, yeah, that's the... Well, I, that's in Japan, funny. you could buy fireworks everywhere. So, you blow shit up, that's fun. Yeah. You know? So, I, I'd buy them and... I mean, you just blow, catch stuff on fire. They don't care, you know, not, not a big deal. So I'm at the race, and four, it's like 110. Four old men from Kawasaki show up, business suits, I mean, ties up to here, and it's 110 out. I'm like, who, where are these guys are going to die, you know, because they're like 80 years old, all business suit up. So after the race, I win. So I'm... 100 yards out from the pit and hiding behind a car with a big-ass bottle rocket. And they're getting in, starting to get in the van to go home. And I'm like, and the, the driver door is open. And I'm all, I'm going to shoot this thing and scare the shit out of them, you know? At the time, it sounded like a reasonable idea. It was a good idea. <laughs> and so I got Kono. I'm like aiming this bottle rocket on the car, trying to line it up. And someone breathing over my shoulder, I look, and it's, it's Kono. I'm like, oh, watch this, Kono, you know. <laughs> and Kono's like, oh, okay, you know. And so I'm all, and this bottle rocket shoots, and the door's open, and it lands like in the, 
in the door jam. Yeah. Gets stuck. Lights this van on fire now. <laughs> and I'm watching all this like, oh, fuck. Kono, okay. am I going to be in trouble? No, so... <laughs> So I'm like, oh, shit. Now, the side door opens because this smoke, it, like, lit the dash on fire and everything. And the smoke, so four old men in business suits come tumbling out, like, <laughs> drop and roll type maneuver. And I'm going, oh, whoa, whoa. I think they're under attack at this, this point. Is, yeah, it's just getting worse and worse as this goes on. And I look, and I say, Kono, uh, maybe fired, huh? <laughs> and he goes... Oh, uh, I think this time, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, like I do not have your back this time. Like, yeah, yeah, you, you really fucked up. Yeah. This is looking like you know. fire this time. And they got, and Kono, please tell me that's a rent-a-car. That's not Kawasaki. No, Kawasaki's vehicle. I'm all, oh, man. Like, this just is bad. Like, I'm really going to get fired, you know. But they were laughing their ass off, these old men. Oh, they, they were laughing, yeah, and thinking it was really funny. So, like you were, it had to be like, a, like I mean, but that, I, like the chicken, like the chicken's coming. I prepare won, yourself. I won that day, so that probably that helped, helped, you know, yeah, because yeah. I don't think it was funny. How were the tracks over there? They were good. I mean, I, I enjoyed it. I mean, like I said, it, the tracks were all good. Um, the bikes were awesome. Um, you had to race twelve times a year. I didn't know it got so hot That's in Japan. Awesome. Yeah. It was really yeah, hot, huh? It gets hot, yeah. Huh. Yeah, a lot of rain or... Like when I pictured the, the, the old days, like, like hot and dry tracks, like dry clay, right? Or were they... A lot of sand over there. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. Like like Glen Helen type dirt. Hmm. But, I hate uh, that place. This is good. I mean... Denny, I, Denny I, really hates that place. I really Leave do. on a Thursday, get there. Nothing personal. Friday night, they'd pick me up at the airport because they didn't trust me. Good call. That's when Bassmaster, <laughs> that's why. Well, that the guy we Cowie, became, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We became best friends because he was my designated safety guy. Yeah. Sound keep, an eye, keep an eye on me and take me. Every, I couldn't go nowhere by myself. Mm. So good he call. was with me 24 uh, 7. Three years you were there. Yeah. All three, you won all three years? Yeah. yeah. That's gnarly. Yeah, that's that's not easy wins either. When like you got you know, guys it, it like wasn't, RT, it wasn't, and, yeah. and then they brought over Kyle Lewis last year. Kyle's fast. Yeah, RT's they, they, fast. They, like they, yeah. That RT. Yeah, I mean they literally yeah. changed the rule. Like there's no Americans. Like mm-hmm. you, you can like, like they all got together and said, "Let's stop bringing these Americans over because Honda was going to have to bring one, you know, to compete." Yeah, and uh, so they just said, "You know, it's Japanese." Series, oh, it's just, you know. it's just, we, we need a Japanese champion. Mm. So all Americans out. Hmm. You were the last one to go? Like, was Kyle, Kyle was the last one there. Okay. Um, so how were those when you would win a championship? Was there anything cool? Did I throw a big championship party? party yeah. or? I, I mean, I didn't care. I just thought at that time in my life, it was just money. Give me yeah. money. Give me yeah. money. You know. Were you making good money those years? A lot of money, yeah. 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 Best you'd ever made? Yeah. Um, no. But okay. most I've ever spent a spending a shitload those three years. <laughs> On what? You always like Porsches. You always have no, a No, I mean, yeah, cars, but cars they really don't cost that much. They cost women cost a lot. Partying and having fun costs mm. a lot, you know. I mean 
we, me and my wife got into a habit of going to Vegas because, like I said, I raced 12 weekends, you know, 12 times a year. They had nothing else so to do with free time. Yeah. A lot of free time. So, you know, I'd, come, I'd race, come home, and wouldn't have to show back up in Japan for a month and a half. So for three weeks, I'd do nothing, mm-hmm. you know, not even get on a bike. And, uh, you weren't even riding at home. Not even riding. You would just show up 12 times to ride a bike. No, 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 no. I'm, I'd have a month and a half off. So oh, for yeah. three weeks, I wouldn't oh, ride okay, or yeah, nothing. Okay. Then, you know, two weeks before the race, I'd train and ride again and do all that. But so we started going to Vegas, and we would take 30 grand for the weekend to go to Vegas, you know, and just. Nothing good happens there. Wow. 30 you know, Gs a weekend, huh? Well, it started at 10, but that wasn't enough. So then it went to 20. Went at 30, I'm like, we need to stop this, you know, because it's, it's crazy money we're spending. Yeah. You know, and, and just. You think? <laughs> gambling and, and like. Debauchery. I mean, stupid money, gambling, just like now, on the stupidest bet. You know, you got 19, you're playing blackjack, and you're like, hit me, double down, you know. <laughs> just. Drunken gambling. Drunk, you know, five, playing yeah. a five grand in hand, double down, yeah, 19. The dealer's like, no, no I'm not going to do it. I yes, got a pair of five, split them. Yeah. yeah, the dealer's like, I'm not going to do it. You know, yeah, you this. are. You're making yeah. them do it, you know. He's like, I can't, I can't do this. Yes, you can. God, it's a terrible place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's worse than Glen Helen. <laughs> okay, so yeah. you, that was so, with Ruby? Yeah, so. Oh, so big, and so then I, I got with her and. And, like, you know, I'm not going to be racing that much longer now. So we need to start saving. You should probably not take 30 know. grand to Vegas. Yeah. I mean, you know, you're still over a motocrosser. Doing it every other weekend, you know, doing that, you know. And uh, so my dad said, you better put in your contract. If you win the championship, you have a job the next year. Yeah. Well, dad, they don't fire champions. Come on. Well, they fired me. <laughs> So I you, went to redo the contract, and they're like, oh, we don't have a job for you. In 96 or 98? 98, 7. No, 90, at the yeah, end of yeah. yeah. We're, we, all the manufacturers got together. We're not going to bring Americans over. It, that's done. Mm. Kyle's got one year left on a contract, and then it's done. Is that what you came back and wrote a 125 with yeah, Mitch? Yeah, Mitch, right? yeah. So then I, was, I came back, and I was once again done, was not planning uh, that one, I remember, that. I remember that when you were done. Like, we had talked about that. You were so, like, So, yeah. So, I had, you know, at that point worked out all my life, but never, like, had muscles, you know, or whatever. So, I went to Mexico, bought a shitload of steroids, and <laughs> I... Just got yoked? I, like, 235. What? You got any pictures of you like that? I mean, I walked in, my dad would be like, you can barely fit through the doorway. I mean, every day I'd just wake up. At like 10 in the morning. Shot my, in the butt. My wife would, you know, have pancakes, French toast going, eat it, walk into my garage, which is a weight room, and for two hours just come in, sleep for a couple hours because I would work out. And, dude, I got huge, huge. That's crazy. I got, you got any we pictures of that? We were not talking no. back then at all. That's, uh-uh. yeah. But I got huge. I mean, uh, You don't have just, any pictures of that? Like you got to have oh, some. I probably, my wife probably does. Come on, Ric Flair, where you put, but, like, tanning cream on and everything as well? No, but, <laughs> fuck. I mean, I was huge. I mean, huh. I got big like I wanted to, but um, it was all steroid-induced. So then my wife's like, I'm not, because we were going to Mexico to get steroids. And she's all, yeah, I'm not going with you no more. You're going to get caught, and it's big trouble, you know? I, I don't want no part of that. So I'm all, fuck, Really? 
You think you know somebody. <laughs> so I go down to Mexico and I buy, well, since I'm going, I, I took like two grand with me. I'm going to buy a lot because I've been going like every two weeks. You know, okay. so if I'm going to just get a lot this time. So I got Doc Martens on. I got syringes sticking. I mean, just shoved in my Doc I mean, <laughs> I have so many vials of steroids that when I walk, it's like clink, 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 clink. And just big bulges in my, I mean, I'm not trying to hide this shit. I'm just coming through. An eight ball. I bought an eight ball down there at a strip joint. <laughs> so I've <laughs> Always a good decision. I, yeah. So I'm coming across the border. Like, I've already wrote it out. Let's do coke. Yeah. You know. Just in case my I, heart doesn't explode. Well, uh, I told my wife, go with me, you know. If I'm going to be this big, I better be angry. <laughs> so. <coughs> I go through. I'm coming. I walk in. I don't drive in. I walk in. And I'm walking. And the guy's like. 50 yards away from me, the border, book, border yeah. guy, and he's already like shaking his head like, come on over here, pal. You know? This guy's... I all, know those aren't chiclets in your pocket. And he's all, all like in disbelief look on his face. No one can be this what's dumb. In, what's in your pocket? And I'm like, oh. You're like, we're the Millers. And I'm all, all these little vials, right? He's like, now the other pocket. Are those syringes in your boot? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I am. So I got like $2,000 worth of these steroids all over the table. And he's like, what? Why would anybody want some? What is this all for? I want horses. And I, I have cancer. It's the only way, if I don't use steroids, it's the only way I can keep weight on. Otherwise, with this cancer and the leukemia shit I'm going through, you know. I'll be 50 pounds, you know? And he's all, whoa. I'm going to have to take all this. I'm like, you can have it, you know? Coke's in the back pocket. <laughs> <laughs> and he let me go. You, ra said, you rationalized your way out of that whole thing. Yeah. Like, well, I got to just I confiscate got, it. You're going to be all right. Well, yeah, you can have it. Take it. You know? And I'll, he's all, don't do this again. I'm all, oh, no, I won't. So... <laughs> And he let me walk. I was You're like, wow. which wow. was, well, I found out I was very, very lucky. I could have gotten in a lot of trouble. For Is that, that right? Yeah. That's not a, how much steroids. You, could, you would I, still be in a Mexican jail. I could still be there, yeah. Wow. I could be selling chicklets down in the corner down there. <laughs> Ceramic donkeys. <and> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember we raced, down, we raced down there one year. Some like Jesus two, candles, you know. Two, you were there that year. Two, two yeah. different weekends. And they, we're, they, then they put us up in a resort though for like five days, like 15 of us. And I remember at the very beginning, the guys were, were trying to sh sell us, um, you know, like carbs, whales and stuff like that. <laughs> and everybody thought it was the dumbest thing ever. Then everybody started getting so fucked up. Everybody's like, I need a whale. Did you get a whale? <laughs> We got sold on some pretty janky stuff. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, so how was, how was, you didn't live there a lot, but still oh, in Japan, so what, like. No. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Just the food, the culture. I ate how Korean. Did you I, everything is fine. I made, like, Bassmaster once again. After, uh, at night, the whole team would go to dinner. Okay. And they have these, like, almost like Denny-type restaurants in every, everywhere. I've done well. 
So that's where I would mean Bassmaster would go, and he'd be like really bummed about that part because he wanted to go he eat wanted, raw fish yeah, and shit. Yeah, yeah. And during testing, like Bassmaster would come up and I'd be out back up four feet, dude. Your breath, you've been eating dried little shrimp things. I've, I've been watching you, you know, and it reeks, dude. You just back up. I remember Tishner, you know, loving everything was, about uh, the culture of Japan, and then when he lived there, and when he came back, it's like I've had enough. Like it was like he lived there. Yeah, you yeah. gotta love seafood. Yeah, uh. yeah. So I didn't eat none of, none of that. So I like sushi's good though. It was it was like American style restaurant almost. You know. Okay. So a lot of rice, like beef curry. That's pretty much how I lived on. Uh, but it was tough. only for three or four days at a time. So and would you fly into like where the race was? Right. Like, no, I fly into one spot. Osaka and, and Bassmaster would pick me up there and take me wherever I was going. It's so funny that he would be like, I, he is not allowed to be alone. No. So. Well, they learned a little bit from Dogger, too. They probably better yeah. keep an eye on you. Um, do you remember, so in 97, you did some races. And I alluded to this a little bit earlier. Tempe, 97. I rode, I was, I was riding East Coast for Mitch. Okay. And... That was 98. No, 97. 97. Okay. You, you just, you did some rounds, and I think you were even on a PC bike. I think he yeah, loaned you, you a bike. That, yeah. that was you 90, were sponsored. Like 98, the, I rode, I went back to the 125 class in Arizona. Uh, Is that what no, you're talking about? it was 250 Supercross. Oh, 250? Okay. I was riding 125 East, and I rode some 250 West rounds. Okay, so what about it? You and I were in the LCQ. And I had the last spot, and you blew me off the fucking track. I didn't like it, remember? (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember that or no? No. I was like, damn it, chicken, really? No, I didn't. But I remember the next year in Arizona when I was on a 125, and I I was ahead of you. You were behind me, and then I went over the bars on a triple late late in the race and gave you third place or something. I was pissed. Yeah, I did get third. Well, that was at uh, Houston. I got third at Houston. Arizona. This is your home race, I think, Arizona. Oh, really? What'd you get in Arizona? Uh, I don't know. I have to look. It was third, I think. Yeah. Because yeah. well, I was in third. Well, thank you. I was pissed about that. <laughs> I hate that thing. I'm yet. like, I get that little fucker <laughs> goddamn third place. It's funny the things we remember, you know, it's the most random thing. I fucking gave Pingree a third. Oh, that's great. Um, all right. So, <clears throat> your purple. So, yeah. So, I, I got all buffed. I, I was, got all these muscles. And then. Were you trying to race like that? Like no, that? I was done. I, don't even, I wasn't even riding, I don't think. And uh, Heben calls me. Hey, chicken. Uh, Slash is good people. You, you, <laughs> you want to come race 125s for Mitch? And I'm like, I'm 230, Ron. <laughs> Have you not seen me, dude? I'm yoked. Hold on. I need to go back down to Mexico so, and get some more eight balls. Yeah, so. <laughs> go the other way at this point. I, I'm like, I yeah, I'll, I'm way overweight for 125, you know, but. You, you know, I'll go out and test and see what's going on. We'll start it off. And uh, I dropped like. We just stopped doing I steroids. Got, at that well, point, right? Yeah, I stopped steroids. Because I went, I tried to ride with steroids and talk about arm pump. Gnarly. Oh my God. Like it hurts thinking about it. It's so bad. And uh, so I got off everything. And uh, I mean, once you stop doing steroids, it's like letting air out of a balloon. You just shrivel. It doesn't take long to shrivel up. Really? Yeah. And uh, so in a month, I was back. To, I was still heavy, though, but like down to like 180. Okay. But um, 
back on a one twenty five at this point in your career, like well, do you at this point, point twenty nine years old? Like it's like that's a big change. Like you came back from like it's a huge. Now you're getting beat by you know, fucking I mean, kids. And, and you're smart now. You're older. You're smart. Yeah. You know. And, and the one twenty five class or or two fifty class today is Mine not. Was. It's not. It's a young guy's deal. I mean, you know. All you're cock and balls, no you're brains. Yeah. All, yeah, it's all about holding it wide open, fearless, hoping you don't even it, think twice, hoping you make it. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's what I mean. That's like for you coming back that way. Like that'd be like a change, so, a huge change of pace. I did had a couple. You know, I had a couple good races, and oh, the Rakata, Rakata. I think that's that guy's name. Rakata, yeah. Yep. Seattle busted my kneecap. Like took you out. Or? Like that. Oh, the only time I'll ever say like I just got my clock cleaned. That guy did it in Seattle. He just cleaned my clock and it broke your kneecap. Broke my kneecap. Is yeah. that ninety seven or ninety eight? Ninety eight. Yeah. That year in the one twenty five. And class. it was ruddy. Ruddy. And uh, yeah, <laughs> I was his. Like bitch welcome that back, night. welcome was, back, big boy. I was like, yeah. Okay, what about your your segment? Was it crusty when you had the purple rain clip? <laughs> yeah. How did that all go down? That was some funny that, stuff. What happened was this motorcycle, and that's the Anaheim Hills house. Okay. So the decadent house of decadence. Yeah, a lot of shit ran through that house. I mean, I'd never even owned a key to that house. It was just left wide <laughs> open. I mean, people came and I mean, you know, it was like a frat house almost. Okay. And uh, this motorcycle ends up on the next side of my house, and I call everybody I know. Whose motorcycle is this? You know, nobody claimed it. No. So now it's like a month went by. So now <laughs> I bought some chrome spray paint and I'm painting it, you know, we're bored and fucking all. So then the crusty deal comes up and, not, and uh, they come up to that house to, uh, we meet at my house or something to go. We're getting ready to go out, right? And I'm like, hey, I dug out this thing. What do you guys say we like throw it off a cliff? You know, because my house is on a cliff pretty yeah. much. And they're like, yeah, okay. So that's how all that came about. So the long story short, so when he shot that, we threw it off the cliff. They towed you in, right? Because the thing didn't run. It didn't even run. Yeah, yeah. It didn't oh, run. And yeah. I had that long, long in, driveway yeah. that came down. So I just coasted down the driveway. It didn't run. And um, Steve Weidler had asked me, hey, could you ever, like, if I chop the fence down here, you, could you jump off, you know, on your motorcycle, jump off down it? Because it was pretty far. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I could do that. No problem, you know. The next morning I wake up to, uh, he's sawing my fence down. <laughs> oh, my God. And he's like, I get up. And I'm like, dude, what are you doing? He's like, I'll weld your fence back. I just want to see you jump it, you know. I'm like, fuck. So, <laughs> so who, brought the, who brought, I get, the, who brought huh? the mannequin? Like those, that was, that was like, uh, that was, um, we made it at the house. <clears throat> we just stuffed some, I grabbed some like clothes and we stuffed them with other clothes and made the mannequin that way. It wasn't even mannequin. We just taped it together and it, we just launched it. <laughs> so then we, we launched that thing over there. So we're in the house and we're watching on TV what they just videotaped of us launching and we're laughing. Phone rings and it's my buddy Dennis. And he's like, hey dude, you still got my motorcycle? Right, Bill? Like, no, Span. Oh. And, uh, 
Bro, you should have called an hour I'm all, ago. Dude, you, no way, dude. <laughs> that thing exploded when it hit the ground. I go, like, it we, disintegrated. I go, that's your motor. I called Shit everybody. Everywhere. You know, it's been at my house for like three months now. And so, I mean, that was your, oh my God, that's your. We just threw it off the cliff. And he's like, <laughs> what? What? Oh, that's fuck. You're going to buy me more. I'm like, fuck you. You left it in my house. It didn't even run. So then I'm like, now we got this demolished bike. I'm like, so we take it across over to your Belinda and I dump it in the hills there because I don't know what to do with it, you know? Yeah. Well, his boss had given it to him as part of a, a deal, you know? And then his boss, they call his boss when they find it. They found it, it with, the, with the VI, the VIN so number. So then it, well, yeah, it goes, his boss here, you destroyed motorcycle. And then his boss is all pissed off at Dennis, the guy, because I gave you this motorcycle and, you, you know, they find it in the hills, destroyed, what's up? And... So he had to explain, uh, well, I left it at Chicken's house, and he threw it off the cliff, you know. Why did he just say it. he got stolen? I don't know. That would but have been a better This all pissed off. Now boss hates me because he gave me his more, you know. A lot of layers. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we just, and then made up a dummy and threw it off the, the cliff there. That's awesome. Um, crusty was, was crusty. So, this, so again, <clears throat> you're. You're thinking about retirement then after what, 98? Or are you done? I'm done. I'm done. Done. I'm done. How many pages are here? Jesus I'm Christ. done. You did some races in 98, and then that was it. I was it. it. Yeah. That 125 deal, Rincata broke my kneecap. I was done. Okay. That was your last race. That was your last Supercross. Oh, no, you did nationals. You did some nationals. I probably did some other little hair races or whatever. But, uh, so was it tough to call it good, or was that? Kind of like, no, no, at that point, not at all. Yeah, you've been going I mean, for a minute. Yeah, that was tired. You just know when it's tired. I was tired, yeah. <laughs> and, and then the... It just gets more steroids. Just I was tired, yeah. yeah so then, <laughs> tired, tired, tired. Then it was just hanging out with the old lady and going to jail. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's the story with you two, man? Like, how many... You guys have been married and divorced how many times? A lot. Eight. I was there for the eighth hey. one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you were there for the eighth one. I was there to it's referee it, apparently. I yeah, called no. their daughter, Jules. I'm like, you have to talk about this. Like, you have to talk about this. I, I never even know her at all. I'm like, this is a bad decision. Like, <laughs> like you just know people that you should not be around. For them, like, that is not a good area. Yeah. That's I, that's a record. That's got to be a record. No. My brother looked at He's all, you have me be the Guinness Book of Record or yeah. whatever now. It's like a hundred and something. No, it's not. And oh being at the like yeah. the courthouse where we went to like to get but. like to get the license and stuff, like the, the people there they're like looking up like, are you really back again? It's all fucked. It's all fucked. <laughs> There's so many file. Yeah, big old file. Yeah, no it's one, like a yeah. medical record yeah. just slammed on the table. It's all screwed up. Yeah. <laughs> they just look at you and go, He's back again. <sighs> yeah. All right, sign here. All right. Yeah. So <laughs> give me fifty bucks. And they got they did the whole thing to like we went to the chapel and stuff and they got like let's pick out some stuff. Let's I'm like let's get this fucking over with. <laughs> and then like a week later I see him with a different girl in a photo on Instagram. Then, like, then he's like, that I hate went you. Well. you know, I, I really hate you right now. Yeah. Like, why are you really putting me through this? <laughs> All right, so do you guys have kids together or she just has her no, kids? No, we got a kid. Jules. That's Jules. Jules, Jules, okay. yeah. I was gonna say she has like your smile. Yeah. She looks a lot like you. Yeah. So I assumed that was yours. All right. And then, so what? You when did you start running your the veg, Vegland? Did you jump I, right into I, that? No, or? no, no. I I was retired. I wasn't going to work. And then, yeah. 
Air quotes. Well, yeah. we all, you know, when you quit racing, you call retired. Yeah. And then I started going to jail a lot because there's nothing else to do, you know? <laughs> it's not like a rational transition. Yeah. And uh, then my dad called me up and he's like, hey, you need a job. I'm like, <laughs> I'm pretty good right now. And he's like, no, you need, you need something to do because yeah. look at your life. I mean. Need a direction. Yeah. So I went to work with, you know, for my dad and. Hey, tell the Bobcat story then in the backyard with the, Bobcat. The, the, the with the neighbor kid. Oh, <laughs> when he when he had, like attacked attacked him? him, yeah. Like he's been like always. He's always. Oh, had, you had a cat. Yeah, he's had Bobcats. I remember, and he, he always had lizards and iguanas and shit. He caught like a rattlesnake and brought it in to live in the house one time. Oh, you were there that time. Yep, I caught the rattlesnake in my garage, right? So I had it in a cage in the house, and I had. So he's living with me now. My brother went through, was going through a divorce, so he's living with me, and Chad, my roommate guy yeah. that always lived with me, is there. So there's four or five of us, and everybody's pissed about this rattlesnake because they're, no all, likes they're it. scared uh, of yeah. it. And it wouldn't so, eat, like, you, we wouldn't eat yeah, the mice. So, so what I like to do was just let it go in the house <laughs> so you don't know where it was. That's funner. <laughs> what I like to do. <laughs> you know, that's funner, you know? Well, they would all be pissed about it. Because first thing they do, when they walk in the house, they go to that cage and... That fucker's not in it. It's not in the cage, chicken. Where's it at? I'm all, I don't know, guys. (laughs) You know, when you pick up your shirt off the floor, I'd be careful, you know. He's a rotten bastard. So, (laughs) what's wrong with this guy? They're pissed, like, really pissed. So, what ended up happening, uh, happening is I was at a race and I called my brother or something and... They had uh, animal control come over and chop the head snake up, chop the snake's head off. They killed it. It had to be done. They killed my snake. You're pissed? He's lost. Like, you remember he had like his, that, the iguana, Iggy. The alligator. I had an alligator. That was a good one. But the, but the cat, the, the cat you have now, what's kind of, uh, what kind of breed? It's a serval? A serval, yeah. yeah. Yeah, So me and Gilly I don't have fly, it no more. fly out to California and For stay legal with reasons, I do not have that cat we, And we go out that night, and Chicken just pulls out two raw chicken breasts, <laughs> throws them on the ground. We'll be back. And we come back, and I, I pass on his couch, and I wake up, and this fucker's sitting on top of me. How big was it? It's pretty big. You know, 45 it's, pounds. It's big. Uh, Medium-sized dog. I'm like, Okay. Don't move, dude. Cody's like, dude, he's on your chest. He's been sitting there for like a while. I can't believe it took you this long to open your eyes. Did he ever bite anybody or no? No. So what he's talking about the story is. Oh, the neighbor kid. So I would take it in the backyard every day and play with it. And it was like a dog. It listens. It comes. It's not like a cat. Okay. Okay. So I have this string and it can jump like 18 feet straight. I mean, it's like. It's a jungle cat. Yeah. A wild so, animal. Yeah. Yeah. It's so wild animal. I have this feathers tied on the string thing, and I'm thinks it's a like a chasing tabby around, cat you know? or something. And so we go in the backyard, and all of a sudden we're I'm walking out, and the thing's by me, and we're walking, turning the corner, and it just takes off at a million. Now the cat's never done this before, and but it's at a million. It's going somewhere, but I need to find out what it sees. You know what it's going at. I look up, and there's a fucking neighbor kid on top of my fence oh no and i went oh no yeah well that thing was up on that fence and just smacks the shit out of this kid now i'm worried about oh shit that kid's gonna fall you know so i go running over there and i grabbed the kid and caught him 
and I just pushed the cat, and it went into the neighbor's yard, you know, boom. As soon as it hits the ground, back up. Bear hugs the kid. So He wants his we're kid. We're struggling. We're fighting. I got the kid bear hugged this way. The cat's got him bear hugged the other way, and we're fighting over this kid, and I'm going, I'm getting scared because this cat could, if it bit him, would be bad. Yeah. Bad. So I smack the cat and get up on the fence and like the cat's just down now looking like I'm going to get that guy and I'm like hey 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 so I get I'm bringing the kid down I'm looking at the cat like get it. all of a sudden the cat takes off again and I'm like well, where the hell is it going now it, his brother was in the backyard <sighs> the younger one playing with a little Tonka toy and the cat got to him and just hit him and just was just tearing him up just bap 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 so I drop this kid, I go over there, get that kid. And all the time in the back of my head, I'm going, Mom is going to show up sometime. Fucking free, you know. And I'm trying to not, don't cry, don't cry, you know. <laughs> and Mom surfaces, I'm an asshole, you know. And I grab the cat finally and go home, put that cat in. Did it use its claws at all? They didn't have claws, thank God. Oh, okay. So it's just pawn them, but... A cat, These a things claw, are very a, strong. Yeah, a cat I mean, without claws will box. Well, well, it, it, it. My daughter is like nine, and the cat can pin her down and hold her down. Oh, I mean they're strong, strong, strong. Okay. So, and their teeth are. Yeah, lucky you didn't bite them. Biting thing, yeah. So, um, the kids were fine, just scared, and uh, so I dropped the cat at home. I come back, knock on the door, the lady answers. I'm listen. Can I talk to you? And she's all, this is him. And I turn around. It's her husband already came home from work. It was a nightmare. So He puts himself in a situation. I was a bad guy. And so then I, I told him, basically, I was trying to save your kid. I'm a hero in this situation. <laughs> yeah, I was because he could have fell off the fence, broke his arm. He'd be in the hospital. You know, I should not be that you, should, you should be thanking me right now. So, um. He said he wasn't going to live next door to a tiger, and they moved in two weeks. No way. <laughs> They're gone, yeah. So, he's out. Not going to live next to yeah. a tiger. Mm. He was Tiger King before Tiger King, obviously. Yeah. <clears throat> so, so, what do you do at VegLand? What it, it's, it's produce and... Produce. We, we supply all the chain stores with produce. Distributor for... Yeah. Okay. Mostly or, just or Southern mostly California? Organic. No. Oh, very little business is here. Oh, Albertsons is the only business we do here in Southern California. Most of it, when we were all the way up to Canada, Maine, all up in there. Oh, wow. East Coast. You truck it out of here. They come pick it up. Hmm. You still have Flowerland? No, Flowerland's gone. It's gone. Yeah. Hmm. So. Um, and Jimmy works there as well, your brother, right? The yeah. Three of you and, the three of you guys, right? Yeah. So what do you do there? Like, what's your role? I handle all of Albertsons. Okay. So, um, take orders every day and make sure they get their stuff. Hmm. Has that been cool? Like learning kind of a biz, more business it, side of stuff? I, you know, I mean, it's a, it's a big company. Um, and when I was racing, I didn't really understand what my dad did. You know, I mean, I wasn't into it or nothing. So, um, uh, when I went to work for him, I gained a whole new, um, respect for what he did and, and and how much she has on his plate, you know. Mm -hmm. I mean, we have 
probably over 200 employees and you know it's it's a big deal so um yeah so i gained a lot of respect for my dad does dad still work there oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah yeah, uh. yeah. so uh um is there anything in moto you see yourself doing like do you ever have any desire to get back i don't the floor? No. Uh, yeah I, don't, I really don't i mean i race a couple times a year which i hate Surfer cross and, and, and well, surfer cross is the only one, and it's the only I got second place this year. Yeah, and uh, well done. Only trophy I have in my house. Is that <laughs> have you done a day in the dirt? Like I know you've done that with Troy. I quit doing those. Yeah, yeah, I did too. But um, surfer cross is the one, and then usually the vet national, which I say I'll you went to your you went to with Bob um, right? Bob built your bike over there right? What you went and did the vet. Like MXDN, right? Did no, you? no, no. I didn't ever did that. Oh, I thought you went over there. Well, you I were going to go, right? It. I was supposed yeah. to do it, and and uh, I didn't go for some reason. Oh, I don't COVID think I could, passport or my something. passport or something was expired or something. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So, but the the vet one in Glen Helen. Oh yeah. But I swear I'll never do that race again. It's, it's, and some, I do it. it's like the worst time of year to do it. It's Glen just, Helen suck. Glen Helen sucks often. That's not a bad it's in the a worst. facility. It's just it. It's a gnarly track, and it's big jumps, it gets big rough. mountains. It's just it's rough. If, if it's hot. If they don't prep it really well, yeah. it's just. Is that the one that Leslie jumped on that guy? Is that the last bet yeah, one? Yeah, they yeah, had? yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, was yeah, it, yeah. 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 But um, <clears throat> it's kind of nice to be, you know, like I know I'm still involved in the sport, but it's like I, I have nothing to do with pro racing anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? I uh, This show, obviously, but it's not. I don't know. It's disconnected a bit from it. And Vital, I test bikes and stuff for them and build project bikes. But I don't have anything to do with the racing side, really. Uh -huh. And it's nice. It's nice to be able to just show up. and Show up. <clears throat> I can enjoy it as a fan. Yeah. But, like, uh, I don't have to deal with any of that horse shit. It's such a circus. It's a different way. It, it, it is. You know, it is I mean, it's circus. always been that way. Like, even when I stepped into it after, uh, you know, with the arena cross and then started doing Smith and, you know, I just... It's a it's a process, I guess. You know, and it, yeah. well, it's nice to just be like you said, kind of be. A, you're not trying to. Do, you're not doing anything for anybody but yourself. When you yeah. go riding, it's just because yeah. you want to go riding. I mean, I'm I'm a fan of the sport. I'll always be. You know, I mean, I enjoy watching it, totally. But uh, want nothing like, to do like with I said, it. I I don't want to be part yeah. of the industry. I don't. You know. <clears throat> well, we we kind of ask uh, everybody this last question. That's how do you want to be remembered in this sport. I don't care. <laughs> I don't give a shit. I mean, really, I mean, I'm not, I mean, to me, it's like, like Denny said, I mean, I'm very, I feel very fortunate that I was able to, to do it yeah. and, and to have the experiences, you know, um, would I have changed? Probably not. I mean, I, I don't have any regrets. I mean. But you enjoyed it, like us hanging out, watching it. the races, yeah, and, you know, and but, Donnie coming up to us, and everybody, other like other riders, and it's just, you know. I think I think a lot of people, or athletes in general, or I think when they retire, they can't live with, you know, get caught up in, I, I should have done this, or I wish I'd done that. No, you can't live with regrets in I don't any live sense. Like that. Yeah. I don't yeah. live like that. I mean, <clears throat> you know, I mean, fuck it. I mean, I, I made a lot of bad decisions. But I learned from everyone, so yeah. I, it was something yeah. good, you know. Yeah. I mean, and you're still riding. I mean, you're still I mean, a part of it. You're, whether or not you're 
racing pro. Like that's you're yeah. Still I mean, I, would, I wish I would have won the 250 Supercross Championship because <clears> I really <throat> wanted that. Um, but I ain't gonna lose sleep over it now. You know, yeah. I mean, I'm not. I don't give a shit, dude. You, no. you you lived through one of the coolest eras of racing, in my opinion. And you were an icon those years, man. Like your gear, like I that know. look. I mean, that's one thing. I you may got not... And you can say 125 championships don't mean shit. I would beg to differ. I, <laughs> I would <laughs> love to have one. I mean, you won a 450 race or 250 race, which is yeah, three I won, time in, I, won in every, yeah. I won in every class. You know, I won a race in every class or whatever. But um, so I did some good. But um, I mean, I I had a lot of fun doing what I did. Yeah. I mean, I I think my way is better than being Mr. Serious. I mean, you know, yeah. I mean. Yeah, do you want to have 10 years I, of. I, I guarantee I'm the only one to hold up a Supercross because I'm getting a blowjob in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, you know. Where was this? Nobody else <sighs> did that, you know, in Houston. <laughs> My mechanic was pissed, dude. G was it Jerry? What yeah, year? 91, I think. A factory Cowie. And they're on yeah. the line waiting for you? Yeah, I held it up. Well, they won't start without me. <laughs> then I get up to the line, and, you know, Mike Mike, Mike was a starter guy, and uh, he's like, like, like that to me. I'm like, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> and Adjusting. and Jerry, Jerry's like, because me and Jerry, we started to walk up to go to the line together, and then I, I had to go to the bathroom. Okay, you're like, just, yeah, where does this, how did, okay, well. <laughs> And Who was this individual? You meet like, this girl on the way to the bathroom? Yeah, well, she was in the pit. You know, you park, you park our pit in the hallway. At the Astrodome? Astrodome, yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay, so, so there was some blonde chick, like, and her husband, dude, was like, <laughs> no, dude, he was like 6'5". He looked like Hulk Hogan almost, like a lumberjack. Dude. Like you on Big steroids. Guy. Huge guy. And she must have just gotten new boobs or something, so she's just... You know, acting stupid, playing stupid. So me and Wardy are sitting there. I'm all, I'm just gonna hate fuck that lady. And Wardy's all, <laughs> her husband will kill you. I'm like, yeah, I know. I'm trying to figure that one out. And so, <laughs> I we go up to the goal of qualifier, and me and Jerry are walking up. I'm gonna go to the bathroom. I'll, you know, see in a second. And then here she is walking up. She was going to the bathroom too. So I looked for that big dude. I'm looked around, you know, that hallway. I didn't see him. I'm all, where are you going? She's all, bathroom. I'm like, me too. So when we got up to the bathroom, I'll, I just grabbed her. I'm like, come on, come in here with me. Took her in a stall and just told her here. I told her here. <laughs> <laughs> and so then I can hear the bike start up. I'm, you know, getting ready. And I'm supposed to be on the line. And I'm like. Is this main event or heat race? No, he's for heat race. Okay. Heat race. Okay. And, uh, and I'm like, he would okay. never do that before a main. Let's <laughs> no. be real. So I'm like, he has he has goals. So I'm like, okay, they're starting up. I still have time. Then I'm like, I better get up there. I gotta go. So I go running up there, and Jerry's just pissed. They're holding up the race now. And I'm all, dude, you know, I'm all happy. I'm all, hey, I was just, you know, <laughs> dude, I got this. And he's Let's like, go knock the shit out. <laughs> And he's pissed. Like, what the fuck? You know, and I'm like, dude. Mechanics are so serious. Like, I want to tell him my story, you know? Like, dude, you're going to curse at me and be mad at me? I was getting a blowjob in the bathroom. Like, That's cool. <laughs> so then I raised. I, I won. I won. You won the heat. Oh, yeah. So then after the race, I get, we're back at the pits, and Jerry's now like, 
okay, now what, what the hell happened? I'm all, fuck you, dude. I already tried to tell you. <laughs> and you're yelling you at me. You don't deserve my story. So, yeah, you know, you're not even getting my story, dude. No, fuck you. Nah. So my dad's like, what's going on? I'm always in the bathroom getting a blowjob. job. <laughs> and then Turner, Turner's like, okay. Like, and you know, now like, I think about like, really? Like, but they took it a little more serious. Like that, Turner, you know, those guys, but he like Turner was to elaborate on that, I guess. <clears throat> like like do won, riders do that today? No, but I, but I won, no, when, when no. I won my first race no, at, 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 at Atlanta, I was riding for Suzuki and they're like, okay, good job. We'll see you next week. And the Cowie guys were pumped. You know, I rode two years for, you know, with them on team green stuff. Yeah. Already taught me a lot. Turner was pumped on the whole deal. Like we're fucking taking you out. So we go to the, one of the strip clubs in Atlanta, like the main one. <laughs> Chicken, Wardy's there. Like they're no. Like, we get to the parking lot. And Turner's like, everybody with Kawasaki stuff, take it off. Yeah, but they gave it away. No, well, yeah. So nobody chicks on stage like, and Team Cowie jackets. No, 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 and no. Stuff. So, so we get in there. Every, Turner makes everybody take Cowie stuff off. So we go in there, and the next thing we know, there's a girl with a ja- Cowie jacket on, and we're like, looking around, like, who? Where'd that come? Like, we were supposed to leave all that shit in the car. Turner's the one that gave it to her. Now Turner's like going out to the car retrieving shit, you know, <laughs> giving it to these girls. So pumped, yeah. I don't have a lot of singles, but uh, how do you feel about yeah. a parka? <laughs> it's a like wind- that shiny wi- one, those shiny ones, yeah. A windbreaker? And one of you had left your credential in the, in the pocket of the coat, and the next week you're like, oh, oh, fuck, man, I gave it to that stripper. <laughs> oh, man. Well, you definitely did it your way, man. So, yeah. And, uh, so. I don't think anybody can at least fault you for that. I still want to hear about this four five hundred GP story, but I guess yeah, there's no, something more to no, that. Yeah, maybe time. off off camera, off camera yeah. we can get to that. Yeah, that was bad. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get it out of it. I know it. He wants to tell it. I can see but it. You know what? I ended up riding the best day of my life there. And that is like that's again what you just said. Like you did it your way, and you knew how to find success. No, I, no your, I, sh- by, I shouldn't have done it by, that way. Dude, by being yourself. Well, I, I, I agree 100%. <laughs> Literally before I came here, my dad's like, you sh- we should have got you a better friend. <laughs> <laughs> well, if unless you want to tell the 500 story. No. Nope. Then thank you. We'll leave that one. It's always been a pleasure, bud. Um, I love seeing you at the track. Yeah, and, and, I enjoy uh, seeing you. I see you quite a bit. Yep. I love it's it. Thanks, not, thanks for taking the time I'm to come I don't know if on. I were at Paris and... And he, I didn't know you were shooting a video that day. I really didn't. Which one? When, on the whoops. You remember that? I don't even remember. Oh, fuck. So you were doing, I didn't know you were making a video. So they put some new whoops in it at Paris. And so I'm like, hey, Ping, I can trust you, you know. And I was like going inside, you were going outside. And we were drag racing through these whoops and stuff. And I was having a blast. And then pulling off the track and we were doing it again. I was like. Yeah, yeah, we're having fun. This is cool, you know. I didn't know he was trying to shoot a video. It's so like, finally, dude, get the fuck away from me. No, finally, yeah, finally he stops. He's like, hey, chicken, it's, it's fun, you know. Um, but, hey, I'm trying to make a video here. And I was like, Dude, I thought oh. we were just hanging out. Fuck. I'm like, oh, I do, sorry. I do remember that. Like, like, he's probably thinking, like, chicken, like, I'll put you in the video. Stop. Like, you know. <laughs> Like, she can really want to be in this video. I didn't know, and I was like, okay. You, you, you were like the blonde in the bathroom. Yeah, I felt like, yeah, okay. That's funny. Now, I love seeing you at the track, dude. Like I said, you're one of the few guys that still, maybe Dr. D. Yeah, there's. I mean, there's not a lot of guys at Moto anymore that are from oh, that, the not 90s. Not really, era. huh? Nope. 
It's because it's, it's, it's dangerous. Dangerous. <laughs> it's gnarly. I'm like, yeah, just let it go. <sighs> well, He's still out there busting videos and pictures. Look at me jumping. <laughs> and the funny thing is his style Dan, is still Danny, like a, Danny's a, cross up the funny thing is his style is still on point you know I mean like he, he, he's got you know such you know as we all do but like when he shows up he's on point oh yeah gear looks good bike looks always, good always, always got always. a good TLD paint. paint job my deal was I, I'm gonna look good I can't win every time but I'll look good yeah you know absolutely that goes far it does go far. Got to look good. Well, thanks again, bud. Yeah, I appreciate you taking me. the time, man. Thanks All right. for having me. Stay tuned. We'll be back to wrap up the show. All right. Welcome back to our sponsor spotlight segment. And today we've got Patrick Erlinson. Yes, that's correct. Is that correct. close? That's Sorry, really I'm close. Sorry, I'm not super good, but... Um, from MIPS. Uh, if you are not familiar with what that is, you're going to get a little uh, lesson here today. But basically, any high-end helmet that you're going to buy these days, whether it's mountain bike, motocross, it's going to have a MIPS system in it uh, designed to help reduce rotational injury uh, in a crash. Um, Patrick, start by telling me kind of the creation of, um, of MIPS. So, like, how did the concept evolve, and how did you guys kind of uh, develop this? For sure. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, MIPS is a Swedish company. It was uh, started in 1996 already of a professor, Hans von Holtz, who was uh, back then a, a, a surgeon uh, of um, uh, Karolinska Hospital, one of the major hospitals okay. in Sweden. And he was operating a lot of uh, bicycle accidents with really severe brain damage. Mm -hmm. And he couldn't really figure out why do they have brain damage, but they actually using a helmet. So for years he was just there is something wrong. We operate people, but they are actually having a helmet. So uh, then he, I guess he, he started thinking and he teamed up with, uh, with uh, Peter Haldin from the Royal Institute of Technology in Sweden. So two pretty smart guys <laughs> teamed up and said, hey, we need to look at this. What can we do? Why do they have brain damage still using a helmet? So they was doing that and starting to uh, look at um, can we find a solution to put in the helmet to, to uh, w well, basically, what can we do? So then they saw, saw, saw a trend, what was happening, and then also, hey, we need to do this. And they teamed up with uh, another professor, Svein uh, Kleven. Uh, he was really a professional of using the FEM tool, the finite element method. Mm -hmm. So we're actually building a... A tool to look at how the accident were and and simulate them. So by doing that, they could see a trend of hey, it's actually something happened inside the brain when you crash. You got a rotation, and how can we stop that? So that was the birth of the idea of rotation and motion is very dangerous against your brain. Uh, and if and if we're just kind of trying to break that down in layman's yeah. terms, uh, this is very rudimentary. Mm -hmm. But your your brain kind of floats inside of your skull. Yeah, there's fluid and there's some um, uh, different things that tether it into place, but it essentially is loose in there. So mm -hmm. when you crash, your head hits the ground, your skull mm -hmm. comes to a stop, your brain bonks against your skull, that causes injury. Yeah. But in a crash, we don't just hit the ground and stop. Typically, yeah. it's a it's a tumble and you're you're yeah. kind of twisting and rolling, obviously, and so that 
that turning and, and rotation of the head also gets a twist of the brain inside of there, and that's that rotational injury we talk about. Absolutely, that's. And also, the common sense back then to test, and even to this day, is how you test helmets from a liner impact. Yeah. And we know from a fact that's not how we crash. Mm-hmm. We, we crash from an angle. So it's exactly what you're saying. If you're crashing head-on, you, you basically, the helmet it saves you. But we know for a fact that we're crashing on an angle and then you tumble. So we need to, to mimic uh, what's happening when you're crashing. You need to slide and bounce off. Uh, and that's actually what really our the MIP system is doing. It's, it slides and moves, so it slows down the rotational motion that can cause um, brain damage. But so our system is protecting your brain inside the skull um, in, in a way that makes sense when I'm yep. talking yeah, about Yeah, no, and, and you know, there's the occasional crash where you may fall and just go, ugh, and stop. Yeah. Okay, and, that, and that's fine. But well, typically, like, you, like we've said, as you, as you are traveling along and you come off the bike, you're going to hit the ground and roll and, yeah. you know, multiple. Rumbling and, and r- rotational can be pretty bad. Yes. Um, and so... <clears throat> I guess I, I want to, I'm just trying to point out like why that's so important. So there's, mm-hmm. there's multiple, there's that initial impact. If you're yep. just coming to a stop um, and it, what we see in a lot of auto accidents from a paramedic side is yep. a coup contra coup injury. It's called where your yep. brain will hit the front of your skull yeah. and then bounce back and actually hit the back. So oh, you yeah. have two points of injury. Mm-hmm. Um, and with rotational stuff, again, this is what's so hard when we do the DOT and the Snell mm-hmm. testing either the helmet is sitting there and something comes and falls on it directly, yeah. or yeah. they take the helmet and drop it onto something. That's usually how to test it. So. But it, that, as you're pointing out, that doesn't account for the, the motion that we have in racing. And so it's very hard to duplicate that in a Su- testing yeah, it's super hard environment. So, yeah. And I, I find the same thing with neck braces when people are like, well, look at this data. And it's like, mm. it's really difficult to yeah. duplicate that in a dummy. Absolutely. They have no muscle tone. No. Every crash is different. It's just, mm. it's not black and white data that you're looking at. Uh, But this, what I love about the MIPS system is there's no downside to it. No. It's all upside. It's upside. It works all the time for every impact you have, basically. Yeah. So it's always there. It's always protect you. So, and that's uh, what, yeah, matters quite a bit to to always be there. You're not going to have failed uh, things when you hit your head. It's it's always there to protect you the way it's supposed to be. We can never say we protect everyone, but of course, uh, it's always there and it's in the helmet. So, and I, and I guess the way to explain that how that it works is it's almost yeah. like having suspension for yeah. your brain, right? So it takes yeah. instead of the helmet sticking and your mm-hmm. your head stops and the brain rotates, yeah. as that your your head will spin inside the helmet actually and kind of slow down that stop. Exactly, right? that, that is exactly you spot on when you when you say it like that. It's. Um, Exactly that one, and you bounce off, and you slow down yeah. the rotational motion inside your brain when you do it that. So I want to talk about your latest iteration of this, which is the Integra. Yep. Um, wh- who? How did you guys kind of uh, come up with that, and what what is better about it? Because I just know mm. for me, when I tried on the TLD SE5, which is the first helmet that has this, mm. uh, man, it feels you can tell it it just moves much easier mm. than the than the last version of it. Uh, we came up with a solution, of course, together with the uh, TLD. They wanted something unique and different, and also that fits what they were standing for. So together, it took it takes years to get this working. It, it looks easy when you see it, but 
years of development. So basically, uh, they made a spec what they wanted, and we said we need to meet these criteria in, in the safety standard. Mm -hmm. And we came up with a solution uh, that was super light, super integrated, injection molded to the helmet, and by injection molded we could have so many air ventilations, mm -hmm. and we didn't affect the air coming into the helmet. So basically we made the MIPS to fit the helmet even better. It's always a good fit, but it's this is a part of the helmet. Yeah. So it kind of feels like it, it is the helmet. Yeah. Um, so that was a combine of what do you want, listen to the customer, what we have been developing, and we can't never sacrifice with safety, so we need to have uh, a good solution, of course. So it, it's a collaboration of, of Charlie and MIPS uh, of going to this uh, solution with them, and I think it looks good. So. It, is there, can you speak to numbers or percentage, like how much more or how much easier it moves from one model to the other? No, sorry. Or I does it just feel that way? It feels that way. Okay. Uh, I, I can't say anything about numbers, but what I can say is that the more coverage it is, the better. Uh -huh. uh, and it's uh, injection molded, so it's a lot of coverage in yeah. there. But um, otherwise, it's... Um, well, and the neat part that you were talking about, yeah. in the old system, it was it would set between the comfort liner and the, fo and the EPS foam so that any ventilation ports you had they had to get through that yeah. that plastic uh, it could, could be blocked, piece. So. And so this allows for all of those vents to be wide open and you feel that ventilation while still having all the protection of the MIPS. Absolutely. That, that's, I think that's the feeling you talk about. It feels so open, mm -hmm. but it's really part of the helmet so, yeah. and, and still doing the same job as it should do. So. Well, I, I'm super impressed with, with what you guys have yeah. done. Like I said, nice. there's, there's no downside to it at all. It's only upside and yeah. it's addressing, you know, for me, we just had, you know, a chicken yeah. show. He's got his old helmets up here. And I mean, yeah. they were, there was not a lot of progression <laughs> with helmet safety for years, for decades. No, no, it was standing still for 30 years, basically. So, uh, Which is frightening, you know, like, um, and then thankfully, uh, you know, the ball got moving. And I think they're now continuously trying to look at ways to make it better, which is great. Um, what do you guys have, you know, what other sports can you utilize this in? Uh, we are pretty big, uh, our biggest segment is uh, sport, and what we say sport is bicycling, mountain biking, ski. So that's uh, and also equestrian is big for us. Mm. We are also in the, in the in the leaf. We are in the fire helmets. Actually, mm. your stuff. Oh, is uh, that right? Construction helmets. So we're in nine different segments. Mm. Some of the segments we are earlier in, but for sure uh, we are operating in more and more. Uh, technologies, not normally, no, more segments out there. I mean, so sure. So nine different uh, categories. Uh, so we kind of cover every helmet out there somehow. Ice hockey, team sport. Mm -hmm. So it's yeah, on. ice hockey would make sense. Mm. Uh, we had Pastrana on recently, and so he and I chatted mm. a little bit about concussions, mm. and he's got a lot of oh. first-hand knowledge of how <laughs> you know, what goes on with those. But you know, he said in like football, for example. You're, you're constantly, it's smaller hits, but they're mm. just repetitive. Yeah. And you hit the same place over and over, and that's more mm. of a direct hit. Yeah. It isn't like like what we would experience in a crash. No. So does it not, for you guys, it's just not maybe, some of those sports don't have quite the, it might not be as helpful as it would be in motocross. No, no. But still would help, right? I, I think we would help in every helmet there is made, yeah. but uh, we can't say uh, this, we would save a sport, play or whatever, but I, of course uh, it would 
probably work, yeah. but but we have not looked into that so much because uh, there's different. Uh, oh, I'm sure all the politics of it and <laughs> politics yeah. and stuff. So, uh, is there is there anything um, anything else you got you want to tell us about with maybe something you have you're working on or something with this <laughs> other integra that I didn't talk about? No, no, um, I can't tell too much about the future, yeah. but, but but it takes years to develop uh, a solution. And we're always working uh, on the new stuff. And then we sit down with the customer and ask them, what do you want? What do you need? What is your preference? And uh, that's how we're coming up with more more technology, of course. Uh, but but otherwise, our our thing is uh, helmet safety. And, and that's what we focus on right now. And uh, I think we, we're doing a good job with that. And, Saving the riders. I and, and listen. I, I I'm a I'm very big on helmet safety and yeah. and uh, torso safety. So yeah. helmet and chest protector. I tell my my kids and anyone that listen to me don't don't ride without them. Those no, are the no, spots no. that'll kill you. Yeah. And uh, I think what you guys are doing is is awesome. Yeah. Because uh, yeah. like I said, there's mm. zero downside and huge upside. And um, so I guess thank you. Just yeah. thanks for you know I'm I'm Super. really stoked to have you guys on here to talk about this because. If you're buying a helmet, man, do not get cheap, please. Uh, this the MIP system is an awesome way to reduce injury further, and uh, I think you guys are doing awesome work. So thank, thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. Of course, Thanks. I appreciate Thanks. you taking the time. Cool. All right, check out the latest MIPS Integra system built right into the uh, TLD SE5, the first helmet to market with that. Uh, they are available in Troy Designs uh, dealers or at TroyLeDesigns.com. I wanna be bad with you, girl, like we're robbing a bank. I wanna be mad at the world, like it took you away. Don't wanna be mad at myself. All right, folks, welcome back. That's our show. Uh, really big thank you to uh, Denny Stevenson and Jeff Matasevich for coming in today, uh, and also Patrick from MIPS. We appreciate their time, and uh, I wish that I I could show you some of the conversations that went on off camera, but they are certainly not appropriate. And uh, when they said they didn't want to put them on air, I understand why. Uh, those two guys are characters for sure. And uh, the one thing I took away from it, I was really impressed with, with Jeff's perspective. Like he just, he didn't care about anybody else. He was just there having fun and doing his thing. And that's, that's very rare to have a guy like that. He, doesn't, he didn't even remember names or who he raced with because it just it didn't even cross his mind. Um, did he have a little too much fun at times? Maybe. You be the judge. Uh, I think he's certainly left his mark. Uh, the guy's a legend. Uh, if you're a young kid and you maybe don't know the name, go to YouTube and look up a couple of videos. I mean, Chicken was a stud and um, still a cool cool dude. Stoked to call him a friend and I appreciate him taking the time. Thank you guys for watching the show. We, uh, we go out of our way to make sure that we only partner with the best companies in this sport. So any product that we're promoting on here, You've got my personal guarantee that you will be happy. Uh, they're going to be quality products and uh, something that you can be stoked to put on your motorcycle. So thank you guys very much for watching. We've got more shows coming, so stay tuned. The Whiskey Throttle Show is brought to you by Yamaha. Join the Blue Crew today and take advantage of all that Yamaha has to offer, including amateur racing trackside support, awesome Yamaha contingency, Jason Rain's demos and instructional classes, and frankly, the most high-performing motorcycles available on the market today. Whether you're looking for a four-stroke, a two-stroke, a side-by-side, -side, a quad, a boat, a generator, Yamaha prides themselves on absolute top-level quality and reliability. Rev your heart with Yamaha and join the Blue Crew today.
sore necks, aching legs, tight backs. Our bodies aren't designed to be constantly tense, but what can we do about it? Help your body relax with TheraBody. TheraBody creates effective, natural solutions to take charge of your daily wellness. By combining education, innovation, and over a decade of pioneering technology, TheraBody makes wellness more accessible for everybody. A traumatic motorcycle accident led TheraBody founder Dr. Jason Westland to create the Theragun for his debilitating pain. Now the Theragun, the only physician-created percussive therapy device, uses a scientifically calibrated combination of depth, speed, and power to relax and release your deep muscle tension. Recovery Air is TheraBody's world-leading pressure compression therapy system that flushes out leg soreness so you can bring on peak performance. Most electrical muscle stimulation is ineffective. Instead, TheraBody's sleek PowerDot takes away the guesswork with an intuitive app that customizes intensity and placement so you recover faster. Regular foam rollers hurt. TheraBody's Wave Series delivers powerful vibration and pressure to help you recover with less pain. Don't settle for mystery CBD. TheraBody's TheraOne range of topical and ingestible full-spectrum USDA-certified organic CBD products are redefining high-potency CBD for wellness and recovery. 250 professional sports teams exclusively use Theragun and other TheraBody products to take recovery into their own hands. Method Race Wheels bringing you the lightest, strongest, fastest wheels in off-road for your truck, van, sprinter, UTV, or SUV. They've been dominating the Baja 500 and 1000 and every major off-road event around the world for years with high quality and performance. They also look amazing. They come in a bunch of different styles and colors for your rig, so check them out. You can get 20% off a set of wheels using our code WHISKEYTHROTTLE. No capitals, no spaces. 20% off using our code. Check them out. Also, coming soon, the R1M Project. Method Race Wheels makes a dive into the motocross world. Stay tuned. Troy Lee Designs is the leader in off-road motocross apparel and style. So whether you're looking for a cool new paint job for your helmet, maybe your name and number on your helmet lettered on, you're looking for new gear, you're looking for mountain bike gear, off-road gear, they've got the brand new Scout line and GP and SE models. Troy Lee Designs has it all. They've been leading this industry for decades, and they're going to continue to do it. Check out TroyLeeDesigns.com. SKDA is a moto graphics and seat covers company with several offices based around the globe. For too long, bikes and graphics have all looked the same. They just start to blend together. SKDA is working to change that. With super clean and unique design work, a bike with SKDA graphics stands out in a crowd and adds a touch of art to the world of moto. Hey, we need that. SKDA prides itself on providing premium customer service both before and after the sale is made. Visit SKDA online to view the current product range and get in touch with their team to get your bike refreshed. I want to just make a, a mention here that these guys, not only is their design way outside the box, very, very cool. They'll work with you on custom things. The, the products are incredible, okay? They'll speak for themselves. But what's really awesome, and you'll notice this the minute you order one of these, man, they give you an email saying, hey, the product's been shipped. Uh, hey, the product is here. It landed in this spot. Hey, it's coming today. Hey, your product's been delivered. They, they're just so good about staying in touch with you and letting you know where it's at. Customer service is 100%, and uh, that's just something that's rare these days. Check out SKDA. Here at the Whiskey Throttle Show, we're all about supporting brands that support our sport. And there's one tire company that has never walked away from the sport of motocross and supercross, and it's Dunlop. When times got tough and the economy took a crash, Dunlop stepped up and stayed with our sport to support it and the athletes and individuals that love it. Their MX-53 line and MX-33 lines absolutely dominate this sport. Every national championship at the pro level has been won in the last decade, and nearly every single 
Amateur National Championship at Loretta Lynn's has been won on a Dunlop. So if you're looking for high performance, you're looking for amazing quality, and you're looking to support a brand that never turns its back on our sport, there's only one choice for you, and it's Dunlop. Pro Circuit is the leader in aftermarket performance and quality. Whether you're looking for a little more horsepower out of your engine, some quality hard parts to improve the way your bike feels and looks, better handling through suspension or linkage or linkage arms, Pro Circuit is where you need to stop. It's your one-stop shop. You can go in there and get everything you need to make your motorcycle go from average to exceptional. Pro Circuit's got enough number one plates on their wall to side an entire home, and there's a reason for that. They're very, very good at what they do. Uh, the highest quality products with one goal in mind, and that's winning. Check out ProCircuit.com. Nihilo Concepts is leading the way in aftermarket hard parts. With their secondary on-switch device, something that was much needed in this sport, they've been innovating and bringing new products to market. Their latest is the new Nihilo Run-Cool Brake Pistons. They're designed to be stronger than stock and provide exceptional cooling performance with less brake drag. Most OEM calipers pistons are made from aluminum that just can't hold up to the heat and extreme demands of serious racing. When they get hot, the aluminum will distort, causing loss of hydraulic pressure and brake failure. Nihilo's run-cool pistons limit the area that boiling hot hydraulic fluid is able to come in contact with the piston, leaving two-thirds of the piston volume in open air with breather holes to enhance the cooling ability. It's made of a proprietary stainless blend, which is better at dissipating heat. You have issues with brake fade or brake failure, check out Nihilo Concepts among their many amazing hard parts and carbon fiber parts and titanium. NihiloConcepts.com. Senna is the leader in motorcycle helmet communications. There's really two prongs to why this is important. One of them is safety. If you're a dad who's watching your kid out on a track, being able to communicate with him about a rider down or a track situation is imperative. You don't want him coming over a jump and seeing a rider down and getting himself involved in that. So from a safety aspect, it's huge. You can also coach them. So if you see them taking a line, doing something that they could be improved, it's very easy to just click a button and speak to them right in their helmet in real time. This has been a proven coaching technique used by many motorcycle coaches. There's also just the simple fun factor. Being able to chat with your buddy while you're out on a ride, share music between one another, answer phone calls, it just takes your riding experience to another level. So whether you're using the 50S or 50R connected through a mesh network in your helmet, or you're using a Tough Talk headset connected with one of those, Senna is the leader in quality and performance in motorcycle helmet communications. Check them out at Senna.com. Seat Concepts is the leader in motorcycle saddles. If you're looking for a new cover or a new seat entirely, Seat Concepts is the place to go. They make custom seat foams catered to your height, weight, riding ability, riding type, they also have waterproof covers and, and foams that will not break down if you ride in a lot of inclement weather. And they pride themselves on being much more comfortable than OEM or any other aftermarket company. If you're looking for a new seat or a new cover, Seat Concepts, there's nothing better. Need to replace something on your bike that's worn out? Look no further than Pro-X. These guys aim to make everything OEM quality or better at an affordable price. And they've also got some new products coming. So Right now, chains, sprockets, anything inside the, in the engine internally, air filters. If it wears out, Pro-X makes it, and they make it at a quality level that's OEM or better. And they've got some new things coming that are awesome. A complete engine rebuild kits for the Polaris RZR800s. Need to replace something on your bike that's worn out? 
look no further than ProX. These guys aim to make everything OEM quality or better at an affordable price. And they've also got some new products coming. So right now, chains, sprockets, anything inside the, in the engine internally, air filters. If it wears out, ProX makes it, and they make it at a quality level that's OEM or better. And they've got some new things coming that are awesome. A complete engine rebuild kits for the... If you've got a little Grom that's looking to get started in the motorcycle world, the best way to get them going is on a Stasic bike. They've got multiple sizes, so from your very young Groms to those who are a little more grown up, you can start them safely. They've got controls that allow you to control the speed so he can't get going too quick. They can touch the ground. There's not a lot of noise to distract them. It's the perfect way to get your child involved in motorcycling at a very young age. And if you've got a kid who's already out ripping, there's series popping up all over. For those of you in Southern California, go to www.ameminicross.com and join their local series. If you're outside of this state, contact your local track and ask them about starting a Stasic class at your local track. Get over to Stasic.com and check out all they've got going on. Motul USA, uh, we, we lean hard on these lubricants to keep us uh, on the track and on the trail. And Motul has proven their quality over and over, uh, most recently with their Dakar win with Ricky Brabeck. Uh, they're sponsoring Supercross teams. They're diving into our sport again full full throttle, and uh, we're stoked to have them on board. Amazing products, top to bottom. Motul USA, go check them out. OGO is the leader in motorcycle storage solutions. As motocross riders, we need a gear bag, we need a helmet bag, a boot bag, a backpack, a travel bag, a hydration pack, maybe a toolkit to wear around your waist if you're on an off-road ride. OGO makes all of that, and their products are absolutely top of the line. I've got stuff I've had for several decades, just to give you an idea of how long this stuff lasts. If you're not sure, ask around, talk to folks who've had some of this stuff, and they will confirm that OGO's quality is absolutely second to none. So go check them out, OGO underscore powersports.com, and look at all they've got to offer right now. You ever heard the phrase that the harder you work, the luckier you are? Well, at Luck Apparel, they believe in an acronym that kind of sums it up a little more simply than that, laboring under complete knowledge. So it isn't just some random chance that determines what your outcome or results are going to be. It's being educated and working your butt off to get it done. And I think that that goes hand in hand with the motocross industry. You don't get lucky into a win. You work your ass off and you make it happen. So check out Luck Apparel. They've got t-shirts, hats, sweatshirts, all kinds of cool stuff. And we're stoked to have them on board here at the Whiskey Throttle Show in 2022. If you're in the market for a toy hauler trailer, car trailer, cargo trailer, Look no further than Custom Outfitters, one of our new partners for this year. Uh, these guys do an awesome job, even so far as to dial in the inside of Sprinter vans, which have become the new standard moto transportation for moto. Uh, these guys can handle it all. Uh, they use ATC world-class trailers, uh, top shelf service and performance in their products. Uh, Custom Outfitters out of South Dakota doing an awesome job. We're stoked to have these guys on board this year. So whether you're looking to just do some camping with the family, uh, looking for a trailer that can fit all your toys to go out to the desert or wherever, uh, look no further than Custom Outfitters. And finally, last but not least, Specialized Bicycles. If you are in the market to start pedaling, this is where you want to start. Uh, they've got great entry-level bikes all the way up to the Cadillac, the new Levo um, e-bike. Uh, any, anything in between, man. It doesn't matter what kind of riding you're doing. Go check out and start with Specialized. Don't waste your time on something that's going to break. The derailleur's not going to shift after a couple months. Get something quality. Uh, these guys make it. Specialized leads that industry. 
Thanks for tuning in to another MPH video, Moto E Performance and Health, with Coach Rob Beams. Coach, welcome. Thanks for having me. Uh, I want to talk today about blood work and why that's important and sort of uh, aside from the things we learn uh, regarding different deficiencies, sure. uh, also how that plays into, bl into food allergies yeah. and how big that is. Um, I've had both of these done. I, I had a very comprehensive panel done maybe 10 years ago, and I found out I had this uh, weird industrial so solvent called xylene in my butt, in oh, my wow. blood. And uh, they were really concerned about it. We were trying to figure out where it came from. I was thinking like a solvent sure, tank sure. or contact cleaner or something like that. Turns out it was Glade plugins that we have all over our house. Uh, it's a very sweet aromatic um, industrial solvent. And so it's used in a lot of things like that. I'll be damned. So we pulled all that out. They said, yeah, if it's in your blood, it's in your Everybody's kids sure. and your wife and yep. your dogs and everything else. So <clears throat> there's a lot of really interesting stuff that comes out of this. Yep. Um, what are your thoughts on blood work? Well, blood work's pretty amazing because if you look at the cell as the foundation of life, you know, cells make up tissue, tissue makes up an organ, a or series of organs make up a system. Yeah, I mean, when your blood's out of line, what's always fascinating to me when you look at our, our mantra is health, wellness, then performance. If you're constantly deficient on vitamin D, you're constantly deficient on, you know, go even an electrolyte route, you're always low on potassium or whatever it may be. You, what better indicator that you need to change something, right? You know, if it's out of range, like you were saying, if it's something that becomes toxic, what would be the catalyst for that? What's its source? Uh, when we look at blood ranges from a health and a wellness standpoint, and I, I we can kind of go down a bunny trail about what is, what is a blood panel really telling you? If you do some, some research, you'll realize that a blood panel is not actually a snapshot of health. It's the absence of disease. A lot of people don't realize that. So when we say we're in range, is what is that really in range of? Mm. And take it a step further. Take someone like yourself where fitness has been a part of your life, your entire life, and you're getting run through the same evaluation criteria as in range or out of range. Have a problem with that. Yeah. Um, not as a soapbox, but just from a general principle standpoint. So when you look at the the health of the cell is is going to be in some range, I always look at it, if you're out of range, what would be the catalyst for that? You're burning it too fast. Maybe you're not eating enough of something that has a vitamin D or a B vitamin in it, or maybe you're not absorbing <clears throat> what you're eating. So to me, in an ideal world, I would like everybody to have their blood work done once a quarter. I know that's not always fun. I hate needles myself. But if you can get through the logistics of it, because if I'm only working on a 12-week window, I personally know what your volume of training is from an intensity standpoint. I know what you've done from a duration standpoint. And from a frequency, those are the three variables that I look at. How often are you working out? How long and how hard? Well, I can look at what you've put the body through, supplement that with your sleep log, supplement that with your food log, and then I get blood work. I've got a snapshot. Yeah. What's working? What's not working? Where do we need to adjust? So if you're out of range on a micronutrient or even a macronutrient for that matter, I can look at your nutrition. Maybe we need to eat more of it. Mm -hmm. If you've got enough coming in and you're still out of range, maybe it's an absorption issue. And then we're back to the third variable. You're just burning it up quicker and you can get it in. When you look at, uh, just as a general rule of thumb for the listeners, take your body weight and add a zero to it. Just use that as a basis number on how many calories you need to take in on a daily basis. So when we look at all of those, take that quantity of numbers. So if I weigh 150 pounds, that's 1,500. 
If I divide that by 75, that's how many calories are in an extra large egg. How many eggs do you need to eat on a daily basis to meet that 1,500 calories? And I only use that for math and illustration purposes because I don't know about you, but I eat a three-egg omelet. I feel stuffed. Yeah. So when you look at food quality, it's nutrient-dense, but it's calorically anemic. Hmm. And you got to try to bridge 1,500, and that's just to sustain life. That's not what you're burning in the form of exercise. That's what's great about these garments. They'll give you your calorie burn rate. Well, if I know what your average heart rate and your max heart rate is for that duration, I know what your calorie burn rate is. What are you doing to replenish it? Gotcha. Those blood ranges are incredibly helpful because if you're out of range, maybe you need to eat more. But if you have to eat 37 eggs in a day to break even, it's hard to get that volume met. And that could cause you to be out of range yeah. as well. Well, the farts from that kind of situation are just unimaginable, too. <laughs> That's a lot of eggs. Uh, so there, there, there's a few other things I really love about blood work. One, if you have something uh, genuinely wrong with you, some sure. type of pathophysiology, it'll alert you of that. Yep. And I think for everybody, that's important, right? I mean, we catch a, a cancer early or a something else. 100%. We can usually get, you know, if we catch it early enough, we can get in front of correct it, it right? right? But it's when, when somebody doesn't go to the doctor for years and years. Sure. And they go, oh, yeah, that's been hurting for a while now. And yeah. Like, well, you're stage four cancer. Nothing we can do. No. Uh, also, the the, the uh, food allergy side of it. Mm -hmm. I think that that's another, um, it kind of ties along into blood work. I also found out uh, through this extensive panel I did, which was through Red Bull, uh, ironically enough, um, that I was, I had a mild allergy to eggs. Mm -hmm. Uh, maybe it was just the yolk. Okay. And then a pretty legit allergy to milk, uh, among a couple other little things, but I, I never had any kind of reaction to those, sure. but they said, yeah, you, you are, your body is having an inflammatory response to those foods, particularly the milk. And they said, you, I do not recommend you drinking milk. Right. The eggs was like, it was low enough. He goes, ah, the upside's probably outweighing the, the mm -hmm. downside. But um, I had no idea. You sure. know, I mean, not that I drank a ton of milk anyway, but I was like, wow, okay, I'm off milk, you know. Well, and, and you bring up two very, very important variables. Number one, there's a difference between being sensitive to something and being allergic to something. Mm -hmm. You know, I've never talked to anybody who decided to go gluten-free that didn't say they felt better. I understand that. But there's also nutritional value to what's in grains and stuff. Sure. My point is, unless you've been diagnosed with celiac disease, you've got raging diarrhea, GI distress, you don't have a re you're not allergic to it. You don't have a disease. You may have a sensitivity to it. And that's where I think it gets a little bit, especially, you know, when you look at Google and you look at everybody becomes an expert. Everybody wants, not everybody, but certain people will go and try to promote an agenda, follow the money. There's usually an agenda behind it. But I'll give you a perfect example because you brought up milk. I have a client who can eat yogurt, no problems whatsoever, has a glass of milk, huge adverse reaction to it. Mm. So does that mean he's lactose intolerant? Because that's what he got labeled by, by a registered dietitian. No disrespect to registered dietitians. But to me, when you can eat yogurt that has lactose and you can drink milk and has lactose and have different reactions, that means you have a sensitivity to milk that you don't have to yogurt because they both have lactose well, in Well, there's got to be something. Is there casein protein in the milk that's not in the yogurt or something like but, that? But to say we're not going to have these products because it's an entire category, right. that's where food logs come in, in my opinion, because you could have maybe not drank milk for a while, all of a sudden have a glass of it. Um, just for the listeners, you know, you, I suggest that you weigh yourself every morning and every night. You should always be three to five pounds heavier at night because if you're drinking water and you're properly hydrated, you're snacking on fruits and vegetables, but high in water, high. You should always be heavier. 
Why is that? Because you notice in the morning you're always three to five pounds lighter. Well, you didn't work out all night long. Breathing, bodily functions, you lose weight, right? Mm. You lose water weight. So you always want to be heavier at the end of the day than you are in the morning. But look at your Monday to Tuesday, Tuesday to Wednesday. If you've had an inflammatory response, because you've you got to know, is the inflammatory response because you rode or because of something you ate? Well, mm. if you haven't been on the bike in three days and you're up five pounds in the morning, you had a sensitivity to something. Mm. Your food law can help you start to pinpoint it. Right. It's not, it's not as complicated as people think it is. You just have to have a little bit of documentation that you can really make some executive decisions with. Just be careful stripping an entire food group because yeah. you get labeled in a textbook. Yeah, absolutely. And, and like I said, the, the milk, they broke it down. It was the casein, casein protein in the milk. And that, makes and sense. that was my yep. one thing. They said you got to stay away from this. Yep. Yeah, and there's certain... Uh, protein powders that are casein protein. I'm like, yep. whoa, can't do yeah, it. I got to get away from that. Yep. So, But there's alternatives, which is great. Yeah. Like my wife, Michaela, she has sensitivities to lactose. So there's lactose-free milk. Doesn't mean she can't drink milk. She yeah. just does the lactose-free because she has a sensitivity to lactose, but she's not lactose intolerant. Yeah. Again, you put a big label on it, you can strip a lot of nutrients out of a particular group. Yeah. I just thought it was interesting that, you know, my my allergy or sensitivity might have just been I get the farts. Sure. Where people think, oh, you're allergic to milk. You go into full anaphylactic right. response. No. But I don't want anything that causes me to inflame, right? right. I no. mean, well, if we can up, avoid those things. But you bring up a good point how it just gets embellished. Yeah. You know, what's sensitivity? What is intolerance? What is? That's why I don't like labels. Yeah. Find what, how your body responds to everything you do and everything you eat Yeah. across the board. And blood work definitely helps you, like you said, because you yeah. can at least start on why something is or isn't out of range. Can you imagine if all of a sudden you come back and you're low in calcium and you didn't realize it was because you took milk completely out as a category and it's a great source of calcium? Sure, you can get it from green leafy vegetables and other things like that. But if nobody told you that and yeah. you didn't, what you lost over here, you didn't make up with another food group, all of a sudden you're out of range. See the domino effect sure. of that? Sure. And a lot of times, you know, you and I have talked about this on my blood panels. If you're low in certain things... It's because your body's stealing it because it didn't get this food. You, it'll kind of rob Peter to pay Paul. Well, you bring up, in my opinion, one of the most amazing things about the human body. This thing is very absolute. If it runs out of gas, it's sitting on the side of the track. If this thing runs out of oil, it's grenaded. We run out of fuel. We can still keep functioning. Yeah, we'll we start to eat ourselves. That's exactly right. But yeah. like you said, your body will, like, all of a sudden, instead of creating energy this way, it's got the ability to spin and it we're designed incredibly well to overcome and adapt. Mm -hmm. This doesn't, it's absolute when it's done, it's done, which makes us very dangerous to ourselves because when you, we talked to, on another show about not getting enough sleep. Well, the body still functions, even though it's sleep deprived, we may be enduring a tremendous amount of stress personally, professionally, financially, athletically, but it'll still keep firing mm -hmm. until it simply says, I've got a label, adrenal fatigue, Epstein-Barr, once we get labeled, then it's interesting how these characteristics take on a totally different weight, and then we start paying attention. Mm. Well, now you're in rehab versus prehab. You're in yeah. reaction versus proactive. I mean, whatever cliche you want to put on it, like you're saying, blood panel, get it done consistently. But here's the frustrating part. Do something with the info. Right. I mean, yeah. it doesn't make any sense to yeah. get the info and go, oh, wow. I'm still out of range as I was six months ago. You know, <laughs> yeah. It's not yeah, going to be and any better. I, and also to that point is have somebody that understands what those numbers mean. And that's not necessarily your doctor. Right. Have a, a, someone like yourself who, who understands sports physiology 
go through that with you and figure out why. Absolutely. Because the, why, the doctor always. will say, well, you're low on this. Here, let me give you more pills. That's right. That's and what, what are they the do. pills made out of? Synthetic. Yeah. And that's what becomes so frightening. Stick, you know, again, I've said this in previous shows, you know, I'm not a hellfire and brimstone guy. I don't live in a glass house. I don't buy organics. I, if you looked at the majority of the food, we, I would say it's probably 10% of our total because we can't find it. We're in Orlando. There's not very many places that sell it. The perish rate is very high, mm. you know, and so I don't want the listeners to think, oh, he only eats organic, must be nice. No, I don't. I eat the perimeter of the store, and I understand there might be a, a wax on my apples, and there might be some gas in my grapes that I buy, but I got to eat yeah, something. I got to eat something. You know, and I don't, I'm not a good farmer. Yeah. I'm in Florida. I have bad dirt. Yeah. I, I would starve. I could probably grow one thing. Weeds. Weeds. That's about it. Those are tough to eat. <laughs> well, Not very nutritious. There's a lot more information uh, if you guys want to get over to uh, CompleteRacingSolutions.com. Uh, Rock Pin Health, you have over there a ton of information for free. You can also step up to their uh, membership levels and oh, happy to get very, very involved. So uh, thank you as always. Thank you. Stay buddy. tuned. We're going to have more MPH videos coming. Thanks for watching the Whiskey Throttle Show, now available on the Spot Network, an independent standalone streaming platform live now on Apple TV, Roku, Amazon Fire, Google Play, Android TV, most smart TVs, and all phones and tablets. Look for future live shows and specials only available on Spot Network. Download the app today on your favorite device. And don't forget to like and subscribe and click the bell to get alerts for all the latest content. Follow us on Twitter at W underscore throttle underscore show and on TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram at Whiskey Throttle Show.